Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Decal Works, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing. Coming at you. Thanks for listening, man. Got a lot to talk about. The Motocross Donations is a wrap. We're going to get into that and all that happened there. And, you know, things like about the race and the atmosphere and what you guys think think of it and everything else. So we'll talk about that. we got some silly season stuff that will be announced on October 1st. We'll get into that tonight. We're going to do our Yamaha raffle uh, for Waverly, racers for Waverly. That will be at 7 p.m. Or tickets, I should say, close at 7 p.m. So you got two hours from now. It's on pulpamex.com. It's on my Instagram. $25 a ticket. And we are going to give away a 2022 Yamaha YZ125 tonight. That's right. For 25 bucks, you could possibly win a 2022 YZ125. That's right. So cool. We're going to do that. So you got two hours to get your tickets in. Uh, don't forget the new Pulpamex app is coming out on Friday. Should be out anytime uh, on Friday. Not exactly sure of the time, but it will be Friday from what we heard. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, go through the widget on Pulpamex.com, and uh, that helps us out. So really appreciate you guys supporting Amazon. Uh, there's a whole sponsor deals on Pulpamexshow.com with all the codes on there from the Guts guys to the Ride Engineering guys, Karcher, grillyourassoff.com vortex uh, uh vertex yeah you name it man we got the codes on there ogo power sports and sorts all sorts of things like that um so if you want to save some money if you're in the market for gear for uh hard parts for seasonings for pressure washers that kind of stuff man it's all in there so thanks for listening really appreciate it got a great show lined up for you tonight at least i think so uh, Tyler Medaglia will call in. He is uh, just back from Italy and the Motocross Nations, repping Canada for, I think, the ninth time. So T-Dag, sometime co-host as well, he will be uh, uh, calling in to talk about that and uh, and all that went down over there in Italy. We've also got uh, Connor Fields, BMX Olympian. Uh, he will be in studio. Uh, he hasn't done many interviews since his crash that we all saw over there in Tokyo. And uh, Connor Fields will come in studio, update us on how he's doing, uh, what's next for him, what's going on, what he remembers from that crash, and uh, and more. Uh, so looking forward to having Connor uh, in studio, and uh, that should be great. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice, he was also at the Motocross the Nations, Lewis Phillips was, and uh, he will call in and uh, from a jolly old England. Tell us what he thought about it. This is, this is a guy who goes through all the GPs. He's got his finger on the pulse of that series over there, and I'm interested to hear him talk about uh, what he thinks about the uh, the whole deal that was over there in Mantova, Italy. Uh, we also have the Works Connection Pro Launch uh, Device Contest that we did last show. We're going to give that away as well uh, tonight. We'll, we'll talk to a little bit more about how to do that. Um, but uh, again, 702-586-7857. Give us a call and uh, tell us what's on your mind, and uh, maybe you'll win something, or maybe we'll just get to... Talk about the sport we love. Thanks to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. We have the Race Tech Rant coming up. Uh, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. We've got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs coming up. 
We've got the motorsport.com tweet at Talon as well. Michelin Starcross 5. Randy Richardson should be calling in tonight, by the way. He's got his Fight Club car race coming up. A very big deal for our buddy FMIP. ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF. Get, don't forget to subscribe to the FMF Drop. Get T-shirts uh, every month that uh, you won't see anywhere else. So uh, thank you to those guys. Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Auto Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Works Chassis Lab, Intense Cycles, all on board with us as are you people. Uh, in studio to talk about this nation's silly season and more. First up from Kiefer Inc. Testing and Racer X and Pulp MX, uh, good buddy of mine. It is Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? How are you? I can't believe I made it back. Uh, you're in. People thought I was leaving. It was touch and go for a second, but we're back. You you turned down numerous times to come in studio. It just didn't work out. I did not out. turn you... down. I just think some co-hosts like to be here by themselves to enjoy the limelight with you. I don't think I need to be here and butt in on I every think, I think time. you add a lot to every show, no matter who's in studio, and you're a positive addition to the co-host chair. Well, thank you. I'm back. I'm happy to be here. Okay. We have a good show. We, uh, we're going to talk. We may have some After Darks talk. You found a VHS. Oh, uh, I cannot wait we, to get We're going to talk this. about testing. Yes. We're going to talk about uh, <laughs> Motocross the Nations. We have a lot to talk about and with you. And we have a show within a show, right? Yeah. Are we going to do that? We'll see. We'll um, see what we do with time. Right. Connor's Fields is here. You know, we got a lot of stuff going right, on. Right. But, but maybe it'll work out. I don't want to cramp your style. And, uh, and also here in studio, of course, uh, flew him out here all the way from Texas. He's got his own motocross pod show. He does the, uh, he does the Pulp MX wrap-up show. It is none other than Darkside. <laughs> oh shit! That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. What's up, Darkside? What's up, boys? Thanks Glad for coming in. Yeah. Thanks a lot, there, Marks. Oh my god, this is great. Yeah, you're welcome. I cannot <laughs> help but laugh every time I hear that. We uh, we're cutting a pony tonight. You guys think you are? We're cutting a pony. I have it. Oh, I forgot about this. I have a proposition for you later. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, we also does have it, that. Does well? it involve Heather? No, it does not. Okay. Okay. That's, that's too table. easy. You would cut it off for that's, Heather. That's off the table. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great radio. Uh, Dark Side, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, yep. Lots to get into tonight. World Cross Nations and everything. Uh, the wrap-up show, uh, going strong. Number one wrap-up show in moto. It is the number one wrap-up show in moto. Uh, how did you like the intense taser ride today? Well, we didn't have a lot of time, so I just took him on a short little loop, Kiefer. Okay. Like uh, 106 miles? Yeah, 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 exactly. <sighs> it, it was tough for me. It, it was a lot of fun. I see how that could be a lot of fun as you get in shape. Yep. But it kicked my ass. But okay, I'm fatter than you, so but you ride a lot. You know. I do not. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely you. You were gone. So, size doesn't uh, matter, Steve. No, size does not matter. Size does oh, not matter. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. I had a blast. Yeah, it, you never, did not crash. Yeah, you did not crash. You cleared everything. You did pretty well. Good job. Yeah, cleared right. everything. Yeah, like you know, there, All was the some, rocks. there were some. Oh, okay. Step yeah. ups and so stuff. You're hitting kickers and shit. No, 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 no. 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 Not um, on purpose. Yeah, I don't think there was any dabbing of the feet for for dark side. So you will give him a better grade than JT. Yes. Okay. Yes, I will. No, yeah. take it. Yeah. Good. How about you got the flat with JT's ride? And JT was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> JT was out in two miles. He's like, yeah, that was a good ride. I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, it, it felt like it was a lot farther than you said it was. Um, we, but, we went 38 minutes or something. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, he got in late. Like, oh, yeah. so you did the little by the sand wash. Little. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Little. It loop. felt like all day. And, and, and he was talking about the rocks. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm not used that, to that. I mean, I will give him that. It is, if you're yeah, not yeah, yeah. aware of that, you right. come out here like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, I, I was sort of prepared for it because I've heard you talk about it yeah. many times. Right. But yeah, it's still, especially since I didn't have the Michelin tires, Yeah, 
I had the other brand tires. Oh, you did on that one? That one yeah. doesn't have the emissions? Okay. No, it yeah. was running the other brand, yep. so I wasn't as confident. Schmaxis. Yeah, I Schmaxis. wasn't as confident that I was going to stick. Right, right. Is there going to be gargling tonight? Hey, Maxis. There's going to be a lot of gargling between you two, I feel like. Michelin, bi two. Michelin Bicycle Tires, proud sponsor of the Pulp Red Max Rapper Show. <sighs> All right. Uh, uh, over there working the cameras, uh, holding things down over there. Did not bring in his wife this <sighs> week to uh, to work on it. That's bullshit. Probably because you were here. It's bullshit. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. How are you? She um, she retired. She retired on top. Yeah. She, yeah. Re she figured it was a good run. Right, right, <laughs> wanted right, to, right. Wanted to go out well, like that. Well, so. uh, the other producer, the other uh, phone guy, Tits Legendary, yeah. I asked uh, Marks if he wanted a Starbucks before the show, uh -huh. as we normally do, bring in coffee, and Marks said no. And uh, uh, Tits Legendary said uh, he's trying to slim down because Courtney's probably getting a lot of DMs <laughs> from dudes. So That ain't no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. He's probably already trying to like... <laughs> Savages out there, Marks. Be careful. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Guys you may even know, Marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can they code? That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tech man, bring it to me now. Oh, I can code. Uh, uh, oh, Lordy. Taking your phone calls over in the corner. He's back in. Talon Taylor, what's up, Lone Wolf? How are what's you? What's up? Buddy? I beat the I beat the China virus. We're you back. You did. You're you back in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Recovered from uh, from China virus. It was a rough two weeks, but we're here. Yeah, really, right? Uh, yeah, it was it was real. Like well, it's yeah. You know they I have, felt yeah. I felt bad. Uh, it's not good. Yeah, yeah it's it's no. it, and you know what? It affects everybody a little differently. Some people get it. and They're like, yeah, man, I was stuffed up for a couple of days, and like uh, a friend's friend of mine is in the hospital. Mm -hmm. He's a younger dude. Really? Like you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's nuts how it can affect different people. So, but it was not the uh, it was not the e bike rides that did it. No, that, like, that no, put you over the top. No, I was good for like two or three weeks after the e bikes. And okay. Then, so let me yeah. ask you this, not to get on the subject, but like you felt sick and you went and got tested. Yeah, so I, I went like a week without getting tested, and okay. then uh, Steve actually, because I was going to come in for Monday when Courtney came in, and he's like, actually, just just stay back. Go get it. He well, he's <laughs> like, go get a test, and I, I got the test because I was I was pretty sure I had yeah. it just because I right it lasted for so long. Yeah, and then I got the test, and it was positive. So then we had to figure out the whole show on Monday and copy. So well, thank out. you for getting COVID and getting Courtney in here. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> Were you worried that your job was in jeopardy? No, because I figured she wouldn't want to be here every week. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Every yeah. once in a while, yeah. she'll come. What in. was the reviews, Marks, from her? Dude, about doing please. It? From her herself? Yeah, yeah, from her doing it. Well, listen to the wrap-up no, show. No, she yet. Just listen. Oh, yeah. she, she on there? That's a good yep, point. She came on the next She night. did go uh, on the wrap-up show. See? Uh, I would have listened to that then. But uh, <laughs> a, a too long didn't listen. Like, she enjoyed the, She enjoyed her time. So okay. She had right. fun. Fair enough. Uh, lots to get into tonight. Motocross the Nations, of course. Tyler Medaglia, Lewis Phillips, Connor Fields coming in as well. Uh, we're going to lots to talk about silly season stuff, of course. Also, uh, we're really looking forward to uh, getting into Dark Sides. Um, yes. Stuff with Dark Side, you know? I, I like these shows that are off season because right. there's a lot of stuff that I can talk about. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, and, and Dark Side, so uh, the Motocross Pod Show, Pony Pod. Moto X Pod. Moto, Moto, Moto X Pod. What am I saying? What did I say? Pony Pod. Moto X. I don't even know what you said. I said Motocross. What is yeah, it? Yeah, Motocross Pod, I think is what okay. you said. Well, it's Moto X Pod. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah? Yeah. I, Are you I doing mean, shows in the off-season? Yeah, we'll yeah. do some. We're probably going to do like two a month. Okay. We're going to cut them back a little bit yep. um, as our producer is working out of town and stuff. And we'll get once the season kicks back off, we'll try to go back to full-time. We'll get there when it's time? Yeah, we'll get there when it's time. You got the studio all up and running? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's huh? new house, new studio. It's just like Steve. I'm trying to follow in his footsteps. All if right. he moves, I move. <laughs> I mean, all right. If you dip, I dip, we dip. Uh, let's get some phone calls here. Uh, first up, it's uh, Steve. What's up, Steve? How are you, man? How's it going, guys? What's up? Yeah, I love your show. I have to tell you. It's oh, the thank you. Of my week. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I just had a quick question. I'm a big Zach Osborne fan and uh, haven't really heard too much about what 
the future for him is in the sport. I heard rumors he's retiring, uh, but I didn't know if you guys knew more. Uh, yeah, he uh, he may be coming back now. Uh, he was going to retire. He told a ton of people he was retiring. Uh, he's got a you know he's got a back injury, and, and I think you know I think he had some um, um, some stuff go forward on his back that made him feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think he's racing again. I tried to get him on for tonight. Uh, he didn't want to come on yet. I don't think it's entirely set in stone what he's going to do, but I think he'll be racing again. Uh, that's great news. I love him. He's a he's a he's a good role model for the sport. He's a hell good of a dude. guy. Yeah, he's he's a good yeah. dude, old Zacho. So uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's racing again. Great, awesome. Thank you, guys. No problem, man. Thanks for calling, uh, Gary. You want to talk about motocross the nations? Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. What's up? Yeah, I, I just wanted to give a shout out to Team Italy, uh, and especially Tony Crowley for his uh, first the nations. Yeah, I just thought it was really cool on his retirement year. Really cool. I agree. Uh, um, really awesome. He's a great dude, a great champion. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him and Lupino and uh, uh, Guadagnari, uh, the 250 guy. So, yeah, great great ride. That was cool. Guadagnini? Guadagnini? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. right. Anyways, thank you. Right. That's all I wanted to no, say. No, I so. agree. Uh, Viva Italia. Absolutely. Bravo, bravo. Uh, by the way, tickets are open till 7 p.m., so an hour and 45 minutes from now. Uh, Waverly draw, $25. <laughs> We're going to give away a 2022 uh, YZ125, the guys at Yamaha, I mean, dude. They're just giving shit away. Dude, the marketing crew down there, whether it's this Waverly thing, whether it's the privateer thing, they support us in fantasy. I just picked up my 2022 YZ450, and it is amazing. I mean, the bike is just... Stock suspension is really pretty good? Dude. Oh. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah, fuck off, okay? <laughs> like, we'll get into that. Okay. But, yeah. It really is impressive what Yamaha has done since they've come on board with you over the last few years. I mean, between fantasy and anytime there's a, anything that needs to be a, an auction of any kind, yeah. they just put up yeah. so much. And that, that's a lot. for. I mean, it's probably nothing for them, really, but they don't have to do that. And to give bikes away to people that can – 25 bucks, you might want to buy. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, and they give away generators. We've done generators as well for the privateer thing. Like, yeah, the, the guys, they're, they're great, man. Yeah. So thank you to Yamaha for doing this. And um, what, are we, what are we keeping secret? Mark? I was just asking if we're keeping the total secret until we announce it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, let's go to, to uh phone call on one. It's Hal. Hal, what's up, man? Hey, boys. Good evening. How hey, are you? I've got a question for you, Steve. I'm doing all right, man. Hey, I've got a question for you, Steve, and, Ki- and Chris. Uh, in the world well, of too, uh, new guy, privateer, uh, in-studio host, what is your prediction for uh, Jamie? Is he uh, – is he in the back of the pack? Is he mid-pack, whole shot, over the fence, into the crowd? Well, where is he? I, I think he, you know, he's probably in the main, but like A-Ray, you know, he's not in great shape. He's not on the leader's pace, and then right. he gets eaten up. by he the crash and burns from time to yeah, time. Yeah, crash and burn. But um, he picks himself up. He gets back on. Yeah. He doesn't quit. Doesn't quit. No quit. Yeah. 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 But this is okay. the second right. or third time you've been Workhorse. in. Workhorse. Second time. Second time? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So second time he's been in studio. You it's know, just so- like when you have a second main event. You, you, the nerves are gone a little bit, right? Um, you still make the same mistakes that you do from the first time, but you're getting better. Okay. I, and, and, here, yeah, I, and to his defense, yeah. I'm sure if I go back and listen to my second time I was on the show, I probably wasn't good either. Well, yeah, people, and you know, people. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Well, if you're 15th, that's not a great showing, right? I don't feel like I'm 15th, but okay. People, where, where are you at? Top five podium. Really? Oh, oh just wow. off the podium. Wow, oh, that's oh, that is. Oh wow! Trash. Considering we just had Phil and Troll in here. Dang. You know, Cole Seely. You, you got to be confident, not, not too what? You got to have confidence. 
All right. Okay. Well, we're kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'm po- there. I'm, I'm I'm podium podium all day long, Jamie. I, well, I think you're on the right. podium, man. I, th- I think. I appreciate uh, you, Hal. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, so this this is a this is a question for you, Jamie. This this may be the make That's or break. Right. Who who is your 2022 prediction Supercross champion? Big big boy class 450 class. Give it to me. <clears throat> I'm going with Dylan right now. I think oh, Dylan. I, I think no, Dylan. You're dead to me, Dean Wilson. You're dead to me. 16th. Yeah, no. not podium. Yeah. No, not I think podium. I think it's Dylan's going to surprise everybody. I think um, he's going to go from never winning a Supercross. Yep, to champion. To champion. Right. Yep, I, I'm on the right. Dylan Ferrandis bandwagon right, right now, right. jumping on it. All right. Jumping on it early. His, uh, uh, we you talk- know what you should do? You put him in the, the Racer X preview shows. We, we just I remember mean, we just talked about crash and burning. How far off? I mean, look, Daniel yeah. Blair yeah. stamped Chase Exxon a couple years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, so well, I mean, but, but Blair is the king of making dumb yeah. statements. He Did really you hear is. that? That's the sound of uh, Dark Side hitting false neutral over a step yeah, on, step yeah. off. No. Good, good, good. Uh, thanks, Hal. Thanks, buddy. Hope you're well. See you, boys. See you. Bye. Uh, I want to thank the folks at uh, Verb Moto, uh, friends of ours, and uh, they have a new deal going on. August, uh, August, October 1st to 3rd at Next Level 101 in Gray Court, South Carolina, the 2021 Verb Classic. Visit verbmoto.com for more. Uh, welcome back to the most badass amateur motocross race in the galaxy, the Verb Classic. They are bringing back the original hired guns and will be pulling in some of the most accomplished riders from around the country the weekend of October 1st and 3rd. That's this weekend. Yes, Shit, this yeah. weekend. Coming up in like four days, four days. So, yeah, Next Level 101, Gray Court, South Carolina verbmoto.com to, to learn more. So thanks to those guys for doing it. Also, Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works for over 30 years. Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics out there. Just got some. Yeah. Finally. You did. Boobs you, are coming. Yep. But we did get... Uh, you and Sean working together. Yep. Here, yep. Got a set of Yamaha and KTM graphics. And... Great. I'll post some up after, on the commercial break. I'll okay. post the bikes up. Thank you. Yep. Uh, the expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Of course, they're a proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team and the Rockstar Husky off-road team. DecalMX.com. Use the promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. Uh, DecalMX.com. PulpMX to get uh, save some money on the graphics. And... Uh, Obviously, they're not the official graphic sponsor of the Pony Pod, but they are uh, a big part of the Pulp MX. So thanks to the Decal MX for making it happen, and thank you to um, uh, for them for bringing in Chris Kiefer. Um, all right, so Lewis Phillips is coming up here. Motocross the Nations. I didn't go. The first Motocross mm. the Nations I have missed since 2007. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've been really? to every one since. Well, I didn't go last year because it was canceled. Right. But, uh, yeah, I've been down. to every one since 07. It's impressive. And I had a ticket, and I had hotels. And everything, my, me and JT were going to hang, and I just I couldn't get the enthusiasm to go. I just even for Canada, dude, no. And, and like, and look, crappy weather again. I think that's four or five in a row that we've had shit weather yep. at. Yep. Um, I've been to this track before. Part of the allure of me going is I get to go see new places, right? right. I've been to this track before. I went to the GP there in fourteen or fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I've been to this place before. Flying with a mask on <laughs> sucks balls. Even when you're seated, you got to keep. Yeah, it on. yeah, okay. yeah. It's terrible, it, dude. So brutal there. Um, and like, what did I see? Something like two out of the top twelve MXGP guys were racing. Two out of the twelve guys top in, in points. Yeah. So you know that would be Caroli and, and Hurlings. And I just no Australia, no USA. I, I just couldn't get up to go. I just pulled the plug. Like so, the race I would have left Wednesday. On the Monday, last Monday, I was like, I'm out. And JT, I'll talk to JT about it, but. And you know what? So I got up at four in the morning, bought the bought, I saw that. Yeah, bought the MXGP package, got up at four in the morning, you know, uh the whole deal. Um and um well actually 
So at three in the morning, yeah, one of the helmets <laughs> fell off in oh, the middle of at three in the up. morning. Okay, bang on the floor. Okay, so I immediately thought that someone's in the house. A rapist was in the house. <laughs> Going for you first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so I, I, you know, I got up and was like, whoa, you know what I mean? And then I was up and then I was like, well, I'm, I'm, my alarm's going off here shortly. Right. So then I just got up. So anyways, sat down for the race and like, look, uh, great. Like the caller said, great job for Caroli to win Italy winning on their home soil. That's awesome. It's a good story. Hurlings dominated his two motos. Lupino had a penalty. So that was some drama, but poor gate dude, picks. Dude, it wasn't it, it just, it didn't get me going. Like even. Like, not going, I saved myself all the weather and shitty weather, right? But I just, I couldn't get into it. I'm a big GP guy. You, you know are. That. You I are. I love GPs, love watching them. And Saturday, I sat and watched the qualifying, and I thought it was good. I was like, okay, this could be good. Yep. Wasn't a lot of passing on Saturday. Right. Um, and then they were calling for rain, and I was like, hmm, it's going to be boring, right? Yeah. Woke up Sunday, early like you, uh, watched the first moto, and after the first moto, I waited to the rest of the day, and I watched it. You know, in the evening, you went back to bed, or what? yeah, just went yeah. back to bed. I'm just like, yeah, it's just it wasn't Dude, that tra- great. The track was so muddy that it ended up being one line, right? You know, it just I don't know, like, yeah. and and you have like you said, two out of the twelve guys, so you know who's going to be the cream of the crop, and it, from third back, it's fun to watch, and I liked it, and I do like watching the. Actually, it wouldn't have been two because Ben Watson was in there, maybe but I think maybe, he's back he's a little bit. But I think he's like yeah. tenth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but watching like the MX2 guys, yeah. I like watching them see where they finish overall. That's yeah. exciting for yeah. me. Because in, in some of these pre-season races, they have these super finals where they get the MX2 guys and the MXGP yeah. guys together, and that's fun. Um, so for me, watching Vial ride, I liked that part and seeing how well he did, but then he had troubles. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that was like the only really thing that got me going. Very today. surprising to see... Um, uh, uh, Hoffer? No. Okay. The dude who won the first moto. TKO. TKO. Yeah. He's not having a good year. Right. And He's coming around, though. He's won the first moto. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. So his l- yeah. results lately have been yeah. coming around. Right. Uh, I'm talking to um, Moose Dyke. Really didn't come through for Holland at all. No. Um, let's talk to Lewis about that a little bit. But Dark Side, I just couldn't I couldn't get up for it, man. I mean, this is usually the race of the year. Mm-hmm. It's usually pretty fucking cool. I've been there. Like I said, I've been to these things. I just... I could really care less about this race. Yeah, the most exciting things were the, the gate picks for Moto1, the the ch- kind of a poor choice in Cairoli and Oldenhoff made bad choices. And then, of course, uh, Lupino on the third moto getting a penalty, kind of wondering where that was going to turn out. Those were really the most exciting things about the race. I mean, it looked like a cool track. You know, I, I did. It looked fun to yeah. ride. It, it is. It, it is look fun to ride. Well, yeah, if it yeah. wasn't so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday, I was watching right. it. And I was yeah. like, it looks fun to ride. But racing, there right. wasn't like a lot of right. passing spots. I woke up on Saturday morning with a screenshot from Lewis that said Dylan Wright was leading the times in qualifying, <laughs> and, and I was like, is this, I said, is this Photoshop? But he was right. really Canada's Dylan Wright was yeah. leading, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. For well, a free bit. practice, he was the fastest. Yeah. No, I don't think he ended up finishing the fastest in free. Oh, uh, so free. I think he was fastest in Sunday morning. Yep. Oh, okay. No, Saturday. Saturday in free okay. practice, Before I the think. qualifiers. Yep. Okay. And then he'd end up getting like sixth or something yeah, yeah. timed. Right. But I thought that was impressive. But I was thinking too, and I was going to ask you this, with the riders that we were going to send. And Sexton, now, Barsha, and RJ. And now that we've watched the race and the conditions that it was, where do you think we would have been? Oh, uh, fourth or fifth? We wouldn't have won. How is no. RJ going to make it through those conditions Thank without you. falling yeah. over? That's what I was thinking the whole That's time. That's impossible. Barsha would have rode well. He always does. Yep. Sexton, 
He didn't ride that well at Redbud in the mud. Who? Barsha. Barsha but Barsha yeah. usually is good in the mud. Yeah. Usually, Generally, but yeah. 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 But actually, the Redbud surface was kind of like what this place was. Yeah. Sandy, muddy, that kind of stuff. Right. Like, where it wasn't a mud race because it was sand, but it's got a hard base. This place had a hard base. Redbud's got a hard base. Um, I love me some RJ, but yeah, yeah rough to no, watch them. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The yeah. d- dude's awesome. He gives it his all. But yep. anyways, uh, so yeah, fourth or fifth, you know what I mean? None of those guys are great mutters. Barsha's good, but he's not great. He's not Euro, Euro mutter great. I just... Marks, did you watch it at all? Did you care? I did not. Callum, did you care? <laughs> I I was going to watch it, but I didn't want to pay the package. So <laughs> I was no, going to watch it, but I continue to live my life. My life. Yeah, I, I wanted said, to it. watch it, but I didn't want to buy the package. Marks, and is, then, Marks yeah. is even pretending that he wanted to watch it. He's just straight <laughs> up. Not, yeah. not that early, no. So, no, he didn't care. <laughs> nope. No shot. I just, uh, you know, JT was there. We'll get him. Look at it. it, we'll it, it him. Even if we would have went, I still would have lost... It lost its luster for me when all these other guys weren't yeah, showing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Even it, if we did. Right, right. You know, because yeah. it's not deep. It feels not deep. Yeah. It, it deep wasn't. Black. It, it wasn't, man. Um, it was still, I mean, it was cool, I guess, to see it. But, yeah, and it was good for Caroli. He's a great dude. I'm happy that he won because 10 years from now, no one's going to give a shit about who was there who wasn't there. It's going to say no. Italy won right. the Motocross of Nations, right? So, uh, I mean, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I couldn't. Can, can you imagine if though Italy doesn't win? And I mean, poor Cairoli, you know, the, with the penalty, if that had happened, and yeah. he just because really at the end, that was all I was wanting to see was Cairoli right. get one. What What was your opinion on the penalty? <sighs> Honestly, here's my thought, and and I'm sure JT's going to have a total. <laughs> he was there, but from what I saw, this may or may not be my race tech rant later. Okay, by the way, he went off right, and you yeah. know how they built the berm, yeah, the berm up. Where was the guy going to go? He was supposed to go back in over the berm, over the top of the berm. No, and, no. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he rode back down, which he was – looks like he was planning on doing the right thing. And then he freaked out and went right and yeah. said, ah, fuck it. I'm going to go this way yeah. and just get in seventh. That seems all right, right? Right. right. But considering where he finished and the penalty that happened, it was smart. Because honestly, I don't know if he would have did the right thing and would have got back and last. Yep. I don't think he would have moved no. up as much as he was. Yeah, no. Um, so, he, well, yeah, and he crashed, and I don't think he knew where he was at some point. I don't think. Yeah, he was a little loopy. I think he was pretty loopy. Yeah. Loopy and I guess I was reading some tweets while it was going on. I guess the infield was going apeshit trying to figure out, hey, yeah. how many positions is he docked? Yeah. Is it a time thing? Right, we, right. No one knew. Yep, yep. Well, so, I don't know if it was JT or uh, Paul Malin, right? Yeah. Malin, yeah. Malin, yeah. I don't. They, they said pretty quickly it might be ten positions. Is that a pretty standard thing in the GPS? Well, can I ask Lewis? Yeah. Well, okay, Lewis, fair. I think Lewis tweeted that he's like there was no standardized. Oh, okay, because they said it penalty. pretty quick, right? And then yeah. it ended up being ten. So I didn't know if they just heard it from the pits or that was like they just kind of know that's um, that's an option. But dude, that guy. How about Hurling? That guy lost his shit the last moto. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Lupino. Yeah. Just lost his shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going ape shit. Yeah, for sure. And he usually. Watching him in the past this year is not really like that. He's yeah. a little crazy, but not like yeah. that, you know? Um, Hurling's crushed it and then looked a little mad afterwards. I don't really know. I'm going to ask. I, I will say this. I went back and watched the, the last moto, uh-huh. the, th- the third moto again. The things that he does, and they're subtle, okay? You, they, they flash back to fourth, fifth. They see Caroli. You see, um, what's the Great Britain guy again? I'm sorry. Watson. Watson. He had a good crash, by the way. Oh, that yeah, was, that, was, a good that was a good one. That was a good one. Yep. But yeah, the lucky. things that Hurlings hops and yeah. and jumps, it's a little bit of Tomac-ish where he oh, has a lot the Tomac-ish. bulldog and, and legs, finesse. And legs. He's got his legs that he stands up. And Dude. Just, yeah. And it, it, this is a new thing that I've been watching. And some of these guys over here, I've been picking up on it. 
and I think they got it from the GPs because that's where I first saw it, is when there's a straightaway and the braking bumps start to form before the corner, these guys lift up and almost almost like up. going in a set of whoops, right. like how you get yeah, light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the bike light over these braking bumps, and Hurlings does that insane. Like, you don't even notice it yeah. unless you really you pay know, attention. You know, you're right, and Tomac does it a lot, and you know what? It's really fucking tiring. <laughs> you got to be in gnarly shape right. to, to, to do ride like that. You're absolutely right. You listen to his engine when he goes in those mud ruts and like those right. Remember that like Lupina eight, Lupino eight shit. And there's that right hander and yeah, it got yeah, really yeah. quagmire at the end. Yep. He gets that RPM high and freaking gets in there and he's out. Right. It's insane. Uh, YouTube comment: Dark side is if Joe Dirt and Mathis had a baby. Saw that. Yeah. How do how do you watch yourself? As I'm you, not watching. I'm watching the comments. I, I can't do that. Yeah, why you, you want me to turn it off? No, but why, why are you letting that affect you? What, what if it affects? Oh, it's not affecting me. You know, I can turn it off. It just I just feel like it, I'm looking at I'm looking at me, looking at you. I'm like, we're well, right here though. Okay, all right. Let me let me <laughs> just get rid of that for you, Kiefer. Darkside <laughs> likes to interact with the fans. Yeah, I, I oh, use, there you go. I like looking at the baby. He's a, he's a man of the people. That's my granddaughter. Yeah, yeah I, I like to re, I like to interact with YouTube. Firepower uh, guys are on board with Let's us. Split uh, it. Great, great guys at Firepower. Are you are you Firepower guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. wearing a firepower change. Right. Firepower yep. batteries and chains are committed to offering superior products with a 50 years experience in industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. Firepowerparts.com. You know what uh, had a Firepower chain on it? The 500. The Honda did. CR500. I didn't and get we're going to talk it. about that. It didn't have a Firepower gas tank, though. Talk about that, too. <laughs> Firepowerparts.com. They got batteries used by Chiz and A-Ray and Rod Bell and Justin Brayton used the batteries last year. And a uh, great company, Firepowerparts.com. Go to your local dealer. Ask for Firepower, and they will dial you in. And, um, Kiefer? What's up? Part number? Uh, 490-2531 is your YZ250F and 450 part number for a firepower battery. Nice. <laughs> Never owned a bike that needed a battery. It's phenomenal. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's try Lewis Phillips, shall we? Uh, talk about motocross donations. Uh, Lewis is brought to you by the folks at Vortex Racing. 29% uh, stronger than the comp competition. Those bars are. And uh, sprockets used by Dylan Ferrandis. A star guy, so that's pretty Supercross good. Supercross champion, Dylan Ferrandez. Yep, Supercross, yep. Supercross future Stamp champion. Stamp and uh, Chad Reed, James Stewart won championships using Vortex Racing. So please check out Vortex Racing and uh, and for your sprockets and bar handlebar needs. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing all the way from jolly old England. MX Vice's Lewis Phillips. What's up, Lewis? How are you, man? You all right? How's it going? We're good, man. Everything all right? Yeah, loving life. It's half one, and just, like, yeah, so much happening over here at the moment. Really scratchy right now. What are you talking on right now? What are you doing? It's AM radio. Are you, yeah. I'm on my microphone. Are you? I'm on Mexican radio. Yeah, maybe radio. it'd be better if I hold the phone to my ear. Yeah, try that. that. Yeah, try that. Let's, all right. Two let's see. All right. Oh, that was way better. Just in. Mm. Oh, hey. Oh, there the we go. Toilet. Yep. Toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Thanks, buddy. Hello? Yeah. Can you hear us? Hello? Yeah, better? Yeah, way better. Thank you. Oh, who knew <laughs> okay, Lewis, we got to get into this MXDN. Chris Kiefer, Dark Side in studio here. Uh, thanks for coming on so, uh, so uh, late, your time. Um, no stress, no stress. The Lupino penalty, uh, 10 spots. You were talking about it on Twitter, and the, the team managers were talking to you about it in the, in, the managers, in, the, in the pit lane tower. Is that a standard penalty? Is that precedent for 10 spots? Ta take us through sort of the reasoning behind that. Uh, I don't think there's precedent for it at all, mainly because most people don't blatantly cut the track like that. So um, right. I think it's fairly new to everyone. But the rule book says it is the amount, 10 places plus one or something. No, not 10 places, sorry. The amount of, 
the amount of positions you have gained yeah. plus an extra position. Okay. So yeah. based on that, basically the FIM are saying that Lupino gained 10 positions with that, which is like no chance. Like absolutely no chance. Like at minimum, he would have gained 25 but realistically, probably 30. Like, <laughs> so, okay. Like 25 is on the nice side. So I, I, I'm thinking that you think that this is a pretty light penalty for, for the crime. Oh, it's a disqualification in my book. Like, easy. Like, I don't even really think there's much to say about it other than it's a disqualification. But okay, but okay, Lewis. So he goes off the track, and, and I get what you're saying, and I'm, not, I don't, and I'm not siding with either side here. How does he get back on with those signs there and the everything? Like, Where's he supposed yeah. to go? What would he have done? What is the alternative for Lupino to not suffer, you know, as much of a penalty? Right. Well, I saw a photo actually earlier, which kind of because I thought the signs were a problem as well. Mm-hmm. Turns out, I think from this photo I saw, which was kind of like above. Yep. It looks like there's enough room for him to stop, like pivot. Yep, pivot and get back on before the like whole shot fox banners. Are okay. There. All right. Kiefer saying then, no. Keep for saying no. Well, I feel I, like I need to somehow get this photo as evidence. Is it the one you retweeted? Not, not that Lewis yeah. is wrong. Okay, right. Hang on. But here's what I, I'm trying to point out: like his momentum is carrying him that way, right? So, at what point does the FIM designate where he would stop, pivot, and then turn back around? Well, you make a reasonable effort to get on, right? Well. This is, this is what, this kind of broke me when I heard he said this. So obviously he could have got on, like he could have gone alongside the pit lane straight and rejoined entering turn two. Like that would have been logical, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He said he couldn't do that because in the middle of the track, there was a lake. Like, let's be honest, it wasn't a lake. It was a puddle. Like bikes can go through puddles. Like yeah. as soon as I yeah. heard he said lake, I was like, okay, that's what, like, <laughs> this is now ridiculous. Like there, there was not a lake in the middle of the track, like. Please, for, like, if you're going to make excuses, let's keep them realistic so, at least. I'm looking at your photo right now. You're saying he could have gone behind the Fox banners? No, well, or... I don't know. I reckon he could have come to a stop, like, oh, yeah, yeah. stuck his foot down, right, right, pivoted right, around, right. and then, like, rejoined basically where right. he went off. So, um, what's been, okay, so what's the reaction, like, after the race? You know, obviously, Team, Ital- Team Italy is ecstatic, and, and everybody's st- soaked for Antonio and all of that stuff. Uh, were other teams slash riders thinking it was BS? Lewis? Uh, yeah, I heard that the Netherlands were um, appealing hard. Like, right. That's, uh, I heard that halfway through the race that there were a team manager came up to me and said the Netherlands are already running over to the, F- to the FIM office to appeal. So that was already going on halfway through the right, race. Right. I don't know what they were appealing because there was no penalty at that point. But right, right. I guess um, early bird catches a worm. And I, don't think but, the, um, I don't think the Italians at in front are taking away the Italian win in Italy. Yeah. I, that's just me, though. JT well, was pretty funny I, on the broadcast. I, he thought there's going to be a big. <laughs> Paul's like, hey, man, it's a good thing uh, Italy's winning because then you can actually go home because everybody will be at the track. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? They're going to say yeah. party. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. I heard, um, I heard that someone asked Great Britain if they wanted to appeal and they turned it down because right. I guess what did, what did they have to gain if the Dutch were going to do yeah. all the work? Then? It, like, let, leave him to it. It was pretty egregious, for sure. You know, I mean, he comes in the first turn, and he goes off the berm, and, yeah, like, dude, you just zip across into turn two. Like, yeah, you can't really do that, right? No, but cut, cut I like how he made, like, a little effort to let the top he did. four go. Yeah, he did. And then, like, okay, yeah, seventh seems reasonable. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we've had that happen in the U.S., too, and, and I remember thinking, I don't remember the situation. I was trying to think about it today. Jason Anderson did it down the whoops that one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In, the, in the middle. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. It's like, yeah. I feel, have we ever had, like, I feel like positions. this is like, this is cutting off a section of the track. Like, yeah. okay, he cut off the second and, corner completely, but also a straight and a half as well. Like, And ultimately, is, yeah, I know you're right. And ultimately, that was his mistake by going, he do not he wasn't forced off by a crash. Like, say you come around a turn and there's a huge crash there, and the only spot for you to go is over a berm because right. you know you don't want to run over somebody or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, that dude had nothing to do with that. Like, you get it a little bit. You can side with the rider because he's avoiding a collision. Um, in this case, it's like, dude, you screwed up. You went in too hot to the first turn. Yep. It, uh, and yeah. like, maybe, um, yeah, like maybe you couldn't have stopped there and come back on where you went off. Right. Like maybe that, maybe he says, oh yeah, that takes too long and he's panicking and all of that. Right. But at least kind of pin it down alongside pit lane straight and just dart in, enter in turn two, and then probably there's no penalty. Right. That's fairly normal. Like, right. But this was just, um, I think, to be honest, based on how he rode afterwards, I think his head was gone yeah. before the gates even dropped. <laughs> Um, so Hurlings looked pretty pissed uh, after the race. That's just my thinking. I don't know for sure. Was he? And if he was, um, uh, Lewis, was it because of the uh, penalty or anything like that? I don't think he was pissed. He seemed, I think Coldenoff was the most pissed, but I think he was pissed because he felt like it was on him that the Netherlands lost. Right, okay. Um, which it kind of was. I don't think, I think Hurlings was pretty happy. Okay, all right, like, all right. You see, that's <laughs> where, uh, you know, you're the Hurlings whisperer, Lewis. So 1-1 one, one has been his, like, goal for a while like uh Assen, when obviously the netherlands won like happy days he wasn't happy with that because he didn't go 1-1 so right. in his eyes that day was a failure right like, right right I uh, like obviously the team results important but i think 1-1 kind of ticks his boxes no absolutely uh absolutely you're right about that um overall lewis like we were just talking before the show or when the show started before we got you on first destinations i've missed since 07 and i didn't I wasn't into it, Lewis. I got to admit, I got up at four in the morning here to watch, and I just wasn't into it. What was it like being there for you, a guy that's been to a bunch of these and lives and breathes the sport over there? What was it like, the, the overall event? Um, like, Friday morning when I first got to the track, it was a vibe of, like, what the hell are we all doing here? Like, from teams, riders, everyone. Um, Friday night, when they did, like, that ballot thing that you love so much for qualifying game. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's awesome. Like, yep, yep. That got me going a little bit. I was like, okay, like, this is a Nations. I remember this. Like, this feels familiar. <laughs> like, happy days. And then once practice started, I was like, ah, okay, this isn't very good. When, like, the MXGP class went out and there were four good guys, I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is like, this is not going to be, like, the most exciting race in the world. But I think part of that is Mantua is not a motocross of nations track like whatever way you spin it if team usa were there australia were there all of that i still don't think Mantua is a motocross of nations track so like i think that has something to do with it and, and the weather for the fourth or fifth year in a row like what the hell yeah that's right? a given at this point but like you have rain at redbud and that's still amazing like i feel right. like Mantua is just too small too compact too tight for a race like this where you've got guys who have started in 21st gate pick like coming through the pack and all of that sort of stuff right right yeah it's uh was there a cap on spectators too i couldn't quite get a, an answer on that uh no one seemed to know i heard it was unlimited then i heard it was five thousand. then i asked someone in front who said they didn't know then on the morning of a race like on the on sunday morning like probably an hour before the moto started um, MXGP put out a thing saying tickets are still available. So even if it was capped, they definitely weren't at their right, like limit right, right. because think, they were trying to lobby to get people through the gate an hour before the motors. 
And they're probably pitching, you know, hey, we do have a limit just so it keeps everything on yeah, the down low. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're limiting nudge, nudge, <laughs> yeah, wink, yeah. wink, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I yeah, there were like, um, there were like very, very little fans there. Like, yeah, it looked really like. You didn't notice the sound of fans or like no, much going on in that no. aspect. So did I make a mistake in not going? Lewis. No, uh, it was complete. Like, if I had flown across the ocean like you would have to go to that race, I would have felt like I'd wasted my time a little. Okay, what well, makes so, you feel a little better? I, there. Right. Yeah, like, not. Yeah, like there wasn't like okay with the weather, the track, and I think the racing wasn't even that amazing. Like, no. take the Lupino penalty out of it, and right. it's all quite mm. dull. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, JT is going to come on later, and he was talking on the broadcast and texting us about this gate choice about the uh, the Italians giving their MX2 guy the inside gate, but that's what you got to do with this race, Lewis. That's what you have to do. Yeah, I, I think I was more shocked that some teams gave the 450 guy the inside gate. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, especially on a star like this, I feel like getting a whole shot from 21st gate pick, but, like, right in the middle, isn't that out, like, unrealistic, especially right. if you've got 250s on the inside. Right, right. Um, yeah, like, it's not crazy. Great Britain yeah. gave Watson the inside gate pick uh, in the first moto and he went to the 14th gate from the inside like which right. basically is where he would have gone had yeah. he had the um, outside gate pick. Yeah, seven more spots so, or whatever, right. Yeah. 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 Um which so that like that puzzled me more than sticking a 250 on the inside. Uh Van der Moostijk, uh really didn't ride well. Uh as Kiefer said he's coming along and riding better lately. I know he was injured, I think a wrist or an ankle or something. Um, yeah, scaffolding. Okay, yeah. So you you look at that right, Van Donick, you mean? What? You talking about Van Donick? No, Van Moostijk. Oh, okay. Um, are you talking about Van Donick? No, no, sorry. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay. Uh, that wolf kid, the wolf kid, whatever, uh, Werner the Wolf or whatever. K the Wolf? Yeah, K the Wolf. Or, or Kai the Wolf, yeah. Even yeah, whatever. whatever. Uh, <laughs> he he would have been a better choice looking back on it. Uh, there's a, is there controversy about that at all? No, well, I think the, I think the Husky guys feel like they should have, like, Kai the Wolf should have been there. Um, yep. But all of, like, this is how, like, Rowan was pretty, like, bummed out after the race. Like, I feel like he felt like he kind of let the team down a little bit. Yep. But I used this example to him and another MX2 rider because I was just, you know, picking people up after the race, as I do. Um, like, to 2011, team, when Team USA won, Baggett went 17-17 and Team USA still won. So most, like, going 2018, like, it's on a similar level. Like, I feel like that's... Okay, that's not great. And yeah, done yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's it's, within the realm of, like, reasonable results sure. for the MX2 guy. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Koldenhoff's uh, first moto, you know, him and him and uh, Caroli go down. and Yeah, that blew it. Right. If Koldenhoff... Koldenhoff's... Yeah. Did they show that on TV, actually? Koldenhoff pushed... No, no Caroli, uh, Caroli pushed Koldenhoff. Yeah. 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 Was there any blowback from that? Did you hear? Well, we got... I don't know how much they showed the crash on TV, but we got it um, with our cameras. And... It was like Karoti was just pooling around the outside, like having the time of his life, completely safe. And then he just got torpedoed by Koldenoff. Like, mm. it was Koldenoff. Like, I, f I think coming into the race, I think the whole 1-1-1-1 one, 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 one thing was playing on Koldenoff's mind. And he was like, too fired up. And I right. think that's why that crash happened, because he basically also panicked. And he even said it, actually, after the race. He said that he was, uh, what word did he use? He said he was over-motivated going into the first corner. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, no, I would say that, yeah. It's a special term, but... Uh, <laughs> has, he, has he explained what's been going on with him this year? Because he hasn't been that great. Um, well, I'm not allowed to talk to him, so that's uh, kind of rules me out. Coldenhoff and Lewis but, are not... What? Not, oh, really? Not, not bros, yeah. No wow. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you and J.A., huh? But, yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you what, Lewis, me. Lewis, I'll, I'll call Glenn, you call Anderson, and then I'll give you the notes and you give me the Anderson stuff. Well, that seems like the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I might have a few more guys I need you to call as well. No, Glenn's been weird. Like, I have a suspicion that he's got something going on because he's been fading lately as well. Right. Like, uh, Latvia, before the summer break, he faded bad. We had three weeks off, came back, and he faded again. Hmm. Which, to me, like, that's not a flu. That's not, like, a general right. sickness. That's something going on. Um, it's not Blue Crew. He was it's not Blue Crew. He, well, he was struggling with the bike in the off-season. No, no, nobody struggles there. on that bike. It's tough to come well, from a KTM knew. on that bike, I bet. No, I, it's not. I bet you it's it is. Step up. He, um, he was struggling with engine, just like he was playing around with the engine and, like, the power curve and all of that a lot in the off-season. Um, Too much. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird, but then he kind of got over that because he like Oss, he was really good. Majora, he was on the podium. Like he kind of got over that early in the season, and then it's just gone the other way, like quickly. Like I don't, so I don't really. All I can think of is that he's been fading, and that's not normal. So there's got to be something to that. But also, he's been wrong place, wrong time a lot. Like he has been caught up in crashes that he shouldn't have been in, and like just. He has had a bit of a black cloud over him, but still, there have been like zero flashes or mm-hmm. basically what Yamaha thought they were going to get. Hey, Lewis, I want to ask you. Uh, this is off the record of the race a little bit, but I want to know a little bit more about your your late night visitor in the hotel room. Ah, oh, um, well, I'm lucky to be alive. Okay, today. I don't so understand, Lewis. Lewis, so you're telling me, Lewis, when you go to hotel room, your first move isn't to put the security bar on? Well. The- Someone else said that to me. Funnily yeah. enough, I went to lock the door and there was no lock. And I thought to myself, that's odd. Never had a hotel room without a lock. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, two so, hours later, I had a, I had a visitor. Did you need a, a key card to get in? Yeah. You so did, but they didn't. I, I've had it before. I've had it before where a hotel has checked me in to like, and I've gone and opened the yeah. door and there's been like a family in there. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's happened to me so, too. Yep. I presume that someone checked in at 2 a.m. and they gave the person my room or he was trying to rob me, one or the other. <laughs> so so a couple of mechanics in the U.S., one guy got robbed. I think Brian Barry got robbed or Dean Baker got robbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them and then the other time, the other guy, one of them got robbed and the other guy had somebody standing over him at like 3 in the morning not so seeing the person. Heather and I had that too yeah. when I was in Germany, same okay. thing. And I saw his tweet and I laughed. I showed Heather and she's right. like, yeah, same shit happened to us. Right. Yeah. So did you, what happened, Lewis? So you're just sleeping and then just... Yeah. What? Like, this this guy was just, like, basically, yeah, like, basically stood over me, just, mm-hmm. and I kind of saw this outline of a person and sort of thought I was, like, dreaming or whatever. Yeah. So just, like, turned over and was like, ah, fuck it. And then sort of got my... That's not what I like. Bearings. I like him bigger than you. <laughs> I, I got, like, my bearings, turned around and was like, oh, that's actually a person that, like, this is not a good situation. And, and what, did you so say, just, um, you yelled or what? Yeah, I just turned the light off and told him to fuck off. Was it a dude, or <laughs> how do you know it was a guy? Uh, I turned the light on, and I caught a glimpse as he was scurrying out the room. Okay. Oh, okay. Damn. If it was a chick, it would have been, been a much better story otherwise. But, yeah, uh, that's yeah. scary, though. I mean, just to wake up in the middle of the night and yeah. have somebody actually in your room would be pretty terrifying. Yeah, Dean Where's Baker or, or Brian Berry, all their shit was gone. Guy came in and stole everything. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's ballsy. Yeah, that was the first thing I did, like, in the middle of the night was check my passport, my laptop, like, all of that stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, no. Well, back to the race now. The dark side. Any other things you want to talk to him about, or just I mean, fish and well, chips or anything? Or okay. maybe I want right. I want to know about this rider he signed for twenty two. But like, I mean, we go back uh, to the race. What about TKL winning that first moto? 
sh- surprised or or shocked or he hasn't been having a great season. No, like he's been um he's been uh, I guess flat would be like the best way to put it. Like he's not had highs and he's not had lows. He's just been like a steady eleventh place rider, which mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a rookie in MXGP. You kind of want those highs and lows, don't you? Like, yeah, at least those highs, you can be like, okay, that's like we can work with that, right? Whereas there hasn't really been any of that. Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird one, isn't it? The nations with results because, like, yeah, it's a surprise that he won, but Tom Vial was right behind him on a two fifty. Yeah, so you're like, yep. And Tom Vial probably was faster, and so was Ben Watson. So like, I don't know. I kind of lean a bit towards the one line track and yeah. conditions and all of that, right? But. Um, oh, if you're TKO, that's that's awesome. That's awesome for him and awesome for Denmark and everything. Right? And maybe too, I don't know, maybe to piggyback what Lewis said, maybe less pressure from these guys at this race. Yeah, it's for their country, yeah. but I think that creates less pressure per rider, right? Because they don't have to worry about results so much on their own terms, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they're basing it off a team. So maybe he just rode looser and he felt better and he just didn't think about it, you know. Um, yeah, like he didn't, yeah. um, he didn't like crack under the pressure. Like he was under good pressure for a good while from Vial and uh, Watson. Like yeah. they were closing and they were on him. So that was that was. I feel like that proved something and maybe gave um, Vial almost gave Husky like a bit of yeah. faith. Vial almost pulled off an RV or or uh, Tortelli or Lampson. You know, guys winning the overalls on smaller bikes, right? Yeah. Did we find out what that yeah, mechanical was? Yeah, I really was? thought he was going to. Oh yeah, what, go ahead. Darcy. What was Vial's mechanical? Did you ever find that out? In no. Two. No. no, his chain was slapping uh, when he was riding off. So uh, something with something with the front sprocket or chain roller, I don't know. Um, uh, Lewis Phillips on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Please uh, email Kyle at vortexracing.com. Same sprockets as uh, Dylan Ferrandis, your 2022 Supercross champion. Supercross yes, champion, according yes, to according to uh, Darkside. Yep. Uh, Lewis, on a scale of one to uh, fifteen for Tim Ferry, how how hopeful are you to come up and race or not race? Show up to the uh, Supercross races next year. Yeah, I doubt I'll be racing. That's probably not on the cards. But um, the borders are opening, so I'll be there. Nice, nice. Good to... I mean, nobody likes... i tomorrow. Nobody likes uh, American Supercross more than Lewis Phillips. Yeah. December the 4th, roughly, I'll be flying out, so... Something um, about English accents just make me happy. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, when he talks, yeah. I'm, like, happy. Hard and, be... and he could probably be bummed out. I wouldn't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm here for, just, you know, picking up people, just making Uh, a brighten in everyone's day. A comment in the chat room was, Janky Mike tried to beat off over Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one Janky's <laughs> yes. creepy story um, that makes me feel less less comfortable with what happened yeah yeah uh, hey what about MFR what about that Lewis uh, uh, this is going to sound real stupid what's that I did not know what the fuck MFR was well I didn't time. either but it said R-U-S next to it or right. something like I got that part and I knew Bobrashev was okay. Russian yeah so what I didn't realize is that the penalties from the Olympics <clears throat> right Somehow carry Leaked over in. to motorcross conditions. You're like, what? Like, huh? Oh. Yeah, like, they carry over so much as well that I was talking to some one of the Russian team guys, and they're not allowed like Russian flags on the graphics or anything. Like, wow. they had a sh- they had a stripe on their number plate, and the FIM pulled them and said that looks too much like a Russian flag. Really? Wow. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what the like. I don't know what happens if someone goes out there with a Russian flag. Like, do the FIM get pulled? <laughs> yeah. or do, like, I, I don't know what the rule is or what the outcome is. You get docked is. 10, oh, positions. Just, right. 10 positions. 10 um, positions. It's uh, taken seriously. Look, Russian Bob is a great dude, but he, you know, he's past his prime for sure. Uh, I've never heard of the other two guys, uh, but fourth overall for Russian. Good job. 
I feel I was a bit nervous because for a time it looked like they would get on the podium and I felt <laughs> like Russia getting on the podium would perfectly encapsulate that this was not a right, normal right. slash Okay, I'll just leave it a normal motocross of nations. But the results were unbelievable. If Canada would have podium, would you have thought the same thing? That, that would have been cool because that would have been like international flair and I heard, felt a bit more special. I heard everyone was going over the pits over there. Lewis, I heard everyone in the program well, was looking. I had, I had a direct view of the pits all weekend, and um, I think I saw a total of two people show past, no which way. was actually half the attendance. So. No one cares. Dude, I, there was a post on social media about how Piccolo was attracting all the attention, and the fans were running over to see who this Piccolo was. Oh, God. And he's a good dude. Right. He went like 28, 24. Right. I don't think the fans were rummaging through their programs. Is this Canada it, it telling you this? It would have been unbelievable if they said didn't lie. Like, yeah. yeah, it was not Galdi. No, it was not Galdi saying this. Look, uh, and I, I took some flack from my friend, my buddy Courtney Lloyd on Twitter, but I don't give a shit. Canada getting 14th is a letdown. And it I really agree. is. It really is. I, They're a top 10 country when everybody's there. Yeah. You know? right. and to get, I, I love Courtney, but yeah, 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 you're right about that. To get 14th, and we'll have T-Dags on here. It we started love promising. Yeah, yeah. It started promising. Yeah. We have T-Dags coming up, and he'll, he'll tell, it, tell it like it is. Um. What else, Lewis, caught your eye? Uh, surprises or anything else? Russia, we talked about four. Uh, Your uh, country third overall. Uh, Simpson uh, tore some ligaments in his thumb, so that's a good job for that. Uh, France completely fell apart after Moto 1. Uh, but what else, Lewis, caught your eye? Um, I thought it was quite a big step for Ben Watson to win the MXGP overall. Yeah. I mean, shocker, I know. But um, I think he's in a position at the moment where he needs to kind of show results, and I feel like winning the MXGP class of the nations, no matter who's there, is kind of like quite a big statement in your rookie year. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, definitely. Like, that's the only win for Yamaha or on the 450 side in Europe this year. So, like, that is quite a big deal, I think. Uh, um, especially uh, and especially in his situation for next year. So that was quite... Um, I thought that was quite a big deal. You don't think he's going back there, huh? Or you don't know? It's it's not done. Like, Yamaha have, have an option on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, de it's not decided, but I think it's trending in one direction, which is not a good one. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think he's um, been which fine. Is, which like, he hasn't been great. Yeah, like, he's had, high, like, what we said about TKO. Yeah. Like, Ben's had highs. He's right. been top five. He's run top three. He's run top two, even. He's just won the MXGP class at the Nations. Like, I don't really know what more you could want from right. a 450 rookie. But I feel... I feel like this has kind of come about. Sewer and Koldenoff aren't doing what they're paid to do or expected to do. So I feel like that's kind of causing everyone to look around and be like, well, what's this guy doing? Whereas, right. like, if Sewer and Koldenoff were doing what they're, they would normally do if everything was ticking, mm. Watson would kind of be left to learn and everything mm. he did would be with, like, golf clap. But right. who's, the, who's on the upside above Watson that they would get? I think, um, I think there's a good chance they put Renault on a 450 next year. Really? That's, yeah, it doesn't make no sense to me either. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. If he wins the M if Renault actually wins the MX2 title, you'd think Yamaha would want him in MX2 with a number one play. Right. Like, they don't yeah. win many titles, like, over here anyway. Uh, um, what so you'd think that would be quite a powerful thing for them. What about, what about Guillaume getting second? Like, I'm like, Valentin Guillaume, everybody, second right. place. Swiss. Like, he, yeah. he's not been a top guy for a long time. Good job, though. Yeah, like, he struggled for points in MXGP yes. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got second in the moto. So I was like, holy but, shit. But, like, what do you... Like, I see results like that from the nations, and I'm kind of like, 
I brush them off like almost immediately because I'm like, okay, like that's just a weirdo nation's result. Like, I kind of struggle to put weight into results like that because they're so far left field from what's normal. Right. But I'm like, okay, this must be a nation's wet weather one line yeah. track, good start situation, mm-hmm. just like unfolding. Right. Yes. Yeah. Similar to Colton but, Hoff at Redbud and just unexpected. I, yeah. Man, as a racer, I just don't believe in that kind of shit, though. Like, okay, he gets second in a moto. I look at the gaps between riders, right? And if he wasn't that good, there would be some guys up his ass. There wasn't. Yeah, um, that was um, uh, who was that in Moto One? That was uh, oh Boutron. Was Boutron up there in one moto? And he just went back quickly. Yeah, yeah I mean, there was up there at some point. There yeah. was pa- places to pass. I mean, not a lot, right? At least from my point of view, there wasn't a lot, but it happened. Um, you, it took some time to set up, but I guess I just I think. If you get a good start in those conditions and you can ride decent, which he can, I think, and there's less pressure, then you will see these guys do good. And it's like, uh, you know, like he he is not getting that many points right. in regular GPs. Um, you got guys like Strybos, he's 49 years old and he's beating them, <laughs> you know? So yeah, uh, I don't know. I just think if you get a good start, you have less pressure, you do well, you're still a sure. good rider. I think maybe that is kind of what we said about TKO. This might help. Right. For the rest of the GP season. Right. I'm not saying, you know, yeah. Giyad's going to get yeah, top yeah, 10, yeah, yeah. but at yeah. least he might right, do better. Right, right. Yeah. I'll tell, um, I'll tell you who was impressive, just behind Guillaume, was uh, Rene Hoffer, the Austrian KTM yep. kid. Yeah. He yeah. Stepped, like, he, the last month, he has stepped up, like, almost an unbelievable amount. He's gone from, like, fifth to tenth place guy to leading laps, podium contender on all surfaces, and now, like, he in the second moment, he's stuck with hurlings for, like, Three laps. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, I think that was probably the most shocking thing for the nations. Like, he has made gains, but I hear that that's come because he's had a little bit of a friendly push from KTM <laughs> that maybe right. he needs to get a bit closer to the front. Did you see Strybos's post about he didn't get ass and then he got ass and he said, I don't want to I'm, go? I'm Team Strybos, by the oh, way. Oh, you are? Yeah, because yeah, you were on the high too, so I, I spent some time with him here. Right. I let him borrow one of my bikes when he was here in training. Right. We got to right. know each other. Great guy. Yeah, he's a good We stayed dude. in contact. Right. And to me, like he's honestly, and I like him, I thought he's doing better than I thought he would this year in GPs, honestly. Okay. I think he's doing All really right. good, and I was shocked that he didn't get asked either. Um, he, um, he got... He got asked. Oh, he did. Then got screwed over, like last minute, just got randomly dropped without even being told that he'd been dropped. Oh, wow. Then got asked again and said no based on what happened the first time. Oh, good. He, um, you know, he like, the right thing, respect, all of that sort of stuff. He said, no, if you didn't want me the first time, then, then right. fuck like, off. Right. Screw you. Um, Lewis Phillips on the uh, show brought to you by MX Vi- or brought, uh, from MX Vice, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, please check those guys out at vortexracing.com. Uh, Motocross the Nations talk. So, um, Lewis, in your mind, uh, for the for the rest of the season, what, how many rounds are left? What do we got? Five? Uh, eight, I think. Eight. eight Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is Hurley's got this now? Like, everybody's missed a race now, it seems like. Everyone's set. Is it now Jeffrey's title to lose? Yeah, like, it is good in a way because whoever wins it now, like, yeah. it's all straight up again now. Everyone's right. had their problem apart yep. from Fedra. Like, so even if Tim wins it, Jeffrey wins it, like, no one can say, oh, but this happened. Um, but, yeah, you like, I think you'd be a bit of a fool to bet against Jeffrey at this point, especially right. considering, like, okay, Tim's going to be quite good this weekend, but I don't know if he'll be 
win level or back to at least 100%. I'd imagine he'll be like 90, 95. But even like, I, I thought about this earlier and um, I had one thought that kind of made my mind up for me. When Hurlings was racing with a fractured shoulder blade and Geyser was healthy, mm-hmm. Hurlings gained points on him. So if Hurlings is now healthy and Geyser's the one injured, I can't see how that goes right. better right. than when it favoured Geyser, you know? Right. Um, and Hurlings is ticking quite uh, nicely at the moment, like two wins in Turkey, Sardinia, mm-hmm. one, one of the nations, like he's on a bit of a roll. Right. But good tracks for Geyser coming up. Yeah, and, not, yeah no, not really sandy tracks, right, for, for Jeffrey. So, yeah, um, like proper European tracks coming up. So Right. I think that also favours um, Fevra a little bit too, don't you think? I... I was high on Fevre, like through the first half of the season. I think he's been so fast this year and like very, like really, really good. But he's the only one who hasn't had an issue. So now I'm kind of looking at the points and I'm like, well, like you're okay, like you've been really good, like really, really good. But you're kind of only in this position because you're the only one who hasn't, like his worst moto result is a 12th. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe then, like if you look into that, I'm kind of like, well, maybe you're not going to be in this at the end. But if he, cool, if he won the title, I think that would be great because Kawasaki need it, and it's something different. Like MXGP right. is kind of at the same team, same guys for ages. Mm-hmm. So now that, to change it up a bit. Now that team's going to Ice One, right? They're going to run the Kawi effort. Yeah, yeah. Ice One's taken over the Kawasaki program, and then um, the current KRT team, um, MXESCA, their actually like name is, um, they're going away. Okay. For, for next year, anyway. Right. I think they might be back in the future, but next year they're taking a year out. So is there a Husqvarna MXGP team then, or no? What's happening to yeah, that? Yeah, it's all, it's all basically going to be simplified. Because like, when, you, when you look at it, it is quite weird um, how Europe works. Like You've got a Husqvarna MXGP team and a Husqvarna MX2 team with different, like, different trucks, different people, right. different gear sponsors. Right. Different, right. Like, it is weird to have a factory team that's segregated mm-hmm. so it's basically going to just go to the u.s format and it's all going to run under one like truck okay so um, which makes like everyone's kind of freaking out about it like oh they're cutting back but actually it makes perfect sense like i'm kind of surprised this hasn't happened sooner right right and decarly is the same next year is it changing gas gas is the word gas gas yeah yeah that is the word that's the that that's the, the rumor um, now, do you think Caroli does some American Nationals next year? That's sort of the word. The rumors out yeah. there. Yeah, well, he think- said he said he would do. He said that his goal is to continue testing with KTM with mm-hmm. a new bike and stuff. Yeah, like, he's really keen on that. He said he wants to do one-off GPs that he enjoys. Yep. He wants to do a couple of AMA Nationals, and he want. And he said that if he's still one of Italy's three best riders at this point next year. He'll do the nations. I like his odds for that. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think he might be one of Italy's best free riders in for a while. Time, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so he did. Oh, so he did mention AMA races, AMA nationals. Yeah. He but, said okay. he said it's on his list. Right. But like, yeah, it sounds great. But I feel like everyone does that for the most part over here. Like everyone retires and then they're like, yeah, I'll do this race. I'll do this race. I'll do this race. And then they ultimately do right nothing. I, I think. So like, yeah, I think like RV coming back and doing the Monster Cup. Like, I think he was like, oh, this is really hard yeah. to just yeah. jump in, you know, when I'm not on my game. It, yep. And so yeah, none of this, I like, yeah. I like think of it as like, I think once Tony actually stops with the season and settles into retirement a little bit, I think at that point it's like, well, what, actually, what's the point? Like, what is there to gain from right. actually trying to get race ready? Because he's not going to want to show up to whatever race 
and half arse it. And, and also having that crash last week, you know, the week before, that might have scared some shit into him too, you know? Yeah. I yeah. I can't believe he's even racing now, to be honest. I like I thought that was it. I thought he was going to... If, if he was okay, which obviously he is, yeah. I thought he was going to call the season there because, like, gee, like, that was... I that definitely... Was scared, like... I definitely didn't bad. think he was racing his nations. Right. Part of my thinking of canceling was like, well, Antonio's not going to be there. You know what I mean? Like to win it on his home turf. Yeah. Like I was like, he's not going to be there. It, it, I mean, he was stretchered off. I mean, he stretched off with a with a neck brace. <laughs> right. Six yeah, days he was tied before. to the board, so tight. <laughs> right. And actually, actually, like we can we can we can laugh about this now. Um, I was watching him get stretched off, and the medics dropped him. Oh fuck! <laughs> Are you serious? Like, I didn't wow. want to say anything at the time because obviously it was all quite serious and quite. But right. I watched the medic drop him. <laughs> so Jeez. was it Which, both sides or one side? No, like the head, the guy who had his head side. Oh. He went to step over a mound of sand, like sunk through it. Fuck. And then just like boop, like dropped him. Jeez. It sucks too, man, because that guy. I mean, what can you say about him? We've said everything about him, but watching him this year. He is so freaking strong at the end of motos. It yeah. is insane. Yeah. Like, he will be sixth, and then with four laps to go, boom, he's in the podium spot. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, he's there. You're like, yeah. where in the hell did he make up all this time? Dude, I remember watching Dude. him at Teuschenthal in, like, 2015, 2014, whenever I went to Teuschenthal. He was, like, fifth or sixth, way back, and Adam Wheeler was like, just wait, just wait, the right. last 10 minutes. And I'm like, really? Because he's pretty far back. Sure enough, dude. Dude. Just came it's on. It's insane. It's a so. beast. Did um, you remember the first moto in turkey i think yes. the second turn yes that like i think that was one of if not the best rides of his career like that was that was insane insane that last lap was great yeah and i even um i even said to him at his retirement party thing i said to him like after that moto did you kind of reconsider and he said he did oh really <laughs> like he said, that moto, yeah that moto was so good that he came in and he was like eh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe i keep this thing going what, what, did you run into Wigan over there in Rome, uh, trying to save some yeah, money? I, yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually sat next to him at dinner, so there was long talks about uh, America, MXGP, just about everything, like right. the most ultimate bench racing session you can get. Yeah, I bet. Right? Maybe Weege was the it, visitor, it made, it made the, the two AM visitor. Made the party worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point, Dark. Yeah, Weege trying to slip in at two AM. Oh. Can we line up, me and Steve, can we line up some bikes to test, some MXGP bikes to test back in Europe? Yeah, I, I've been offered quite a few this year, so I could do that for you quite easily. Fuck, that's a dream of mine. Really? Oh, my God. You you won't do a East Coast shootout? No, but, but I will go, go to Europe, Europe to ride some MXGP bikes. I don't think you will. I'll tell you what. No, I will. Text me tomorrow, okay. and I'll get to work if you, if you want it. I do want it. I'll get to work All right. Yeah. I'm writing it down. What are you writing? Yeah, I'll get, I'll Text get, Lewis tomorrow. I don't <laughs> feel like my ability is on it. It's like up to that level. So. Awesome. Uh, Kiefer's ability isn't that high either. We'll get a real test ride <laughs> out there. Wow. Slightly higher than mine. Well, anyway. have, you seen the, have you seen the 2020 Honda <laughs> 450 settings? Oh, oh. Look mean, at Geyser. He's doing awesome. <laughs> oh, God, dude. You probably, uh, you probably get Aiden, thank you. You probably get Aiden cheaper. This hour of the show brought to you by the folks at Skosh, celebrating over 40 years in business. Visit Skosh.com to get a 20% discount on the lineup of phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps and mounts, power jumpers, and more. Uh, discount code PULP2021 at Skosh, S-C-O-S-C-H-E, Skosh.com. Uh, we got the little uh, base mount charger here. Kiefer, you've got one that you run all the time as yep. well, thanks to the guys at Skosh. Cables and mounts and all sorts of things. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice here uh, joining our show. So, uh, Lewis, are you going to be at the rest of the GPs, or do you, what's the plan here for you? Yeah, uh, all of the rest of the yep. GPs, and then two weeks off, and then to California. So. Oh, nice. 
happens. Yeah, that is wow. the plan. Yeah, but um, I'm going to be in California all of December, all of January, half of February, and then straight back into GPs. Well, I'll have to get you in yeah. studio then. Are you right? going to ride at all? I've always, every time I go, I want to ride, but then things get busy. But I think I've never gone like this early. Like I've never had the month of December. So, well, seeing as I've got if the it's month December, December and, it's, and it's raining in the desert, I know rain back where you live means it's screwed, but it just means yes, heaven well. for us. Okay. So get yourself up to the des. We got you a bike. You can go ride with us. You have a good time. I'll, I'll probably take you up on that one. And come up and be the co-host one show too. Yeah, no, I'll definitely do that one. I mean, dark side, dark side's in. You can, you can no come shit. in. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you much backstory on Lewis? Do you know like relationship status? Is he married? Is he not? What is? What's no, Lewis, are you married? Not chick? What? No, no, uh, no, 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 not much going on. Okay. Lewis doesn't yeah, know. Who, Lewis doesn't know. He's never heard of the Beatles or Queen. Well, or how old is Lewis? Or the Goonies? The Goonies. Well, twenty-five. Shit. Hang up on him. He doesn't know the Goonies. He, he's twenty-five years old. And okay. he only knows Moto. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So he's like the hurlings of media. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, um, Lewis, Lewis, what movie featured a Wookiee? Okay, a Wookiee? Yeah. Can I have a definition of Wookiee? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> I'm gonna need, can, I, can you use Wookiee in a sentence? He, you're fucking kidding he me. He looks almost like a, an ape. And yeah. It's an ape? one of the most popular movies of all time. Uh, well, if know. he looks like an ape, my nickname using, is. I, I'm, I've my, never seen this film, but if it looks like an ape, Planet of the Apes. No, a great, great guess. No, yeah. Yeah. at least he knew uh, that movie. Lucas, uh, uh, Lewis, what? Lucas, Lu Lucas, <laughs> hey, hey, Lucas. Uh, no, Lewis, what? <laughs> what? That was a clue. Can what? I, that was a clue. What movie features a bat cave? Mm. <laughs> oh, um, I've never seen it, but um. Um, Batman. Oh, there we what? go. We got, we got one. What movies have you seen? What? We're talking about girls, and you guys get on movies. Like, is, is Lewis interested in American women, European He's women? He's not interested in anything but motocross. <laughs> That's what we're getting at. Nothing. I'll take American women if they go. Okay. Thank you. And Chipotle. He loves Chipotle <laughs> So and burritos motocross. and American women. Motocross and Chipotle. That's got all it. Lewis cares yep. about. That's it. Man, we it's need not to get, a bad gig. I need to get him to East Texas. Then. I love he my meat. We could yeah. take him to a real Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Oh, I want to get to know you a little bit better when you come out here, man. Yeah. He's, I, lo I love him on the show. I mean, I, when he was in studio last time, I just – I really like the guy. He's super smart. I, it's funny that he knows nothing about – Nothing. Uh, anything outside of moto. It, I mean – That means we can mold him. Like, he's moldable. I'm guessing yeah. Planet of the Apes was wrong then. Yeah, yeah, it's wrong. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh, okay. Star Wars. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that. You've heard Star Wars, though, right? You've heard of Star Wars? Oh. Yeah, I've heard of Star Wars. I've <laughs> right. never, like, if you, if you said to me right now, let's watch Star Wars, I'd be like, no, thank you. you did you hear what he, what he just did when you said Star Wars? Yeah. Did you hear it? No. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was really like, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's like Weege. Right. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. All right, Lewis. Hey, thanks for calling in. Thanks for staying up. It's like 1.30 in the morning where you are or something. So uh, really appreciate the MXDN uh, update and all of that. And uh, JT will be on later. So we'll, we'll cross-reference your uh, answers with JT's and see if you guys are on the same page or not. Well, that sounds good. Cheers for having me. All right. We were good. Thanks. Thanks, Lewis. All right. See you, man. See ya. Uh, that's Lucas Phillips. Uh, thanks, thanks, Lewis, for coming in. Uh, this hour brought to you by Scosche, of course. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, Kiefer, if you're looking for a job, the, uh, upload your resume for free on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, the first and only job board built, specific, built specifically for the motocross industry. What's the job of the week? Job of the week? Graphic designer at Fast House.
Oh, Fast House looking for a graphic designer full-time Santa Clarita job. Uh, it's a nice place. You're living in Santa Clarita. Not so bad. Uh, Fast House is an energetic, fast-growing apparel and action sports gear brand based in Santa Clarita. We pride ourselves in the deep roots within the motocross and bike industry and attribute the success to our, grain, our against-the-grain mentality. Looking for a designer, graphic designer, uh, you are not eligible, Darkside, because that front fender that you had going on, if they saw anything like that, they would not allow you to, to design anything. So... That's fucked up. Motorcycle jobs. Doc. I liked it. I still have it. It's still in my shop. It's front fender. Bike's gone, but I have. But a if you're if you're in it, and other people say it's not good, yeah. Do you listen at all, dude? We've had this talk. But if I know, you want to get back into it, no, I don't. Like it, just, it was a lot of graphics. I I don't disagree. Okay. I told you the reason I did it. Okay. Because I support. So you learned people that help me. I want to put them on the bike. Got it. Because it means a lot. Um, it was a lot of graphics. Okay. I I don't disagree. All right, so Lewis, Lewis, Lewis is coming on from the angle of uh, <laughs> of Lupino that penalty was like was, not harsh enough. Was bullshit. Yeah, yeah right. was 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 you know so interesting, right? He was so he is team know. hurlings though. So he is team hurlings. Yeah, so, yeah, he I is see. absolutely. Uh, Tyler Medaglia coming up uh, right away. Team Canada's own uh, Dark Side brought yeah. to you by the folks at Off Road Warehouse. Uh, March Banks, Phil, Mumford, Mumford, Shock. Shock. Mumphy is going to Bar, Bar X. Bar X. Shock going to Phoenix. Honda. There is a new team I just found out yesterday. So AEO is having a Supercross team, West Coast, and an outdoor. So they're going to have um, Austin Black, Kelly, Derek Kelly. Mm-hmm. And That's my guy right there, DK. One, oh, what's his name? 75. Masterpool. Masterpool. Okay. Those three guys. All right. Uh, well, Offwood Warehouse, ORW, on board with uh, the Club MX team, getting nothing out of Phil all year long. But Marchbanks put in some good rides. Mumford and Shock, of course. ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. They have shops in Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Atlanta, uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Phoenix, something, something like that. Uh, stop in and check out the latest in truck, Jeep, and uh, Overland UTV and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Off-road warehouse staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Offroadwarehouse.com, code PulpMX, ORW. There's one five minutes from here. Uh, thank you to the guys at ORW for coming on board and bringing you pony. The, the pony, the side, Mr. Side. First name I Dark. Saw, I saw the ORW Last name side. shop, warehouse, yeah. when I pulled off the interstate. And, yeah, this place was pretty cool. Right. Uh, yeah, so I wish I, it made me wish I had a truck. What do you drive? What do you drive? I've got an F-150, but it's not. You said you off, wish you had well, a truck. It's, it's not like off-road-ish. You know, it, doesn't, no. it doesn't need steps. It sits low. It's kind of plain. Steve Stop. wishes he had a truck, too. Don't worry. Hey, I rode in the Ridgeline today. No hate comps. <laughs> Mid-sized truck of the year. I liked it. Oh, sorry. I don't make enough money to buy a Raptor like that guy. Yeah, that's... Like, think how much money you got to make to buy Raptors. It's not that much money anymore if you think right about him. it. Right right there. It's 65, 70 grand, right? Vehicles are insane. 80 grand? Okay. God. Silence means more. Okay. <laughs> Copy. Oof. Uh, keep talking because I got to get my daggly on. Yeah, that's, uh, that's nuts. I will say this. To keep up with the Ridgeline talk, yeah. I did get rid of my Ridgeline. You said that today. I was Complete surprised. But uh, used car sales are up. The yeah. dealer gave me a deal. A Buy it down. Holy shit. That was loud. I forgot to adjust the volume. Wow. Thank my you. bad. My and bad, everybody. That's how mad you are <laughs> about <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God. Sorry, everybody. So used car sales are going crazy. So the dealer bought it back. So, yeah, I had some. Uh, I've never leased a vehicle. I leased that Ridgeline because I didn't I've know if I was going to like it. I've never heard of getting cash back from a lease. Good job. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, got yeah, some Yeah, you couldn't really turn that deal down, but you don't have a pickup now, right? You traded in for like an SUV? Right. It was funny because I was supposed to no. bring Steve's 500 yeah. back. Yeah. No. And I was like, oh, shit. I, yeah. yeah. I got to drive my van. All this talk about my house. You right. know, this guy's got a fucking Raptor. Yeah. This dude has five vehicles. 
Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen him in the driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah this and, dude has five vehicles. His house is pretty balling, too. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my his God. His scenery out back of the yeah, pool yeah. and the hot oh, tub. Yeah. And I have scenery is balling. That's overlooking. it. <laughs> well, no, you think houses are, are cheap that have that kind of scenery? No, they're not. Well, it is Hesperia. You, I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I haven't been to that house, so I don't know, but it looks nice. <sighs> no, it's – it's yeah. and five vehicles. It's an upgrade, yeah. And, and – What's wrong with you? He's he's having a little. Uh, okay, let's get to our next guest here. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Uh, every two-stroke KTM Husqvarna and Gas Gas, and this man rides a Gas Gas, comes stock with a Vertex engine, uh, Vertex piston in the engine from the factory. Sales at PivotalWorks.com to get a, a, a deal on a full range of two- and four-stroke pistons in replica high-compression and GP-style configurations. VertexPistons.com. Go to your local dealer and ask for them. Or you can go to vertexpistons.com, or you can email sales at pivotworks.com. Tell them you listen to Pulp and get a piston for your machine, whether it's two-stroke, whether it's four-stroke. Uh, they got to be good because uh, they're an OEM supplier, <laughs> KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, and more. Uh, let's welcome in our next guest. This man rode for Team Canada at this, mo- this year's Motocross Nations, I think for the ninth time. He's a two-time co-host as well. Tyler Merdaglia. What's up, T-Dags? How are you, man? Yeah. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Uh, do you want to talk bar bands with Keith? Yeah, for, for let's 30, go, Dad. Minutes or what? Like, what are we at? What's the perfect well, sweep? Yeah. What's the perfect sweep? Well, the perfect sweep isn't uh, available yet. It's 45 would probably be the perfect sweep. And Keeper mentioned that uh, Pro Taper may be coming out with a new bar band that has a sweep that's under 50. So mm-hmm. I'm curious as to see what goes on with that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of let. He's just in the corner going, never seen someone so passionate about bar bands than Tyler Medaglia. Would you be interested in a sweep under 50? Well, yes, I would. (laughs) Uh, T-Dags, was this your ninth time riding for Canada? That was my eighth time. Eighth time riding for Canada. Is there a Hall of Fame in Canada? He should be in it. Is there, though? Uh, I don't think so. So there's not like an AMA hall? Like no. AMA, there's nothing like no, that? No, I don't think so. Oh, wow, really? There's a, yeah, there's a there's a Canadian Motorcyclist Hall of Fame, I think. Oh, Maybe. okay. I'm not aware of this. I did, are you is, in it? Is Rollerball in it? I know, there's, I, I know that Heidi's in the Maritime Motorsports Hall of Fame. There's a, there's a Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame for sure. Okay. Uh, can you get in there? I, I could. I don't know. But I, I remember when I was in an inter- intermediate um, I got to, um, it, like, give an award for, like, somebody that was getting inducted. Okay. Kind of thing. Yep. For Yamaha. Yeah, it was uh, oh. in 2003. So, nice. Yeah. And it was a bunch of, a bunch of old, old uh, retired people going in. So listen, I don't, <laughs> you, yeah. you, rode, you rode eight times for Motocross the Nations and two times for the ISDE? Wow. Like, dude. I mean, yeah. come on. Right. If anybody can do this. There's no one like that up no. there. No. No. It's T-Dags and nobody else. Right. Right. Not even JSR? <laughs> Not- I would say he is even, he's way better than, he's like a better Chiz in Canada, right? Like, he's always there. Um, like easy, with, easy on the Chiz compare. I mean, Chiz is. But he, Chiz hasn't accomplished what T- Dags has. I don't know. How do you, well, the- how do you compare? Yeah, how do you compare? I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, Chiz is still racing. So is Dags. That's right. what I'm trying to compare. Right. Like, they're still doing it, right? The fact that Dags rode so good at Paula uh, on his Enduro model is, is, <laughs> is great. I love it. Right. It's great to see. Um, T-Dags, uh, not the designations you wanted to have or the country, for that matter. Uh, I understand you hurt your shoulder uh, in the first moto or something or at some point your shoulder. Talk, talk, Take us through the race for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean – it was kind of one of those things like uh, I got home from six days uh, in Italy and like mm-hmm. I was kind of 
I was wore out from that from that event really, and then my I took my kid riding like the day after I got home, and my brother and a bunch of buddies were going to be there, and it was just like this small track, so uh-huh. I was like, ah, you know what, I'll bring my bike. Heidi said not to, <laughs> and I should have listened to her, and. So, of course, I go out and land, and my front end hits a rock on the landing of this jump. It takes my front end out. I stick my arm out and, like, just slam into the ground. And I had cut my elbow at six days and had a huge scab on it. So I hit my head really hard um, to the point where it was, like, it wobbled me. And I was concerned about my head, and my elbow was bleeding all over the place. And I didn't really notice that my shoulder was was as bad as it was. Mm -hmm. And then... I got. Uh, I went to a hair scrambles race on the on a 302 stroke the weekend before destination, and I've my shoulder started bugging me like halfway through the race, and I didn't really understand why. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then we got to Italy, and I, I then I had my first my 450 and did a couple days before I left, and it felt okay. Yep. And then I don't know if it was just the travel and being on the plane in an awkward position or like sleeping with my arm up. We went to a practice track that was like, like um, this like wild cement track that was in the in this valley, okay. and my shoulder wasn't feeling like the best during that. And yeah, I just. But then when we got to the event, it was all good. I mean, it was it was bugging me, but there was nothing that I can. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like really hindering my riding at all, but. In the first uh, in the first moto of the event, I had a decent start, like in the MX Open with MX2. Yep. And a guy went down in the third turn, and I I was committed to the the corner on the outside and could barely see, and I hit the guy's bike wide open, oh, and shit. just yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. And then from then on, it was it was basically survival. And my best my best moto. I mean, results-wise, was my last, the, the second moto, and I, and I, from like last three on, I had no uh, front brake oh, lever. So hmm. it was just, it was just a nightmare. Like honestly, I was pretty disappointed. I really thought we had a good chance to do um, awesome. I mean, the boys rode well. D- Dylan obviously was was uh, killing it on Saturday, and mm-hmm. and Piccolo was his first time, but he was he was solid as a rock. Piccolo um, made a lot of passes in his first moto, man. He was thirty second or something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think like between all of us and in every single race, besides like one or two, we got into the first corner or second corner issues. Like Yep. It was just like a crab shoot, no matter what. Like I had a good start and got into it and I had a like medium start and got into it. And it's just yeah, it was it was it was really unavoidable. The track right. was it was pouring rain, like literally pouring rain. Um, we were, it was a mad scramble for goggles. So everyone was rummaging through my, my gear bag as I had tear off gaskets and, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were going through all that kind of stuff and uh-huh. roll offs were flying out. There had to been probably, and cause we were all stressed that you, you weren't like, there was like a rule where you can't go, um, more than two laps with no goggles on or you'll get penalized. I don't feel like that's a rule. And then I watched, well, no, that's what no. we were told. And then I was watching this kid from Germany that raced the entire moto with no goggles. And then I'm like wondering why all the main guys would pull their goggles off and then pull straight into the goggle lane. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was a, 
preference thing or if that guy got penalized or not, but there was a lot of people riding more than two laps of that dog also. Hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too. I, and I th- that is a rule in the GPs now, right? It wasn't a rule. I think it's they just wanted you to do it, oh, but I don't okay. think it's a rule. Like I, I, I remember talking that they were going to make it a rule, yeah. but then apparently they said if they made it a rule – uh, then if um, oh, I forget what the, what the reasoning was why they didn't make it a hard and fast rule I can't remember well there was a lane for it no there's a there's, lane still yeah. yeah there's still a lane okay. they m- want to make it easy for you to there is a lane yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. Caroli pulled in the first moto but then yeah there was guys going with no, without goggles I saw a few of them with no goggles for yeah. multiple laps and I was kind of surprised but it never got brought up so right, I, right. I wasn't sure if it was still a rule or ever uh, was a rule I guess uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Tyler Medaglia on the uh, Pulp Mech Show uh, 36 minutes left in the raffle for the 2022 YZ125 <clears throat> uh, racers for Waverly uh, go to pulpamex.com and uh, like I said we're going to close that at 7 o'clock so go ahead and do that so yeah T-Dags I mean you've you know you've had some great rides at this event you've had some crappy rides at this event uh, in all your times it's 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 kind of one of those one of those years that you just ride off I guess right like you can't be too upset about it is it's racing and you know this better than anybody yeah exactly i i can't write it off but at the end of the day too you're still like you know you, you have a feeling of how you rode whether whether yeah. it's in mud whether it's uh, you know in, mm-hmm. in perfect conditions and you know it's like one of the things where you kind of want redemption a little bit and it's i know it doesn't really make a difference but i was really honestly i was like because because how six days went we we beat the canadian record and mm-hmm. You know, I set a bunch of, of personal records and Canadian records and like individually. And then I was like, man, I was like, we can do this for donations this year too. There's a, you know, a couple heater teams that aren't, aren't there. Plus, you know, with that track being almost identical to Sandalee, it was good for me and Dylan and like yeah. obviously Jacob, but um, yeah, it just, yeah, it just, you know, it didn't happen, but it's one of those things where it's, it seems like it's every year it just doesn't happen. So it's kind of like, man, we got to get, yeah. Know, shit together but everybody's sending it at, at this event like i've said before it's it's just nuts it's so <laughs> nutty on the on the first couple laps like it's insane yep. yeah dylan dylan's uh first moto was strong his qualifying was strong like you said uh so there certainly was hope for canada jacob i think rode really well in his first moto picked off a bunch of guys but on that track like Kiefer was talking about how one lined it was in some spots and and muddy and rainy and wet like what if you're in 25th like what are you gonna do? You know what yeah, I mean? There's like, really nothing. There's really nothing you can do. Like it was, yep. unless you're hurlings and you're going, sure. You know, like, you know, six seconds a lot faster right. than everybody on the track. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, like, yeah, it's it's really like it was pretty start dependent. Yep. And then, you know, you you would see bikes smoking on the side of the track or people just weeding it like this. Right. There was some some jump faces. There there was like multiple ruts. And the ruts were like there was like a sloppy on top, and they would backfill it, and then, you know, people would come at it in the first lap, hit a new rut, blow their feet off the pegs, and then crash. <laughs> and then there was like Glen Helen type notch holes yeah. in, the, in inside ruts. Like yeah. I would get there was one this one double that was freaking everybody out. Well, for sure it was freaking me out. I would land, <laughs> get in the rut. And I would wheelie over the holes at the base of the rut and slam into the top of the the jump face to double it. Like it was just yeah. way sketchy. <laughs> right. Jeez. But, um, yeah. Because yeah, there was like there was like I don't know if it was after the finish or it was after some tabletop. There was like a an on and then an off thing. Like it looked really easy on Saturday, and then you watch Sunday, and there was ruts all up the faces. Is that where was, Watson went down? It was be, like after that. that was, okay. It was right before the finish line. It was like there was an option line. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, it was just sloppy 
the, the track was had like six inches of slop and then like these cement ruts with, with yeah. holes in them. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was dangerous really. But I mean, whatever, it's just, yeah. <clears throat> you just had to figure it out. There was good lines, but not very many. Did it, uh, did it feel, we had Lewis Phillips on right before you from MX Vice and he made a mention like it just didn't feel like a motocross nations. And again, you've ridden eight of these things. Did it lack some of the usual pizzazz for you, T Dags? Um, not really. No, okay. I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was there wasn't as many fans, but um, the fans that were there were were pretty loose. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think we were all in such a good. Uh, it was in such a good atmosphere. The team support that we had from from that gas gas team that we stayed with was right. was really good. Um, we weren't missing any parts like the bikes pass sound like yep. it wasn't one of those years where you're just like mad scrambling <laughs> yeah, but right. um yeah you've been on hey good. i mean t-dags you've been on some crappy team canada's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. like bring your yeah. bars boys like, and i got you a used rmz <laughs> yeah and then you're you you get there and you drive in england for the first time in europe you're a kid and you're driving on the wrong side of the road <laughs> steering with shifting with your left hand and <laughs> driving on yeah i was just like there's been some loose loose, loose programs, programs, uh, right. but, um also but this uh, one, oh my this guy, one was good my guy oscar uh i go way back with oscar uh he helped arrange <laughs> the, the truck and everything else german guy really good dude i know was he there was oscar there or yeah yeah, yeah. oscar was there yeah oscar was there the whole time he's good guy good yeah guy. he's a, he's a really good guy yeah. yeah yeah i like oscar he's yeah, it was cool because he knew, like, I think he helped JT and stuff maybe. A yeah, bit yeah. I stayed, I stayed in, we stayed at his apartment in 02 uh, before the German race. And my mom was like, oh, take some pictures when you're there uh, in Germany or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, and I just forgot or whatever. And the house we yeah. stayed at had, like, a real nice picture of, like, a polar bear in the grass. <laughs> and I just took it. And gave it to my mom. I was like, look at this picture I took of a polar bear. It's like, I'm in Germany in, nice. in, in, in December. Why do you think there's a polar bear in grass, mom? But she didn't know any better, so I took uh, it. Oh that was God. great. So anyways, um, go it ahead. an albino black bear. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Darkside. T-Dags, man, with the way you, you've yes, kind sir. of gone from uh, discipline to discipline this year, whether ISD, GNCC. He's, re- he's reading the question. No, I'm not. Oh, Motocross. Okay. Oh, okay. Different, different – um, He's looking at himself on the computer. Is he? <laughs> no. Stop looking at yourself. On the it's computer. not even on. Okay, all right. Different disciplines. <laughs> Do you feel like this season? Like, are you pretty content with where you're at in life? Like, just maybe a lot less pressure, just having fun, almost like a Ryan Sipes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, it's um, there's there's avenues that I wanted to go. It was a little bit busier than than I first anticipated, and I didn't really take any breaks. Um, and then during the breaks that I did take, I was with my kid riding. So I felt like bringing my bike along was, was right. you know, something that I should do. And I was just, yeah, running myself into bit, into a bit of a hole, but I think, um, yeah, all in all, it's, it's been really good. I think just with the multiple disciplines, it keeps my focus and I'm not burnt out at all. Cause I, I'm always looking forward to the next, next thing and, and, you know, hopping on a different bike and figuring out right quick and then mm-hmm. going and competing and, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, on top, but the one thing is, is it's harder for me, especially like just the way my personality is, it's harder for me to line up sponsorship and, and ask for things. So it's, you know, like with Cobbacliffe Mountain Sports, like my, my title sponsor, um, he, he's pretty good with that sort of thing. So we've kind of got the ball rolling and our foot in the door of some sponsors that we kind of got some good exposure this year. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, so that that part has been cool, and I think um, just figuring it out and getting our names out there and in different series and stuff has has helped too. I uh, I didn't know if you were gonna you gonna do the same thing next year. Then you plan on doing the same kind of mixed schedule. Yeah, I have a well. I was supposed to have a meeting I think today with the guy from uh, the the head boss there at Gascast, but uh, he had a, a mountain bike in- incident and broke his leg I think oh, or geez. ankle. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I mean. Like, I really want to do the same thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it depends on how much they want me to race in Canada. I think that's uh, one of the things that uh, they were saying, that they want me to do some of the more of the staple events in Canada. Um, I, I skipped some for for the States and right. um, some of the things that I wanted to do. But, uh, yeah, but I think next year, though, I, I kind of want to try some other things, like maybe Romaniacs. Um, oh, wow. Ride on the hard, hard enduro stuff. Um, I've been riding a lot of that at home, practicing and getting uh, used to it on the 302 strokes. So that would be hopefully I can get sneak that into the schedule or something. Yeah, that was good. you kind of answered my next question was with is there like a bucket list event you want to do that maybe or even a, a different discipline like you know like I said Sipes is doing flat track. Is there anything that you haven't done that you want to do? Yeah, exactly. I think the the hard enduro thing is is more uh, up my alley than uh, than like the flat track stuff because it's yeah. not really as popular up here. Right. It's more like localized to like a couple smaller groups I think up here. But um, I think the trend with these two strokes and um, you know running in the, the the side hills and rocks and and this type of stuff is is becoming more popular, especially out here. A lot of, a lot of my friends all all ride these like uh, TPI bikes and we're all in the woods you know, overheating bikes and yeah. falling down cliffs and breaking <laughs> hard sure. all the time stuff. So. Yeah. Um, but that's, that actually has been, had captured my attention more lately and it's been a lot, a lot of fun riding. Yeah. You should come down to the, what's the big one in Tennessee? Um, Tennessee knockout. Yep. That's the one. Um, knockout. Yeah. T-Dags, are you still doing like the mud bogs and stuff? Are you, weren't you promoting <sighs> those bogs. for a little bit? Like truck mud bogs? I don't know. Tyler has a yeah, lot of stuff going on. Is that still happening? <laughs> Mitch, uh, Mitch was more into that okay, than, right. than I was. Okay. I just, and, uh, we didn't do it just because of the COVID thing and, and how like next level crazy those events are. <laughs> I think we, it, it was like more of a, you know, probably not get thrown in jail for hosting this kind of event at this time of year. <laughs> Good point. It, or this in, in, a, in the middle of a pandemic. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that's, that was kind of on the hold, but right now we, we've been working on this new property that Mitch has and, um, you know, we have a big track with monster jumps and we built like kind of like a free ride motocross track that has jumps that are meant for 450. Right. And then, um, we have like woods and like big mountain bike jumps and just kind of like worked on that park instead of, instead of doing the, the mud bogs, I think it was just, yeah, that's kind of what we've been up to here. Okay. Uh, I got a question for you about, so, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, I was going to text you this, but I'll well do it on the air. Um, you know, again, you can not answer this. You're not vaccinated, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you want to get into this? No, no, no. I just, so, <laughs> you're not vaccinated, right? Absolutely not. Okay. Hell so, no. okay. All right. So the rules, the team us, and I read the rules for getting into Italy and what the team USA was saying about getting into Italy was if you're not vaxxed, you have to quarantine for five days and which you no. did not do. Correct? Nope. Nope. I, so, yeah, and I didn't have to either. How did you get into the country? I got a negative antigens rapid test. Okay. That cost $40. Yeah. That took 
15 minutes to get the results. I showed the people at the yep. the gate my my negative results. Yeah. I showed them I filled out the form to, that like that tracks you in yep. whatever country you go to. Right. And I walked onto the plane. <laughs> and then and getting into Italy like whatever, here's my negative test, here's what I got. Yep. They asked me okay. if I had the vaccine. I, I said nope. Right. I'm just, I'm just, and, I read yeah. the rules myself, and one of the reasons Team USA wasn't going, and, and T-Dags, I'm sorry to put you on the spot if you text me and call me an asshole if you want, but um, uh, USA was like, <laughs> hey, no, man, they changed the rules, they changed the rules, uh, if you're not vaccinated, you got to quarantine for five days, none of our guys want to get vaccinated, and none of them want to quarantine for five days, so we can't go, and it made perfect sense, and it was, I did read the, mm-hmm. the ruling from the, the EU and Italy, the Italian government. And then I hear yeah. T-Dags is just going in there, just walking in. And I'm so confused. I just don't get it. Hmm. So. Well, no, they, they, uh, like I read the regulations on, on like for the airline. Yeah. So on like right on aircanada.com, it yeah. says what country you're going to, what country you're coming from, what you need, maybe because coming uh, from the States. The States, that, you know that what, that might have been different. different. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, good point. You're right. But at the same time, I think it's just like the biggest crock of shit you can ever imagine. Like they, you have a negative test and then they want you to go inside and become more negative. Is that a thing? Like, how can you get more, more negative? What do you mean? If you don't have COVID, you don't have COVID. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're saying I'm coming in anyway. Negative. Whole, no, but the whole quarantine thing. Yeah. yeah you're coming oh, in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Going yeah. Into your right. House negative. Right. Right. And then well, they want you to. Because symptoms don't show up get, sometimes. You, you, you can have it in your in your system and not show up for four to five days, right? That's More why than they, that, I think. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're saying, hey, sit five days and make sure you still feel well after five days is what, what the idea behind yeah, that but is. Yeah, but then they say, but then they say, well, if you have two different color shoes on, then you have to stay for 14 days. <clears throat> yeah, I, and... I, I, I don't know. But, but I... Uh, <laughs> I uh, I just wanted to, I, yeah, you know what? The rules for uh, USA. Let's get ready to rumble. The USA rules must be different than Canada. That makes more sense. Right. So you, T-Dags, for you, no problem getting in and out. Like, no issues, right? Yeah. No, no. Right. The, the more of the issue was they change regulations for some airlines for flying cargo back. So okay, um, my ISDE bike got stu- is stuck there for now. <laughs> oh, really? Still stuck there? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like... I had to get it from whoever was from Cade Walker's team was holding it while, mm-hmm. while we were trying to get it shipped over because we were going to roll the bikes right under the plane. Yep. And then they were going to fly over the way they came. Yep. But that got shut down. So they needed to be put into a crate. And the people are calling me, say, you have to crate the bikes. So I said, well, I'm home. The bikes are there. Yeah. They didn't, came, they didn't come in crates. So how am I supposed to crate them while yeah. I'm here? And yeah. there's no crate there to put them in. So <laughs> I, I waited until I got to the nations. And then I drove, I drove, uh, I don't know how many, it was like two, two, two hours yeah. to go to where the, that bike was, pick it up, drive it in the middle of the night. Um, be, but it had lights. So I drove it down the street to another <laughs> shop and this is parked, amazing. Awesome. parked it there. And then the team is going to, um, the team is going to like crate it up and send it back with my donations bike. Wow. T-Dags has, he not. has, T-Dags has some stories. Oh, I'll okay. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have so much respect for guys just keep going right. the extra yeah. mile. Like right, right. there's at some point I'm just like, 
Fuck, Fuck it. it. Sell the bike. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like about T-Dags, too, is, he, you know, obviously he's older now and near the end of his of racing career, and, you know, he's doing this different stuff. But when he was, you know, number five in Canada yeah. and going forward and, and, and uh, OTSF factory, quote-unquote, Suzuki rider, yep. you guys would show up and race. You and your brother would show up at Redbud. You ride. You'd show up at Supercrosses and ride. You, you, T-Dags, I always admire that, where you're just like, I don't care about, like, yes, I'm a top guy in Canada, but I'm going to try to race other people for fun, for experience, and to try to get better. Yeah. Tyler, you always were like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the only way that we could get better. You know, that's the same thing why I, that's how we did it when I was a kid, right? Yeah. Like, riding yeah. around by yourself in Ottawa, well, but District 3 and get like like Mitch Doherty and uh, Philip Nicoletti and yep. these guys that kick my ass. And then, you know, the next time I go down, um, you know, I'd be a little closer and a little bit closer. And, yeah. You know, that's how, that's how, that was the philosophy, in, you know, in, a, in our yeah. house. So, and you can't have ego, right? Like, it, I mean, to a certain point, everybody does, but you have to like, just let that shit go. Like somebody right. beats you while it's, you're, you're racing. Racing's racing and yeah. you got to enjoy it. And then on top of it, you won't got to get better. So yeah, Good yeah attitude. No, absolutely. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you making decent money nowadays? Like doing what you're doing? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it was, I would say yeah, decent. I mean, you you got to set up your stuff. So you have uh bonus structures and stuff. And I think there's, you know, there's, times when it could be better but at the same time it's like i have to do things to prove like right. kind of like prove my idea it works you know obviously yeah. with the, the amount of exposure that i got this year um it, it, like there's a lot of high-end athletes that don't get the, get the amount of exposure i did this year yeah um and it's just kind of like you're gonna have to prove it you know what i mean to to, to show that it works and yeah have something to offer up the sponsors like here i did this 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 um it was televised here i want here to do this and it was on pulp blah 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 um right. to get more more out of it you know i think this is where it gets lost in translation okay so you get a lot of these kids here i, I don't know about canada but yeah. here they bitch about what they don't have and they think today's day and age is just about results hey i did this i made the main i did this that's great. That's a small slice of what you have to do. There's right. so much back end to racing now than there used to be. You got to freaking, like what he said, uh, promote yourself better, get on social media, uh, try to do other things. Like there's other things you have to do during the week right. to make yourself sellable yeah. to other people. Yeah. Like this is what people don't understand. Like Dags is doing and it right way. Have, and you have to be, you have to be personable <laughs> too. You can't just be a, you know, a rubber boot. Like, Correct. You know what I mean? Like you got to be able to talk to people and and, and take the time to. Um, You'll you be know, accessible. Not, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Accessible and yeah. Do you uh, before That's we let you go? Works. Before we let you go, Tyler. Um, eight times riding for Team Canada. Thank you for doing that. Good job. Do you have a favorite out of all of those? I mean, Red Bud could have been so good, except for that damn cow we yeah. letting go. But do you have a favorite? That was my favorite. Yeah. I think. I mean. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, you, for me, going there every time and, and just being like, you know, the, the open rider and trying just to just to add to the good results of mm -hmm. some of the other guys, you know, and for and then other times where I, I was there and had both the best results for the team, but, but it never really got mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, um, for that one to to just to, to ride at that 
potential and, and you know have some of the best riding I've done at these events yeah. that, that kind of stands out to me and you know it's like finally you know you, you did it you know yeah, <laughs> and it's really yeah. tough to do especially especially at that at that level so yeah, you were... I, I would say that plus and my family was there it was close to home you, you know and we had a lot of fun at that big house that Courtney rented and right. it you... was uh Run a ninth, tenth, whatever it was, and then the bike yeah, blew good. up. God damn it, yeah. T Dags. That was a, yeah, yeah, that was heartbreaking yeah. for those guys that yeah. year. Yeah. Um, Majora, Majora was pretty crazy though. Yeah, that was nuts, that was, right? That was a good experience. Remember, remember Cabin? Remember Benoit? Dude, ah, he, that he was, was ripping, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ripping, ripping. Benoit, yeah. career day there. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, it's and like I said, and then you've ridden for some Team Canada's that are just like loose, as you said earlier. <laughs> so. Yeah, not, not good. Uh, yeah. If I get you, uh, if I get you a GG, you're going to come down for vet nats. Yeah, well, I think the whole, I think the whole thing. We were, we were actually planning on going. Mitch was going to do it too, okay. um, depending on the the border, the border and stuff. But right, okay. I think that would be the plan. And I kind of would wouldn't have minded getting uh, two birds stoned at once and doing a uh, works race. Um, if, if there's one, I think there's one before it or one weekend after it. Where's it at? Maybe? I don't know. I okay. just know that this, it, uh, there's like, there was one at Glen Helen, just, right? I looked at the last schedule. Last week. Yeah, yeah, last week, Glen Helen was last yeah. week. Uh, anything else for T-Dags, Darkside? Yeah, I got two questions. Okay. Um, I, I don't know a lot about the ISDE. Team Canada was awarded the Watling Trophy. What, what is that? What does that mean? Well, um, it was kind of like the most, um, I don't know, like maybe – most improved slash like standout ride kind okay. of it, it, it's a really old i think there's like plaques on it from the 60s so nice it's an extremely old uh old trophy and i think yeah we we hadn't had a world trophy team in in a couple years or a few years i think and then um yeah to get seventh was, was pretty big and everybody was i think it was a pretty pretty stacked year and uh, everybody put in some really good rides and to get on and then I got on the podium in uh, in the motocross day so yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool yeah that's awesome Very um, cool. yeah uh other question I guess is really for you Steve okay. is he on your list for pit bike of nations for next year oh good question wow he was on the team yep at Redbud and I was told that he was he was also racing the motocross the next day. Yep. So that and I was out. told that he's not allowed to ride the pit bikes uh, because he might get hurt. Um, but T-Dags, now you're your own team manager, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so I can so I if, can do whatever I want. If you're on Team Canada motocross team for Red Bud next year, which I like your odds again, <laughs> right? Uh, will you do the pit bike race for me? Sure, absolutely. I feel like he ought to ask Heidi first because really? you know how he makes decisions. Look what happens. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Because Give it, me a couple of minutes. Let me discuss it with Heidi. If, <laughs> if he yeah. did get hurt, I mean, that would be pretty. Yeah. I mean, you know, but so there's a Mr. Ryan Gold that was on the team. Um, will you be taking yeah. his spot? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. We have to, have to race him. Yeah. We have to race him maybe to find we'll, out. We'll have some tryouts. Yeah. Third, third place. Yeah. yeah, it's already back. By the way, Bidus is already lining. Well, that's that's it's, why it's, I brought back. it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the pit yeah. bike of nations is back. So we'll have to have tryouts. Uh, it was uh, uh, Austin Watling, Dylan Wright, and Galdi. God, I hope it's more organized this year. It better be. Jesus. I hope so. Um, oh, Mesquite, Mesquite is the works race. It's two weeks before. Oh, that's a good one, Dags. Two weeks before the Vet National. Sandy as shit. 
it's an, you know, hour, have it's to, it's an hour north of here. See how soon the bike gets there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got bigger things to worry about for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, I got bikes all over the damn world right now. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. I'm sorry to hear the race didn't work out, you know, as well as you guys would have liked. But yep. hey, man, thanks for going. And, Good job. Uh, and yep, doing your best. Best so. sweep is 49 millimeters. See you later. <laughs> all right, there we go. Oh, dude, so good. Thanks, guys. Right. Uh, yeah, have a good show, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, T-Dags. Uh, that's Tyler Medaglia, brought to you by Vertex Pistons, uh, sales at paperworks.com. To learn more, Tyler's on one. Tyler, what's up, man? Tyler, are you there? Oh, hey, guys. Uh, I got a question about Stuart Baylor. So I know how y'all feel about guys uh, blowing up the bike and stuff at the end of the race. Um, but I don't know if you know, but Stu, he likes to loop out the bike at the end of uh, every yeah. race that he yeah, wins. And I yeah. Know it. yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Like, um, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, I mean, he won, right. He took the points lead. Um, good job for blue cruise to Baylor. Right. But yeah. Why are you looping your bike up? But yeah. it's, I yeah, think it's, it's funny. Um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I just think it's oh, better no. than well, blowing he, up the bike. Mechanic. It is. It's better than blowing up your bike. Yes. 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 Yeah. If we're, if we're on that scale, yeah, his yeah. mechanic right. met him in the woods, uh, at the end of the race last week, he said, uh, for my sake, he had the pit board out. He said, for my sake, don't loop. He still ended up looping out the bike at the end of the race. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hey, thanks for all your hard work, bike and mechanic. Yeah. Watch me fuck it up. Like, why? Like, He's why? doing it. It's not as gnarly as it used to be. It's just like a brap. I mean, maybe a rear fender. Yeah. Maybe some scratches on a muffler. But. Do these – do the – GNCC mechanics stay after the races like the motocross no. do and, and rebuild the bikes the next day in the fucking no. pits. No, no, a lot of that stuff's based back east so they can yeah, go back to the okay. base. And I mean, so. yeah. um, all right, Tyler. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. I don't like it. So. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Right, see you, man. Uh, Darkside brought to you by ORW and Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. We still got uh, Olympian gold medal. Connor Fields coming up. Jason Thomas as well. We got the Waverly draw. Oh, well, not the draw, but the 10 minutes. Marks till to, to, to uh, yes. raffle is yeah, shut 10 off. minutes and I'm closing. 10 it, so. fucking minutes. When, when I win, is it here? Is it in your, Do I get it tonight? It's I take not it here. Oh. No. But okay. Yeah, you get to ride at home. Are we taking a break within 10 minutes? Yes. Right. Okay, so I can, I can enter. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks to the guys at ProFilter, by the way. Uh, get your pre-oiled, ready-to-use uh, oil filter or uh, pre-oiled uh, air filter uh, for your next service. Uh, pulp20 at checkout to save. Profilter.com. Uh, please check out the uh, website, profilter.com. They got UTV stuff. They got street bikes. They got dirt bikes, side-by-sides. Everything uh, over there, Profilter. I uh, just uh, changed my Profilter uh, when we went riding last week. Dropped a new one in. You did? Yep. Good for you. So we're going to talk about that, too, coming back later tonight. CR500 test mm-hmm. at the Helen. Yep. 2022 Yamaha YZ250 test. At Paris the next day. And 450. And I rode the 450. Correct. Yep. Um, when was the last time you were on a 500, Kiefer? I was just telling Steve that. It's been uh, since I worked for Larry Rossler at Stroker. He let me uh, use his KX500 a lot. So yeah. it's been a long time. Long time. Yeah. Um, also, thanks to the folks at Maxima. Favorite Maxima product? Uh, two products. Okay. Uh, suspension clean. And if I'm going to go with an oil, I'm going to say Formula K2. K2 was what the mighty CR500 had for there a mixture. Is. Yes. Better on the power valves. No power valves in that box. I know. I'm just saying. Right. K2. Oh, okay. Uh, Pulp20, again, to save at MaximaUSA.com. They got the 927. It was just uh, September 927 yesterday. At Paula. At Paula 927. 90, 927 day yesterday. Uh, Maxima. And, again, they got the 4T stuff as well. Uh, it's got the new peak system, performance-enhancing additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to Maxima. Uh, by the way, too, I forgot. I, so, left the house 
the 500, mm-hmm. loaded up, 5.30 in the morning to mm-hmm. meet you at the Helen. Yep. I drive to the gas station, <laughs> put gas in the Ridgeline <laughs> to go down to your house, and then put gas in the gas can for the, for the 450. And then I realize at 5.45 in the morning, I have now filled up the two-stroke gas oh. with nothing but gas. And now my mixture was How many off. gallons in did you realize it? Uh, pretty much full. Okay. Jeez. So I had I had mixed three gallons at 40 to 1 mm-hmm. the night before. Mm-hmm. That was what I was going to do, three gallons. That's all we needed. I wasn't gonna, we weren't going to moto all day. Right. But I needed <clears> to put gas for the four-stroke. But I put the nozzle into the two-stroke can at 5.45 in the morning. Then I had to drive back home here, add in the two gallons more <laughs> to the 40 to 1, put yeah. the K2 back into the, and then head to the hell. And it really balled me Ooh, up man. for like 30 minutes. I would have been stressed. I balled you up for longer. Yeah. It was still residual when you got to Glen Helen. I could, I could already, I saw it. No. Yes. No. We could get into that too, but that's ridiculous. That is not. That was. I'm rid- very good at reading you. No, you and your kid were just ridiculous. So, um, all right. Okay. So what? I have a story. I, I you didn't talk about this on the show, and you don't have to talk about it now if we don't have time, but you did not tell the people on the last show about you and Will and your Hangtown middle finger story. I don't know if you even want to get into that anywhere in the show, but that was a great story from that Saturday morning. Yeah, we tied. Yeah, but dude, like the whole story, you sneaking up behind the truck, he's peeking around. Like You never told yeah. us. That would... it's, it's out of hand. That yeah. flip-off thing is oh, out of hand. He like, was, we're doing too much for it. He was texting me. Will was texting me like, have you seen Steve? Where's Steve? Right. Yeah, so they were like, he's a have to win today. Right. I have he, to win amazing today. that there's that much time involved he, in it. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. ducked down behind the hospitality. He's ducked down facing the media center, you know, the big long thing, and he's mm-hmm. like this. And he's looking, peeking over the, the thing, and he's just hidden down with his hat really low. And I come from the backside of the truck. So you saw that. No, no, no. I didn't okay. see that. Okay. I came from the backside of the truck, though, and I'm looking for him, and I see him through the cab of the tractor and the trailer. Mm-hmm. I see him through the through the tra- where the trailer hitch, and I see him crouch down there, and I'm like, I got him. I got him. And um, so I'm just, I'm just kind of casually walking because he doesn't see me. Right. And then, dude, I, I just go like this, and he sees. he said he saw a shadow. And he just flipped and turned, and we were like at the yeah. exact same time. It'd be awesome if it wasn't you and some yeah, random yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me you you got cocky though, right? Because you were yeah, yeah, you because, were trying to film it. So if yeah, I was trying to get my phone out. It's a good point. Uh, yeah. So had I just walked up, right, like all the way, right, with my camera up, I would have got him. I would have won. But I'm like, he, he doesn't see me. Right. So I got time to get my phone, and I got time, and then he saw the shadow. But I we tied. Was there anything involved in it, just to win? Unbelievable. Yeah, no, nothing. nothing. You are a loon ball. We are a loon ball. <laughs> All right, commercial break, everybody. We're gonna come back. We got the we got the six minutes for the draw. Uh, for the not for the draw. The thing to end. God damn it. JT's coming up as well. Connor Fields. We got more silly season talk. Uh, we got Mookie. We got Anderson. We got Tomac stuff coming up. Works connection. Uh, we got works connection draw as well. We got we got the Mister Side in studio. Mr. Kiefer in studio, so stick around. Be right back after this commercial break. I really like that Kiefer guy. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. 
Motorsport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motorsport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motorsport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again, Pulp Nation, for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. 
Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mesh Show presented by Decal Works, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing. Dark Side and Chris Kiefer in studio. This is uh, Chris Kiefer's pick. Damn. This is like baby making music. I love it. Uh, Intro's good. Uh, it's a good song. It's it's it's. I'm not. I mean, I'm making fun of you for picking it, but it's actually not bad. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah, it's actually not too bad. Uh, Dark Side, how's everything going? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's loud. Sorry. Okay. Yep. I was loud. How you feel about your uh, mountain bike ride today? Good. Yeah. Feel better than I thought going in. Yeah. I was really worried I was going to ruin your day. Yeah. But, yeah. You, we didn't have long enough to for me right. to ruin, ruin the day. Did you sleep like shit the night before you left? Because you had your brains moving around. No, I mean, just I slept in. I had a hotel room, so I never sleep great in a hotel. But I was good. Oh, you slept next to the airport. Oh, did you get the X yeah. by the way? Yeah, we got X goggles coming <laughs> up, uh, tear offs as well. Uh, we got the Race Tech rant uh, as well. Jason Thomas coming up. Connor Fields stopping by. Looking forward to talking to him. I haven't really. I texted with him a little bit after the crash, right. but didn't really get into it too much. So looking forward to. I'm glad he's all right. To Man, talking to him. Scary. Um, maybe. Else. I mean, we don't know the effects he's having, right? No. Yeah. Uh, I think we all saw the crash. That's bad. bad. Scary. Scary. Bad. When you when you stick and don't move, like yeah. don't bounce. Right. Right. Yeah, that's bad. And uh, what was he coming into it with the three and a one? I think out of the first two. Yeah. yeah. I think. And I think so, so. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was looking good to get into the final, right? And yeah. He no. He made the final even without finishing. Yeah. Yeah. He oh, just, that's he right. Just yeah. Had to line up. Yeah. That's right. He, uh, yeah. That's right. He still made it. Yeah. Um. Hey, I want to thank the folks at uh, W Wheels, of course. Uh, please call there. Mention Pulp MX. Uh, w Wheels guys making me a set of wheels right now for the uh, the new 2022. Looking forward to seeing that. Vintage bikes, uh, modern bikes. They got an Edge wheel set. You reviewed it not that long ago on your website, the Edge wheel set. Yeah, Why good. are you looking at me all weird? You said Edge, and I got me all excited. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That'll be, uh, yeah, that'll be when, when, when we do it later. I'm still right. waiting. If, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in what this is about. Right. Um, okay, uh, before we get to the uh, Waverly raffle here, um, our, our, our man uh, back east, he's representing Pulp MX at the uh, latest Fight Club edition car race. It's the fastest man in Piedmont. Randy Richardson, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, man, doing good. How's everybody there tonight? Uh, we're good. How, have you been listening, Randy? Yeah, heck yeah, I've been and, listening. And, and how, is, how is Mr. Side's performance? Um, well, um, he's doing great. I'm kind of disappointed that you don't know about the Canadian Motocross Hall of Fame. That's that's pathetic. Motorsports. 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 Yeah. But again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they probably don't They don't recognize uh, Manitoba titles, do they? I was just wondering if Rollerball was in it. That's what I was trying to get at. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah know there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Rollerball is Good the greatest point. Canadian rider of all time. Really? Yeah. There, there is, a, there is no doubt about that. Better than JSR. I'm going to go better Jesse, than JSR. Jesse Clatt. Really? Yes, absolutely. I'm a Clatt guy. I, just, I can't with that sweatshirt. I, I just, mm. I can't. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Can you just, you know, anything? Yeah, I have another one. Next I, break, I'll switch it I up. Can't. I don't know that bothered you. What is it? I wore FXR it before, and you didn't yeah, bother. Yeah, it's just Oakley Factory is it, Pilots. Is it Oakley? Yeah, Oakley Factory Pilots hoodie. <laughs> like. I couldn't, Great goggles. I, Great. I couldn't really see it on on the YouTube. Maybe maybe Dark Side can see it better on his laptop. I couldn't. Laptop's off. Reading reading all the comments nope. about what people are saying about him. You yeah. know, turn it off. I just you know try to be involved with your listeners. Um, Randy, uh, listen, man, you got a lot of pressure coming up here. October fifth, I lot. believe, uh, at Travelers West Speedway, the Fight Club uh, Part Deux. And uh, you are representing Pulp MX there. So the pressure is on. But also, Randy, at the same time as the pressure is on, everything we're involved with turns to shit. So try to not <laughs> Don't I know this? Yeah, try not to have it turn to shit. 
Well, well, it, as it's a as it's an invitation race, I, I think I'm already qualified, so I don't have to worry about not qualifying. Jab, 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 That that cuts <laughs> deep. That cuts deep. Well, no, no, no. I'm just, I didn't. It's, I'm just speaking facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but no, I think that it's going to be awesome. Uh, Motocar Fight Club 2.0 is going to be good, and and the event date is actually um, October the seventh. So ah, it's a Thursday okay. night, October seventh. Uh, no worries. At uh, at uh, Traveler's Rest Speedway. Uh, that Eddie Ray and Jessica Patterson Ray operate, and it's going to be fun, fun event. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I went out there um, with my uh, teammate, which is Caden Braswell. He's a uh, Loretta Lynn's uh, motocross champion, Caden Braswell. Caden Braswell, and he and I were checking it out, looking at the cars. And man, win, lose, or draw, it's 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 going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to it for uh, sure. And please, uh, please make sure that you beat Weege. <laughs> that's that's I, all we need I, to do. I, yeah, I have every. Uh, I got Alpine Stars uh, hooked Caden and up, and Caden and I up with some driving suits. And I didn't yet try tying one arm behind my back <laughs> while wearing it. Um, but I'm thinking I could beat Weeds that way. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm planning on doing. God, sure. we just can't let him beat beat us. Like it's no, just yeah. No, okay, all right. No, no, no. Randy, uh, the you, only thing that. Go ahead. Uh, have you ever run a car on dirt? Um. I drove the T100 a few laps there uh, when I didn't get invited earlier this okay. year. Um, but what I was blown away by, uh, again, looking at it, was they're going to be front-wheel drive, the four-cylinder little front-wheel drive cars. And and my anticipation was you, you probably wouldn't be drifting that much in the corners. No. But they're getting they're getting pretty no they're getting pretty sideways. They're pretty yeah. pitched in there. So huh. so to me that's going to be completely different. Um, you know the only front wheel drive sliding that I have uh, experience with is rental cars. Um, so, so, uh, but not on dirt. Typically yeah. not on dirt. So yeah, just run the fun. cushion. So, run uh, the cushion. We'll yeah, get you, we'll get yeah. you hooked up with Andy Gregg. Um, maybe a little coaching and from Guts ah, Racing. Be good. Yeah, sprint car driver there. He, he, really? Yeah. Okay. So um, awesome, awesome. And, and, we, we figured out that there's we figured out that there's multiple left turns. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah, that, that's, that's strong. Straight left, left, straight. Yeah. Yep. So we, we got uh, that squared away. Well, your pit crew of your no good buddy Harvey and your no good buddy Robbie. That that's probably going to hold <laughs> you back too. They, so. They're they're probably going to be there. They they will be what what they're probably going to be my uh, to me what what Robbie's been on for a long time. Crutches. They're just going to be my crutch. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Right. The whole event. <laughs> right. Um, now it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Uh, it definitely is. And and they do have. On, on the Wednesday night, uh, so October the 6th, they're having a, a VIP thing, and, and I heard you mention uh, Waverly. They're having a VIP thing where you can come out and ask the, the true stars, which, you know, are, are the others read, and I think Deegan and, and uh, Langston and different ones are going to come show up there. Uh, you have a VIP dinner to ask a little Q&A uh, session with them and, and watch the exclusive yeah. practice session or what have you. So um, uh, Deegan, that'll be cool. Deegan's going to be there. Yeah, we race Friday. Yeah. We'll get there. We race some more this time. And uh, McGrath, <laughs> McGrath, and uh, yeah, a lot of Chad. big names. That's yeah, it. yeah. Randy Richardson, a lot of big um, names. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mine actually is a big name. I think it's like ten letters in my last name. So yeah, it's a, it's a big name. Um, <laughs> so it's good. But uh, it's going to be fun. And then this weekend, I heard you mention uh, earlier the Mad Skills MX3 event um, at, at Bird Classic. So that's going to be uh, a big weekend as well. It's going to be a fun thing there at Next Level 101. 
Um, so I'll be out there. I got some vacation scheduled. Yeah, right? so I'm yeah. Gonna be, uh, Michelin. I mean, this, wow, he's this all is over. Cush job at Michelin. Cush job. We all wish he had his job. You know, we see it well, all the time. Well, still, I, I, I still have ten vacation days. I've been carrying over. They won't let you let you carry over ten. I've got ten vacation days. I've been carrying over since the year two thousand. So, as as many cool things as I get to do, man, I still just can't take enough time off. Really. So uh, right, I'm man. I'm burning through some days between now and the end of the year. Well, uh, hey, by the way, thank you for the Starcross fives for the CR five hundred. Working, yeah, worked man. very well, hooked it up, hooking up out, out there. It did. Glenn yeah, Helen and, took and, it. And, and I'm, I'm definitely uh, uh, grateful that I was finally able to get all of the, the, the winner's uh, tires sent out for, for back in Supercross. And, I, again, I apologize to the, right. to the winners on that. That's, that's 100% on, on me and on Michelin. That's, nothing to do with you that's and your Marks, janky that's show. What, that's what so. Marks was telling everybody. Don't worry. Marks was <laughs> letting everybody yeah. know. So it, yeah. was, it was fun. I'm just, I'm just glad I got them out before the app. So, uh, so oh. that's good. Oh, wow. I think that's oh, good, right? Um, yeah, no, thank but, you for uh, that. Hey, yeah. Um, what else is going on in the world of Michelin? Oh, by the way, so man, wait, I, wait, wait. Uh, go ahead. You what can you buy this race on the app to watch, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So you can go to Fight TV, uh, their app. I think it's nineteen ninety nine to view. Uh, so that'll be Thursday night. All of the live stuff. And and honestly, I think this is going to be really cool because you know we went to the event last year and never did I think that I would see these iconic. Supercross and motocross legends in the middle of nowhere, Travelers Rest, South Carolina, and a dirt track, right? Right. Um, but but there, the 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 filler or the you know the the entertainment in the middle there was just local four cylinder racers that were racing. So now for them to invite uh, people like uh, one, I'm fortunate to be there. But but Jason Wygant, uh, Guy B, uh, Swap Moto is going to be there. Um, a lot of people will be the industry class and then with the future stars you know the Deegans mm-hmm. um and uh, Bennick a lot of young kids will get a chance to drive as well and uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a super cool event and yes you can definitely check it out the pay-per-view is 20 bucks and again that that VIP dinner on on right. Wednesday October the 6th is uh, all the proceeds go to Waverly on that thing so nice no it's good mm-hmm. good and uh uh what's going on with Michelin so uh, with Michelin, yeah, thanks on that. So we're going to have on uh, October the 1st, so just starting Friday, October the 1st mm-hmm. through the end of the month, October 31st, uh, our Michelin fall promo. So you can get up to $150 back on a, you know any combined purchases of new Michelin motorcycle tires, Michelin scooter tires, or even uh, Michelin bicycle tires, you know, the oh. sponsor of the, the ro- best wrap-up show in the in the industry. Well, right? the, the, the host for that goes to other brands, though, for his BMX tire needs. False. Yeah. 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 He, we, he, he learned a lesson. That was just, yeah. you know, we, we can't learn from our mistakes until we make them. Listen, and, those, uh, I wasn't he, aware he, there was BMX tires at the time, and they were, so well, that's told, okay. not completely on me. I mean, I should have asked. No, no, no. It's just, it's just completely on your lack of research, really. Sure, that's true. Um, <laughs> All right, I guess it is on me. <laughs> no, but but go to uh, go to michelinman.com and then uh, just uh, click on the link there for our current promos, and you'll see all the information up there uh, is available now uh, regarding that promo. So yeah, you can earn up to one hundred and fifty dollars back on on Michelin two wheel product purchases. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, again, thank you for the Starcross fives for the five hundred. Worked yeah. well on that. Yeah. Uh, I need to get some more uh, as well because yep. I got I got a 2022. Perhaps you heard. So um, yep, I, I've heard that and and ship some to you. Uh, you should see them by next week. There. Okay. Um, mm. Wow. At, uh, on it. At, what a birthday yeah, present! At the mansion. Yeah. 
What a, at the mansion. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Basically, same square footage, Randy, as the other yeah, one. Basically, some some say that, and and we all know you're not good at math, so that's another thing. No, but, um, it's basically uh, the same. Yeah. I don't know. When you showed basically. me the hidden bungalow a little bit ago. I was like, ah, <laughs> the hidden bungalow. The hidden bungalow. <laughs> bungalow. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, it's like a maze yeah, to get yeah. there. The hidden bungalow. <laughs> Let me take you. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned. Hey, and then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, you said Swap Moto Live is going to have a car there. Is that going to be Don or is that going to be Anton? I I think it's I think it's Don. Okay. My understanding. Um, there, there have been a lot of people on on various emails and chats yeah. and what have you, and uh, I think uh, um, Brent Stallo will be representing uh, Verb Moto. So it's pretty cool. We're going to have some. Yeah. We all get to do some customizing uh, our own wrap for our vehicle. So so. Caden Braswell and I have have uh, you know Caden Braswell two twenty two on Instagram. He and I have worked together to to come up with a pretty cool uh, wrap for our car. It's going to be stylish and uh, we're going we're going to look fast even if we're not. But wow. the intent is to go out there and and hurt some feelings. And like Paul Max will be on top once again. Paul Max will yes. be on top on the on the quarter panel and on top not on the roof uh, like, like the, the, the like the, the lightning bolt. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, like a lightning bolt. Yeah. Um, so. No, yeah, he's got the whole logo. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, it's good, good. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, my, man. research. Well, good stuff. Uh, really appreciate you coming in. Again, Michelin's making tires for BMXs, in case you didn't know, for mm-hmm. mountain bikes, mm-hmm. for cruisers, yeah. for street bikes. Yeah, Mich- Michelin, yeah, Michelin BMX bicycle tires, uh, dark side second choice of, of yep. product. Yep. So. Uh, dirt bikes, <laughs> enduro oh, bikes, yeah. dual sports. E-bikes. E-bikes. Whatever E-bikes, it is, yeah. The space shuttle when it was in operation. And I thought Robbie was your guy Michelin. because he had, he bought a Taser. Yep. Robbie got a Taser. Him, he's Taser. Yeah, Robbie got a yeah. Taser. Yep. 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 And yeah, Randy is taser. not on Team Taser. No. And Randy doesn't no, know that the fun that a Taser has. Oof, they're good. Um, and also, uh, Randy, uh, any news for Robbie selling me a Kajiva? Um, no, but I think he bought another one since you last. Of course, yeah. Shock, he's shock. bought a few more new stuff. So uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. His Have collection. you been in that? Oh yeah. Have you been there? Oh yeah, He's, yeah. It's it's like legit. Yeah, he, like, yeah. yeah. He, Robbie yeah. has his own prim museum yes. going. Yes, right. yes. <laughs> it's Robbie Prim. It's, it's, yeah, it, yeah. Robbie Prim. Uh, more more like Robbie Limp right now, but he, <laughs> he's, he's still getting there. But yeah, he's at about fifty five or fifty six bikes now. I don't know. I lose track. Yeah, but, and uh, then he's got those buns at all apart, and he's like, "Well, <clears> this <throat> this ninety one is these parts here, and this ninety one goes <laughs> to these parts yeah. here." And you're just like, "How do you yeah, even remember right. this?" Yeah, it's it's nuts. He's a working progress, so, he, uh, but he's so organized. He has an Excel spreadsheet, and he keeps kind of a log of when he starts them up and and kind of runs them periodically, runs different ones and stuff. So he's uh, he keeping them, he keep them in good shape. Question for yeah. you, Randy. So if mm-hmm. I let me ask your opinion on this. So I got a buddy, uh, really good guy, great guy, and uh, he mm-hmm. built an old five hundred, old nineteen early nineties CR five hundred. Right, did a really good mm-hmm. job. Spent a bunch of money on it. A lot of money. Thing looks great. Right, um, really yeah. good. So then. He, this buddy, let his other buddy ride it, and, and mm-hmm. his other buddy enjoyed it, and you know, the good day, good time was had by all, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, a real bonding moment at the at the track, and we mm-hmm. uh, we rode the five hundred, and then my buddy, uh, his let his son ride it as well, right, mm-hmm. and, and, and so that's mm-hmm. cool, like the son's never ridden a five hundred before, so that's pu- yeah. that's also fun, <laughs> and he got to experience a CR five hundred, you know, mm-hmm. the only problem is is when the son brought it back. Brought this expensive, mm-hmm. rare, yeah. nice like a bike. A bike like that's probably got to be like close to a twenty thousand dollar bike. Yeah, 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 like, oh yeah, yeah, guessing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, guessing, yeah. Just so, guessing. so the kid yeah. brings the bike back, and, and you know he mm-hmm. had a good time on it, and everything was good, and the mood was still 
very joyous, very happy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then my buddy looked, and, and there was these massive grooves in the gas tank from the kid's knee braces that didn't have the gear guard on. So, so it was not Rhino's kid. We, we, we yeah, it was not Rhino's kid. <laughs> it was not Rhino's kid. It wasn't Evander. No. Wasn't so, Evander. So, no. so then deep grooves were in the gas tank. And then, oh, I don't know, six, seven hours later, uh, fuel was spilling out of these grooves. Um, I thought my house was blowing up. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> um, so, like, what, what's the, what should your buddy what should your buddy do about this? Like his it's, his it's, premier it's, primo primo five hundred. I mean, it, it needs a tank. It, now, it's got a hole in it. Now we're now we're talking about probably like an eighteen thousand dollar bike now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know, with what, that kind of damage, what, what, it sounds to me it sounds to me like there needs to be some definitely some some repair and some mending. Um, you know, filling in that gap, and and I'm talking about the friendship, honestly, not not just the grooves in the <laughs> yeah, tank. Yeah. Well, I feel like, like that that buddy has yeah. tri- had tried to really hone in and fix the problem while it mm-hmm. was going on, and just like, like mixed up it before it mixed up a, a, a concoction of of glues to see if he could stop the leak, and really just. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, maybe epoxy yeah, that own, epoxy that gas tank together. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> does, that, does, that, does, that, does that buddy have any connections? Any and it just it just so happens that his buddy couldn't take his five hundred back to him to buy himself more time before his buddy saw the epoxy job. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I feel oh. like he's trying really hard. He's trying. <laughs> trying to hide mm-hmm. I feel like my buddy's bike was just pristine and a museum type of quality. Robbie was. Prim style. Robbie it's Prim style. Robbie Prim. Robbie Prim. And, it sounds like it. It sounds like a beautiful and so bike. Now, it's horrible that something so tragic happened to it. Yeah, thank you. And, and the, uh, the kid. Your buddy. You know, the kid. Yeah. I mean, he, he, you know, he's just, uh, yeah, he just uh, didn't well, have his gear guards on. This. You know? Let me ask this. Is the, let's, let's, let's look at this because the, the, the kid ultimately comes back to the parent. So, mm. so, so what I would ask is, is the kid, like, like many young kids nowadays, that really doesn't understand the value of something, that doesn't understand, you know, respect for other people's property. I mean, has he been, has he been taught that, or well, is he just? His I kid feel just, like, or the parents just raising. To, a, to be a fair, the kid, kid right? the kid, yeah, the parents, you know, raising. He's a good kid. But but the kid did not do this on purpose by any means. This was no, a, this no, no, was no, an no. accident by the child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the but, kids, prop, yeah, and the kids, and and it sounds to me like the kid's a fast rider, possibly faster even than the dad. You know, like the fastest. <laughs> fastest no, well, I think like. I think hang up I think, on this guy. I, I hang think up on this been, guy. I think there's actually been a lot of timing done by this timing yeah. and scoring. Uh, by multiple yeah. iPhones, so I feel like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. the kid. I yeah. did talk to the kid that did this. Oh, you did? The kid yes. Know it's true. And he Does did feel bad, so he no? did give a good wash job to the 500. So, so I think I the kid felt the bad. <laughs> now, now we got water through the crack. In the, so, that, in the I mean, yeah. right. Yeah. So, Intentions were good. My buddy's already reached out to another buddy about aluminum tank, trying to prevent mm-hmm. this in the future. So the, mm-hmm. I, I did yeah. feel like the buddy's going to yeah. put a clear 3.4 gallon tank <laughs> on the 500 <laughs> to make it more oh, yeah. desert then, looking. I'm and sure. Then, hey, and then, yeah. and then, if you did that, then T Dag could ride it at that. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Up. Right. 
Oh, good times. Hey, well, what, what if hey, if nothing else, if nothing else, if you can't get that tank fixed, uh, I think uh, Dark Side. If Dark Side knows the buddy that you're talking about, maybe you can put Dark Side in touch with your buddy, and the Berm Lords could put him yes. a triple layer uh, tank graphic kit that would seal that yeah. tank and yeah. no they fuel. Could, they can do it. They yeah, can. the Berm or, or, Silence. Or, Silence. Silence. No more leaks. <laughs> or we could just hit up. <laughs> maybe we just hit up a Cherbies and get um, another tank. You know what? Why don't you listen? What time is it there? It's ten. Uh, it's why don't 10 you just 30. go fuck yourself? Uh. It's it's ten. Th- <laughs> Randy, Randy, it's ten thirty at yeah. night. You certainly know the code to Robbie Prim's garage. He's got to have a yeah. tank oh, in there for right. me. He's got three. <laughs> go get one of my. Go get a <laughs> yeah, tank from Robbie Prim. Yeah. He'll never notice yeah, it. Just switch him out. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll think I'll think on that. I'll uh, but but then that would be me being. You know, it'd be me being disrespectful, like it kind of sounds like the one guy did to your friend, and I don't, I don't want to do my. Well, friend that I way. feel like Robbie Prim wouldn't even notice a five hundred <laughs> yeah. tank. I mean, he has, he has he Excel spreadsheets, right, right. So he yeah. might. Um, you got to yeah, replace it, it with it, a... it, 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 it would mess up on the inventory. It'd be missing on inventory, and yes. you would know. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Uh, well, Randy, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it again. Michelin uh, motorcycles. Uh, check them out for the new rebate program. And again, yeah, uh, thanks for the support on on across the board for all sorts of things, Michelin. Yeah, thank you, show. thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the, everything you do for the sport and uh, and and, uh, remember, and giving us a great platform for sure. Remember, if this Fight Club but, goes sideways, it was all Pulp MX's mm-hmm. fault because nothing we <laughs> well, do we ever really work. works. <laughs> so, but in this case, well, we do want to go well, sideways. Yeah. We're running a dirt car. Yeah, good yeah. throw it sideways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing, uh, Weege. You know he loves free food, right? Yep. So uh, I if, if all else fails, I'm just going to give him a free T-bone. So, yeah, there uh, you go. Fantastic. He'll be good. He'll be good. <laughs> all right, hey, and I'm, right. I'm going to try to save some vacation days for uh, for World Bets, just in case, just in case I get an invite back. All right. Okay. Sounds all right. good. All right. No more good. no more videos uh, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. No. None. None. none, none. <laughs> good times. Right, they're going to do a rolling remember, start. Like, remember, uh, do a rolling start. Remember Randy's. Remember, remember going to that shop and getting the numbers. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Two, two, two. <laughs> yeah, dude, Mojave Motorsports, and then blowing off with the pressure washer, just blowing them <laughs> <Yes>. off. <laughs> oh God! That was hey, that 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 dealership had stuff in stock that uh, that that they've had for thirty years, right? Yeah, I mean, that was yes. great. That was awesome. Uh, I I probably could have awesome. got some Michelins from and, that shop to ship to the pulp uh, yeah, winners. And did because Yamaha? They, <laughs> No, they could have MH3s. <laughs> yeah, the old ones. Yeah, they probably, uh, MH- they probably had some old S12. Did we ever get a bill from Yamaha on Randy's damage to that machine? Uh, no, but okay. the the face uh, that I got when they received the machine right. uh, was okay. something else. Right. I wish I could have recorded it. <laughs> right. There you go, Randy. Yeah. It's probably, it sounds, sounds to me like your, your friend's kid. May have written it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I had flashbacks. Some guy was cutting down a tree the other day. It was a chainsaw, and I had flashbacks of you yeah. going up that hill at Glen Helen. So. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I've, I've, I'm like Mike Brown. I've been known to rebel. We'll, we'll, we'll make it up that hill when it's time. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah, get we'll there. make it up the hill time. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, four, fourth time's a charm, they say. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right, Randy. See ya. Hey, later. Enjoy the show, guys. Thank Bye-bye. you. That's Randy Richardson, everybody. Uh, good stuff. Michelin motorcycle uh, tires. All right, Marks, um, we are ready, right? Um, ready for this draw? As ready as we're going to be. Let's so thank you to the Yamaha guys for 2022 YZ125. Yeah. Fantastic to do it. Helping the racers a for 22? Waverly. A 22? A 22. Oh, wow. Helping the guys from Waverly, uh, uh, and uh, all the money goes to them. What Do we have a total? Do you want to get the total later? What, what are we doing? Yeah. What do you think? Let's do the total now. What do you think the total okay, is? What's the, uh, what do I think the total was? Yeah. Uh, 28,540. Kiefer? Uh, 
Thirty-six five hundred. Dark side. Forty-two forty-seven. The total after fees are taken out. Uh, thirty-nine thousand six hundred and twenty-one dollars. Wow, that's awesome. Thirty-nine. What was it? Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine six twenty-one. Wow, that's great. Can we tweet that out? Yes, uh, we Callum, can. Please. Uh, that's awesome. Thirty-nine thousand dollars going wow. to Waverly. So really, Fucking really cool. cool. Awesome guys. Thank you for that. Dude. Thank you to Yamaha. <laughs> I know, again, I'm blowing you here, but like... No, go ahead, the, please. The Pulp uh, fucking listeners, man, are they just always come together for ass. the shit you put up. Whatever you put up, the Pulp listeners are the best fucking moto fans there are. It's just... I'm, I'm not going to debate they, that. They fucking come together. They are the best. You know, even the assholes that talk shit, they still come together and support the industry, and, man, they support so, your sponsors. Marks, I... I uh, I felt like I had an inside knowledge on that total because I've been seeing the totals, right? <laughs> and I over... I'm pretty sure I even it. gave you an update that said that started with a three. Really? Uh, in the last couple okay. of days. Right. And, okay. and you still... Just blew, you still, still blew it. Uh, well, thir- thank 39, you. 621. Thank you, everybody, for that going right. And that's after fees. So that's what we're... That's what that we're, is yeah, That's fees. after the square and, fees. So and we over $5,000 just since the show started. Awesome. Fantastic. Nice. Thank you to Yamaha. Thank you to you people. So uh, now is the time for the draw. Marks, you are going to tell me when you start. And then Mr. Side is going to tell you when to stop. Yep. And then that... That is your randomizer and program that you've built, and we are doing it that way. And uh, God, I so, hope I win. Yep. And you guys can't see it, but I'm going to put it up on, uh, you just bought yours, on right, the Chris? screen. So. Yeah, I bought three. Nice. You bought three? Mm-hmm. Nice. Just okay. now. Um, yeah. uh, Talon, did you buy any? I did not. All right. Moving on. Way to support. Yep. Not very active over there, is he? Uh, didn't watch the MSDN. <laughs> yeah, not very active. <laughs> didn't buy a Waverly ticket. Just, just here for the paycheck. Yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, all right, here we go. So tell uh, tell us when you're going to start. Right. It's going to be on YouTube, right? It's right. On YouTube. And then um, yep. Dark Side, whenever you feel like it, tell them to stop. All right, and here we go. All right, we're running Dark Side whenever you want. Now. All right, the winner is David Steele. David Steele. Damn it, Steele. That's a good name. Good job, David. David That's a good name. Steele. What's that your name, David Steele? That's a porn. David Steele. Yeah. That's a porn name. Yeah, starring David Steele. <laughs> David Steele. <laughs> I mean, the only thing better would be Dick Steele. Uh, awesome. That would be great. David Steele. Got himself a new... Uh, Where's he from? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. right. no, he's out right. of the country. We'll, Never mind. We'll, on to the next I guy. Get, we'll, I get minimal info for this. Um, did you see when we uh, we ran the, um, uh, the drawing for the fantasy bike, uh-huh. the random fantasy bike? Charles Castro was in the studio. <laughs> was he? He was 595th. What was that? Yeah, yeah. maybe 590. So Mark just yeah. kept running it yeah. until Charles Castle came up and he was 595th <laughs> draw. No way. And it reshuffled every time. I had it reshuffle every time. So it, it took 597 attempts. Yeah. For him to so have his name. Castle was wondering shit. if 594 people didn't claim it. He, right. he, he would have got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Davis Steele, congratulations. A 2022. Uh, Yamaha YZ125 coming your way. Can uh, we, uh, after this show, obviously, but next show or whatever, can we find more about, a little bit about him and like, yeah, we can try. Yeah. Sure. I think that's kind of, I like to hear about the people that win it. Cause there's been a couple people that's, there's been some good backstories to their. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, sorry, dark side. Sorry, Keeper. It's all right. Went yeah. to a good cause. Yep. It's yep. awesome. Uh, fly racing. Jason Thomas coming right up here. Connor fields as well is going to stop by. Um, my race tech rant of the night. Racetech.com, Pulp21 is the code to save, of course, with the folks at Racetech. I've said this before, and this is why you're not looking at me. I'm sorry. Oh. Am I supposed to look at you? Well, I, I, you were looking over there like something weird. like Marcus. No, no, I was looking over at, at Active Boy over there. Talon? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. He, sorry for distracting him. And also, Talon not looking at the Slack channel either. 
Race tech round of the night. So here's my idea. I've said this before many times. I don't know why this is a problem. We have guys going off the track in Supercross, right? We have guys going off the track in Motocross, and we have these penalties like Lupino, 10 spots plus one. And in, in our series, Adam Cincerillo has been docked a few times and everything else. And, like, some of them, like with Adam, you know, he couldn't get on the track at Lakewood because of all the banners that were up. And we're, understand we're in this in this world where banners and everything else are, are, are vital to race organizations, promoters, and everything else. I get it. How about this, though? Here's my idea. Stop, stop these penalties. Just, I, can, I can make these things all go away. To ask somebody to go off the track and then spin around and go back where they came out, that's a little much sometimes, and sometimes it's not possible and everything else for different reasons. Okay, I get it. That shit happens. I'm fine with that. Here's my idea, and I've said this a few times, and it like, doesn't seem like anybody cares, but you know what? Nobody cared about the fucking Nets either. And then the Nets came in, and they saved lives, and I fucking was the one who talked about it, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you another example of the Nets. So mark this down. Well, no, you can't mark this down because I've said this before. <laughs> but mark it down now anyways. Twice. Maybe it'll come up on the wrap-up show. This is the third or fourth time I've said this. So mark it down as the third or fourth time I've said this, okay? Mm -hmm. Every track has to have a break in the signage, in the banners, whatever it is, alongside the track, and you can make it. 15 feet, 20 feet, 25 feet, make it 8 feet. I don't care the length, mm -hmm. but make it some sort of universal length. And when the rider goes off the track, through the banners, over in a spot, maybe there was no banner, he has to and, and make it so that there's nothing covering the entrance. Again, however long you want to make it, 20 feet, 25 feet, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And at that 20, 25 feet, the side of the track is, is if an outdoor track, it's flat. You know what I mean? There's no berm. Like, you, you know, there's mm -hmm. no obstacle, no, no tough block, nothing like that. The rider has to enter the next opening on the track. And every track has an opening every so many feet. So when you go off the track, go in, slow down, whatever you got to do, go right in the opening, and, and you're good to go. And no matter how many spots you lose... No problem, you're, you know, because you had to slow down and you already right. went off the track. So whatever you lost, right. you're not, you know, you know, you're going to lose. And there's no <clears throat> ten spots. There's no three seconds. There's no four seconds and a spot. Like you know, we all have, we have these random penalties. We have these random things, right? We're guessing how many people he passed. No, no, no. Every so often on an outdoor track or a supercross track, you make an opening, and the rider has to enter there, or you know, massive penalties, disqualification, or you know whatever spot, whatever you want to do for a massive penalty. So it's your job as a rider to know, shit, I'm off the track. Right. Where is my opening? So what if he goes off at the opening? You guys to go through that same opening? No, he can go through the, the next, next opening. Okay. The next opening is fine. You know what I mean? Because I think stopping and pivoting, like, I get it. Right. Like, that's kind of hard to do, and, I, and that's really time-consuming. And as we said earlier, guys go off the track, you know, by accident to avoid a collision or whatever. And, that, you know, that, so... Hey, we'll be we'll work with you. Yeah. Just go in the next opening you have. Not don't cut a corner off like supercross. You see guys do and that. That opening should be close enough where that doesn't gain an advantage. If yes, you... the opening is however many feet you want, and you slow down, and you got to go through it to yeah. get back in. Got there it. we go. Yeah. Problem solved. And all the spots you lose, slowing down and getting in and doing like that's all fine. You went off the track. That's cool. Get <clears> back in at the opening. My race tech round of the night, racetech.com, pop 21. I fixed the fucking nets for you. I'm fixing this for you. You're fucking welcome. You're all welcome. Okay, so this takes me to okay. the, my question. 
do these promoters that do these races have a designated amount of banners that they already know? So they have the math worked out in their heads well, because you know these promoters go to these tracks and just hang signage where they think. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a bunch of uh, track monkeys. Right. Yeah, hanging signs. So tell them that you know they don't know they don't know the rules they don't they don't care yeah, they're yeah. just told to hang these fly racing banners right. everywhere right right so they, they don't know the rules but make an opening every twenty every, every whatever it is hundred yards every hundred well, whatever yeah just yeah. when you go put your fly banner up instead of connecting it to the Cherubis banner you leave a gap between them. Four foot gap, three foot gap. I don't know. It seems pretty logical. What? Do you want to tell you your new your new race tech rant? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do it again. What do we got? What happened? My race tech round of the night is we gotta do the fucking drawing again. <laughs> why? I don't know why. What the fuck's wrong with Dave Steele? What happened, uh, Dave? I, what if you're David Steele? I'm sorry, David Steele. That was for the uh the Yamaha privateer raffle. I didn't filter by the uh Whoa. <laughs> Dude. Hey, hey, wait a minute. This is Paul. That was a big one. Did David Steele buy a ticket for the one twenty five? that I don't know. Fuck God, I hope I, he I didn't. Think, I think he should be fuck if he did, I think he should get it. That was it's not his fault. You're fucking kidding me. So they're all in one pool. I don't right? even know what to they're say. They're all in one big pool, and I didn't listen. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Listen, yeah. he hasn't had a big one. In a, I don't even remember last but time. But what do you do now if you're David Steele? Sorry, I think, sorry, I think David. if David Steele bought the uh, ticket, he fucking... Hold on, hold on. You can't do that to him. JT. Steve, are you okay? Uh, he's <laughs> he's not. He's, he's been rattled. Listen. Yeah, he's off tonight. What are we... Are you hearing this, JT? Yeah, I'm hearing you yell about track entrances, and it's... It's a little bit alarming. Like you, you sound very upset about something you shouldn't probably be that upset about. What about this drawing? The drawing—that's a—that's a big mistake. Yeah, that's a big mistake. Listen, you're you're in a corporate American world, JT, and the winner is Paul Parabinos. What do we do? Well, I didn't hear oh. the initial drawing. All I know is that David Steele is having a hell of a night. <laughs> I don't see any for uh, David in this in this particular raffle. Okay, so, so God well, then, bless. Then redo it, yeah. Okay, you know what? Save David's email. We're not going to give him a bike, <laughs> we'll give but him maybe something. a t-shirt. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe well, a t-shirt of a, of a YZ 125? Thank God he didn't enter this maybe if he didn't. Key for ink hoodie. Maybe yeah. a t-shirt of a 125? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him a brochure of the YZ Give him the shirt you're wearing right now. Oh, boy. Well, okay, well, David, we're apologize. <laughs> Mark's apologizes. I'm sorry, David. Yeah, uh, uh, we're, we will uh, now do a new drawing for the 2022. Shouldn't even be sorry. He I'm didn't back even in enter. it. I'm back in it, Kiefer. I know we're back. Well, okay, yeah. Dark Side and Kiefer are back. Uh, All right, yeah, let's do this yeah, again, yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah, Here we yeah. go. Right, okay, hold on. Do we, is this the real drawing? <laughs> Let me put it up on screen. I'll be able to tell. By Depends the, on who the winner is. I'll be able to tell by the ticket number this time. I didn't, okay. I didn't catch it the first time. So, um, all right, Dark Side. Yep. Tell me when. Now. Uh, oh no, Jamie. Just kidding, Jim Brandolino. Jim Brandolino, congratulations, Jim Brandolino. That one's legit. That one's right. I okay, all right, Jim, Brand- Jim Brandolino. <laughs> you are uh, you are the winner of the 2022 YZ125, and uh, we'll get that all dialed in and everything else. Sorry, guys. Again, thank you to Yamaha. Poor Dave Steele. My Fuck bad. you, David Steele. Oh, uh, David Steele. My bad. <laughs> JT, welcome to the show. He still has a, a thank you porn career. So he's what do you think about my idea of the of the race tech rant? Uh, I mean, it, I, I get it. I, I just couldn't understand why you were so angry about it. What's well, a rant? Um, it's a rant. It's a race okay. tech rant. Well, it, it's logical for sure. I, I don't. I, I mean, you have to talk to track designers to see if there's any possible reason 
for this not happening that we don't know of. But other than that, sure, why not? I mean, I, I think it makes sense on the surface. All right. Uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Again, flyracing.com. You were at the Motocross the Nations. Uh, you're in the uh, TV booth with uh, Paul Malin. Um, we had Lewis Phillips on earlier. He did not uh, really like the penalty to Lupino. Thought it should have been way more. Uh, where do you well, stand? Well, yeah, of course. Oh, well, why, of I think course? everybody that, that has a British accent agreed with that. No, from no, what, the, no. What, I mean, British wouldn't I have won. Know, they wouldn't the have internet, won. The internet was on fire with uh, – other nations weighing in on this. But Lewis is not calling it for Brit. They would have got second instead of third. Who cares? Uh, but, you know, he's not like he's Dutch. So I don't oh, see so his... what's an appropriate penalty? Well, he said, you know, the rule is, you know, the, uh, the, they determine the number of penalties you make up plus one is the rule. And Lewis is saying there's no chance he only lost ten spots. So you give him last plus one? But I don't, last I don't and know. A I little bit worse. I don't know. So okay. So you're fine with this? I, I think it's fine. Ten spots is a lot. Which could have it could. It, in all reality, if they didn't have such a gap, right? It really could have fucked. No, Lupino passed the dude with only three laps or four laps to go to win. Yeah, he had to make a move there yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you're fine with it. I am. Yeah. I am. I, I think it's a little bit arbitrary. You know, like I don't know how you come up with ten. Right, uh, but I mean, ten ten spots in a, at the end of a race when you're that spread out is a pretty severe penalty. Okay, all right. Um, what did you make of the race overall? What did you think? Obviously, uh, you know, team, no team you say, no no team Aussie, all that kind of stuff. What you what you make of it? You know, I wasn't sure going in how it was going to be. I thought it might be pretty underwhelming and just kind of the air got sucked out of it between USA not going and then you didn't have a lot of the star power. And, and we, we knew that that was going to happen, right, for, for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. But it was still pretty great, I thought. You know, Mantova may not be the best venue. Um, it's certainly not on the scope of some of the tracks uh, like Erne or even St. John. Um, you know, I, I think Red Butt is significantly better. A lot of the tracks are just much better than Mantova, and that's just, that's just fact. Um, I would argue with that with anyone even – the organizer of the facility. But I thought the venue had some redeeming qualities. Uh, it's really small as a facility, so there was kind of this coziness to it. Like, the everything was really compact. So even though there weren't a lot of people there, there was a 5,000-person cap, uh, it felt like there were a lot of people there because there wasn't a lot of room. Like, it was really a really small area to kind of file everybody into. So, um Oh, you know, it's right in the city, too. That's pretty nice. Like, the the city of uh, Manzibu is, like, right there, so it's really convenient. And it has this, like, almost like Southwick feel where you're, like, right in town or, like, Lakewood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, there were definitely things that if you wanted to poke holes in the event, you could. No problem. But, I mean, I thought it was successful. You know, at the end of the day, there was drama. It came down to the last couple laps. Um, and, and really, you know, if, if you had a team that was in the event, you were probably on the edge of your seat. Well, I had a team that was in the event, and it didn't go so well. <laughs> he wasn't on the edge of his seat. I wasn't on the edge of my seat at all. <laughs> I was watching them start in 30th in both. In all, right. In well, but I, I mean, you look at the nations, like even, you know, Russia, which is Team MFR, they were in it. Germany was in it for a minute. Yeah. France, Obviously, the podium France, teams. Yeah. Um, there was a lot, a lot to take in there. I just think as an American, if you were watching from home, it was – probably difficult to kind of get into it yeah it was the track to the rain the crappy weather opened up many just one line corners you know nobody wanted to go out and slop right (laughs) so 
yeah, it wasn't wasn't great that way. JT, sure. would you if you knowing what you know now after the race, if you didn't have to work, would you go? If I was spending my own money just to go spectate that event as an American, yeah, I think that would be pretty tough. Yeah, um, but you know, like if you're Steve, right, he he gets to go and network and increase his his presence in Europe. That's a different story. But purely as a spectator, I think that would have been a, a pretty a tough event, a pretty tough ask. Um, so yeah, I, I get it. If a lot of people that were planning on going canceled their trip at the last minute, and also, you know, we have to approach the vaccine thing. You know, this this vaccine thing has gotten so political, and it doesn't matter which side you're on; it, it's gotten political. And there's a lot of hard feelings on both sides. But the simple fact is, if you go to Italy right now and you don't have a vaccine, life's not very easy. Uh, they have what's called a green pass, and if you don't have it. You don't get to do a lot. You know, you can't eat indoors. You can't really go to anything that's inside. Um, basically, everywhere you go, it's the first thing they ask for. Hmm. So T- it would not be a very... Nope. I'm going to say T-Dags kind of made it sound like it wasn't that big of a deal for them. Well, for some, for some reason, he was able to enter the country with, without it, mm-hmm. uh, which is definitely not the, the rule and definitely not my experience at all. Um, I was asked. I don't know. I was there for 12 days, and I bet I got asked for a green pass over 100 times. Hmm. Would would probably be a fair assessment. I think USA is different from Canada, though. You know what I mean? As far but, as but it doesn't yeah. matter. It's the first thing they ask you. Like when you walk in to a restaurant or a hotel or a bar or whatever you want to do, a, a tourist attraction, it's the first thing they ask you is for a green pass, and they scan the QR code. And for for myself, I have a vaccine card, but you can't come in otherwise like you're literally like they'll just turn you around and you're back right. outside so i don't know how t-dags got around that he probably was at the track most of the time yeah he was riding um, at one point he was riding his dirt bike through the streets he said <laughs> yeah. i don't yeah, yeah. yeah. right so, i don't know but it's uh it, it would be not be very much fun to go to europe right now without a vaccine regardless of how you feel about it right yeah. i i get both sides i understand the argument but the simple fact is it wouldn't be very much fun hmm um, yeah, it was cool to see Tony win it, um, you know, regardless of the penalty and everything else. That was super awesome to see uh, Antonio Crowley because he's, he's written great at some Disney Nations and had teammates had shitty luck, and other times he's crashed out at Disney Nations, you know. So super cool to do it on his home soil. That was, that's really well, awesome. Well, and it would be a true shame if Tony Crowley ended his career without getting that win. Right. Um, you look at the accolades and the things he's accomplished, and really for me it just comes down to the person he is. You know, there's a, there are a lot of great dirt bike riders in this world, but the person that Tony is off the bike and also is that great of a champion, uh, guys like that don't come along all the time. So I would have been really bummed if that was something he just didn't get to experience. And uh, to do it at home uh, had to be that much sweeter. How'd you like it being in the TV booth with Malin? Well, I mean, Malin is, is all-time great. Uh, the things he's doing behind the scenes and – the amount of information he has at his disposal, like what he's memorized, is unreal. Like he is a true historian when it comes to you know GP racing. And uh, you know, I, I would guess you and I and Weege and all. I'm sure people feel that way about our American motocross. Um, you know, memories and and our recall, I guess would be the right word. But he amazes me every single time. Like, it'll be the most obscure rider you've never heard of. I mean, yeah. from some really small, tiny country, and he'll be able to rattle off that he was 
third place in the junior 85 cc world championship in in 2014 yeah. well, you know and the, you're right and you know what's crazy about it is he's the next rider right so and he was yeah. legit right he, oh he was way legit no no he was great and you yeah, just don't yeah, I mean, see he won this right, race. Yeah, you don't see GPs. the riders putting in that kind of work Right. post-racing yep. career. So good job for Maynard yeah. to do that. Now, he's a true professional, no, no doubt about it. Uh, he takes it extremely seriously. And the cool thing is he, he likes to have fun on air. Like, he doesn't necessarily have to be really proper on air, but his approach and his preparation is is really, really top-notch. It's impressive, honestly. I think it's cool, too. Like, for me, when I, when I watch GPs, he is very, like, if something goes sideways, he's, like, in it. Yeah, yeah. Animated. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, whoa. And he's yeah. like he's like yeah. a rider, like he could feel it, you know. If I was next <laughs> yeah. to him, JT, and I, I've done this at Bercy with him a few times, I've called the action alongside of him. I just hammer him on ninety four his nations. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, like, what was it like, Malin? And he's and he's so modest. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you rode the race of your life and you beat Team USA. Like, you know, you can whip it out and no problem. Like, right. I respect that. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's so modest, and I'm just like. Man, that guy looks great out there, Malin. You're right. Like, he looks like you on rails in 94, man. He's riding so good. And Paul's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, I would have just been hammering him, JT, next to him. But, Paul, uh, did you think you rode this good? Did you think you could have beat these guys in 94? Like, you know, I would have been all that, all that over. So. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he certainly could be more boastful than he is, no doubt. Um, yeah. But I think he truly, had, like, he, he enjoys the role I think he has to be – He's the kind of the voice of the series, yeah. you know, and for most people, especially if you don't get to go to these races or even if you're European and, and going to a GP is just like a once a year or once every few years thing, he's the voice you know, you know, all the time because he's always in the booth and usually by himself. Uh, and, and I think he wants to do a good job. And, uh, yeah, it's certainly reflected, uh, you know, when he's on air. Do you see, like, you know how us American fans – Fuck Emig, he sucks. Fuck Shaheen, he sucks. Like we, everyone sucks. Like, does anybody really say that about Malin back there? I'm sure it happens. I mean, that's that's the nature of the internet. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would tell you, he makes it hard. He makes it really difficult for those people, just because he does a great job. He really does. Um, I try to, I try to learn from him for one, uh, because you know I get these opportunities and I want to do the best job that I can. And he's setting the bar so damn high. Uh, but again, you know, it's a great person to learn from. And, uh, I mean, I've watched as we all have all kinds of racing announcers, whether it's moto and supercross to, to car racing, to you know, stick and ball sports analysts, man, I, I would put him up there with most of those guys, because I think the cool thing for him is he's doing both jobs, right? Where in supercross, we have the play-by-play guy, and then we have, you know, the analyst, right. And, and, for like for Weege, for perfect example, or if you want to go, um, you know, who any of the Supercross guys, uh, they are really trying to manage the show, right? They're getting you in and out of commercial. They know when to go to hard breaks and all these things that take training. Like they take a lot of experience to know and to juggle and to make sure that the action is continuous and all these things. He's doing all that by himself. Plus, he has he has to know everything there is to know about the racing. He has to break down incidents yeah like there's just so much happening in your ear that i don't think people realize like there's and for a show like mxgp let's say um like next year redbud all these all these stations be live cbs sports will be live like all around the world well everybody's in your ear from these different countries telling you when they're coming back and you have to be able to know when to stop talking because there's a break that you can't talk during 
when they're rejoining. Hmm. And you can you can see Weege doing it. If you have the the Peacock app, right. you can tell when it's happening because there's a break. Like, they don't talk, right? Well, someone's in Weege's ear telling them, like, 10 seconds to air, three, two, one. And you have to, you have to shut up right then and wait for it to rejoin and then jump in. Well, that's happening for multiple networks inside Mayland's ear because you have, like, Eurosport, you have CBS Sports, wow. you have all these crazy networks from around the world that are all rejoining and it's just like this chaos and he's he's navigating it perfectly so i can hear it all and i'm just glad he just looks at me when i need to talk and then i can tell when he wants me to shut up and i just shut up are you have you come around on the gate pick idea yet jt you're you're upset on the text messages on sunday morning like that antonio didn't get the inside gate but it's like the mx2 guys need need that inside gate no, I don't think it's a blanket statement, though. I think it's situational. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, it's not a, I don't think I'm just right and there's no other opinion. But my opinion is that when you have a guy that can get you a great score, I think you have to take advantage of that. I, I really do. Um, and I, I don't think it's the same for every team. I think the Netherlands did the right thing by putting Jeffrey on the inside twice and uh, putting, you know, giving Glenn the inside as well. Like, I think – or they actually didn't. They put Glenn on the outside in the first one. I thought that was a mistake. Because what happens if your MX2 guy gets a bad start, right? Like, for Van de Moestijk, he wasn't really riding that well throughout the weekend. He's coming back from an injury. So his chances of success overall were not great, in my opinion. Um, you know, he, he's just not on the level of, like, Guadagnini or Vial or those guys right now. He can be, but he's not right now. So I thought he was going to be, you know, outside the top 10, probably 15th or worse, both motos either way. So why not just have him start out there and sort it out, right? Just fight it out. But if you, if you can give your guy a chance to get a top three score, which Tony would have done, which Glenn did in the second moto when he got the good gate pick, I think that's a score that you're absolutely going to use. And it's a really powerful score where Van Moestijk's probably not getting a good finish anyway. Well, Guadarini went like 5-6 or 6-5 or did. something. So, you know, I mean, like like Tony, absent of Koldenhoff torpedoing him, Tony would have made that work. You know, that was a – and then and then the MX2 well, guy – you say that, but no one made it work all weekend. Like, no one. I, and I watched every single race throughout the weekend. No one made a good start from the outside all but, weekend. Okay, so. but maybe when I say make it work, I mean get a good result, not right. get a good start. Get a good result. I mean, Koldenhoff uh, did it, right? Um, guys have, guys no, did it. No, Koldenhoff didn't do it. Not in the first moto. Not, not in the first no. one. No, but the second one. Yeah, but he got the, he was on the inside. They gave another the gate one. pick then. Hurling, so it's Hurling's yeah. made it work then. No, I think they gave the, uh, they gave the gate pick to Hurling's too, I think, the good one. No. Yeah, Hur- Hurling's came from uh, – or Koldenhoff. Someone made it work from, from the outside. outside. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. In the he was about around the middle. Yeah, he was Okay, the but th- I'm saying get a yeah. result. They can make it work from the outside. They can get good starts. And, you know, Hurlings and Caroli, these guys are elite talents. Give them the shitty gate. They'll they'll figure it out. Um, and put your MX2 guy that needs all the help in the world uh, on the inside gate. This is- I, I still I, I don't agree. I, I think uh, with the way that event was going and – the outside, if your best guy has, has literally no chance, and I won't say no chance because there were, you know, I guess I can't, but Give me a time team. after time after time, the outside was not working. Guys were crashing. They were coming out last. You can't see. You're in the mud. Your bike's ruined. I mean, your, your race is garbage at, at pretty much at that point, like Glenn's was in the first race. Well, they, went, well, no, they went down. 
they went down. So right. that's that's you know. But yeah, that's what happens out there. Well, no, I just told you about guys from the outside gate that got good results. We just went yeah, through one this. guy. You named one guy out of forty. Uh, could Koldenhoff or Hurlings who had the outside gate? You, you named that's right, you named Koldenhoff. That's it. Yeah, Koldenhoff. Okay, and he went sixth, I think. Something like that, sixth over or third, third, yeah, yeah third and second moto. But yeah, in the yeah. first moto, he got thirteenth, well, okay, and Tony yeah. got twentieth. Right, he, he went down. So again, uh, I'll give you another example. Okay, so Jeffrey has the outside gate on Saturday, right? And it's a pretty weak because it's just the open class, right? So you're a watered downfield. There's only like whatever twenty something people in it, twenty nine or whatever. He's got twenty eighth gate pick. He didn't even try. Like he knew the outside was was so garbage. That he didn't even he didn't even set his start hook, start hook. Yeah, but he just let everybody go and rolled around to the inside and then took off because okay, the outside was I mean, a death wish. Like it, it was it was just asking for trouble out there. Well, that's what he's saying. Like he can make it work. Like let's say he just, just did that. Like just, he could roll the inside. Yeah, go ahead well, and do well, that. Okay, from... with with twenty nine guys and only the open class, and you're you're battling with guys from like Greece and Israel. <laughs> yes, you can make it work. I, I, I get it. Like no problem. But with 40 guys that are better, and now you're, gonna, now you're hoping that your guy gets in the top five starting 35th, like with double the talent, it's not good odds. I, I, won't, I won't back well, away from it. I uh, think that in, they, sh- they should have put Tony on the inside. In race two, Belgium, Van Donek got fourth, and Liam Everett uh, got 13th. Somebody pulled a good result from the outside. Did you notice that all of the stars went to the inside the last moto? No, but... I'm okay. saying. Well, I, I, I don't mean, know that, what to tell you then. First of all, okay, they're all 450s <laughs> in, the, in the third up. moto. They're all 450s. So of course, it, that doesn't matter. But why I'm would saying, you give your worst guy the best? I, chance I'm saying you give your MX2 guy the inside gate. That's what I've said from the very but beginning. What, what would be the difference between giving the worst rider? Well, somebody has the inside to, versus the MX2 rider. Somebody it's has the same to start. argument. It's Some, the same argument. But you're on a 450, so whatever. Somebody has to go outside. But. Like it, it's the same. It doesn't matter what size bike you're on. If you're trying to give the worst rider, like with the least chance, no, which would be the second rider, you're two, trying to give him the best chance of success. No, are two fifty cc's on the are, are two hundred fifty cc's less than four fifties? No, they're two hundred. No, they're less. They're less cc's than four fifties, right? Correct. Yes. So therefore, the my whole point is the MX two guy gets the inside gate because he can't pull a start from the outside. The four fifties. Possibly. Neither can the 450. Possibly they can. Absolutely. You put Jeffrey Hurlings out there. I bet you he could. I know you just finished saying on Saturday he didn't do it, but I bet you he could. I bet you Antonio Caroli could. These guys are elite talents on great motorcycles. They can do it. Not, Steve, not, I know you weren't there, yeah, yeah. but the start, like, have you seen, like, Bud's Creek start? Like, you know what that looks like. You're not getting well, a good Maybe tell your guy gate. Tell your guy at uh, in front to uh, do – somebody's got to go out there. So okay, well that that's not what the argument's about. The argument is what the situation was. And the argument you can is argue the, that the start's not good, and I would probably agree. But the situation was the inside was unbelievably more. You know, it wasn't even close to being fair. Bobrashev so, got fifth in race three, and his teammate got seventh. Somebody got a, okay. somebody worked out well from the outside gate. So it's, I don't it seems think they like got a very good start. It seems like it's possible, but that's not the point, JT. My point is that the rider. And I know what your point is. Hurlings, Caroli, these guys are are can get good results from outside gates. That's my point. Mm. And you should always start the MX2 guy on the inside, all the time. I don't agree with that. Okay. I don't agree with that. Okay, fine. 
Um, well, you ask me if I'm coming around, the answer is no. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, we have lots to get to. Connor Fields is coming up here as well. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, Conrad Muse, JT, Fly Racing Zone. Put in a good result on uh, Saturday, Saturday, right? Saturday yeah. he was good. Fly Racing Zone. So Yeah, he was phenomenal, honestly, on Saturday. Um, I don't know where that ride came from. That was by far his best ride of the year. And really, I mean, that's what I think his team and people that are close to him kind of expected from his MX2 season, and it just has not happened. Um, That's kind of the level he's been on in the British Championships, winning by, like, you know, 30 seconds, stuff like that. And then he gets to, you know, the GP, and he just doesn't – he hasn't ridden very well. So, you know, uh, Sunday was much tougher. You know, that track, good luck trying to pass, you know, 450 uh, on a 2.5. Trying to pass anybody on anything Anything, was almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so he had a he had a tough day, but um, yeah, Saturday was I mean amazing. Like he was, that's what I, I said on the broadcast. Like find me a time this year or any year where Conrad Muse was reeling in Tom Vial. You know, I'll yeah. wait for you to find it because I don't think it's ever happened. Uh, Jason Thomas, we got Mason on the line with some future headlines. We're going to get to him right away. Uh, so it's the numbers are up. Seal Savers, Mason. Yes. The the what did I say? You said Mason. I just didn't know oh. if you know this from Seal Savers. Um, the numbers are out uh, for twenty twenty two. A couple things for you, JT, I want to talk about. Colt Nichols took 45. Colt 45. Mm-hmm. Do we like that? I do. Are we all on board with that? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. JT? Yeah, it's cool. I'm yep. fine with it. I'm good. I mean, he's been 45 like his whole amateur career, so it's, um, it's. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Eight, Hunter Lawrence took 96, his old racing number. That's a little odd. Oh, like Roxanne, I guess. Really? Like 94. Yeah. So he was 96. I mean, it's the same thing that Colt did. It's the same thing that a lot of guys, I mean, I don't know. Josh yep. Hill did, like lots of guys do it. Yeah, I guess so. Ninety six just seems a little weird. Uh, Jet stuck with eighteen. I would have took a single digit. Yeah, he was, he was pretty set on that. Yeah, he was. He was. How about RJ? Uh, Called in last last show. Yeah, trying to get he got ninety nine. RJ yeah, Wageman made it 99. in. You saw that? It's amazing. Yep. Why is that amazing? One outdoor, one supercross. Got ninety nine. It's good. No, yeah. he did the last two. I think he did. Yeah, Paula. He did a couple. Paula and Hangtown. Mm-hmm. Did he score any points at Paula though? I think he absolutely did. He did. Yeah, I picked I him in fantasy. Ar- I'm talking about. I'm talking about RJ. RJ. Oh, yeah. RJ. I'm sorry. Yeah. He didn't score points at Paula. No, I feel mm. like he did. No, he didn't. Can we he check was, that? Mark? He was just outside. Paula, RJ, Wageman. Thank you. Okay. Yep. All right. Poor David Steele. Just a bit outside. Uh, okay. Um. So, but did you guys? I don't know if you saw this, but so uh, Blake Baggett, number four. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about this? Yes. Numerous. Was it? Is it any publicly? Was it any mentioned? No, anywhere? I think you mentioned it in a tweet or something. I don't know what you're about to say. So the AMA said numerous attempts to contact Blake Baggett were unsuccessful. Oh yeah. So they do not know if he wanted to race or keep his number because Chad's keeping his number, Justin Hill's keeping his number. You're allowed to do that if you don't have any points. Right. And Blake, they couldn't contact Blake, and he gave up number four. Right. I love it, JT. It's never changed. I know, this has been a this has been a highlight for you. I love it. It's such a Blake Baggett thing. Never change. <laughs> yeah, never change. It's great, right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of I kind of shrug my shoulders at it. Like if he's done, I don't think he cares. But yeah, I, I know you you've really gotten kicked out of just, this. I just I just think it's hilarious. Like you know, it's typical. So our our buddy Vaj, he works at a construction site. He sees him all the time. Oh yeah, because he works yeah. on the steel company for right. his dad. And they don't even talk dirt bikes when they talk. Here's my point, though, about Blake. Okay, look, he's free to do whatever he wants, right? He quit. It's, it's good. But when you're a top rider and you're asking people to buy your Chupacabra merch and, you know, your social media is out there. Not that Blake posted a lot. Don't <clears> you – like, okay, like, there's a percent of fans – and I've, I've said this argument before. 
There's a percent of fans, whatever number you want to put on it, that were Blake Baggett fans. Mm-hmm. They liked him. They, yep. they thought he was odd. He won f- awesome. They won. He won uh, Phoenix. You know, he won many outdoors. And sh- like, you have fans, Blake. Right. People who bought your merch. Right. People who followed your career. People who lived and died with your results on the weekend. Don't you owe yes. your fans? No, you don't owe them money. You don't owe them. Don't you owe them a post or an interview or anything saying you retired? This is why. You know, obviously he was in a payment issue with his old team. Maybe that was it. Maybe it wasn't. Obviously his wrist was hand was jacked up, right? Don't you owe the people that invested in you an explanation on why you're not racing? Where do we where do we stand on that? I don't know if O is the word I would use, but I think it's the right thing to do. I think okay. yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. Um I think he had a really bad taste in his mouth and just doesn't give a shit anymore. But I get it, and you can go away forever and, and talk yeah. to Vaj on steel sites, no problem. Like I don't but just one something once. Just yeah. just something to the people who invested in you. I think that's really shitty. And he's free to do whatever he, he wants. Stu did, the, Stu did the same thing, pretty much. Yeah. He it, took, it took Stu a year. Right. He put out a retirement post one year yeah. later. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's coming. I, I think it'll, it'll okay. come with time. Right. I've I, talked I, to I, Keely I really a couple do. times, and Keely says they're going to talk, but she has also always said that at the time they couldn't talk. Yeah, yeah. So well, I don't – I get, I get yeah. that. I get that. I'm just saying, like, again, these athletes don't owe us anything. But, dude, I think it's shitty to just – I do. I agree. To not – Tell your fans, and regardless of what you think of Blake Baggett, he had fans. The dudes that, you know, just tell them you're done. Here's what I think happens, and there it becomes such business with them, right? Yeah. And then they get shit on for whatever reason, through the team or yeah. through the whatever. They have such a bitter taste in their mouth. They just put everyone under that umbrella or everything under that umbrella and they're just out uh, yeah i'm yeah, out yeah i'm bitter right right. i'm not right, riding right. i don't want to look at their bike yeah, fuck yeah. dirt bikes I, I fuck everyone he wasn't getting paid either right so he had beat, right like i get it i get it but dude the people that no i'm, yeah, I'm with you i'm right. about to say like yeah. you have to know the difference between uh who's paying you yeah why you started riding your dirt bike because this is what amazes me about a lot of these guys they're just so burnout and bitter they don't even look at a dirt bike for 20 years and you situation like Stu Baggett they're just like I'm out for a while until they can calm down or get paid and then they come back and to me as a fan that would tell me what kind of person that dude is JT I know we have a mutual friend at fly that at some point was saying um that they Blake wouldn't talk to him wouldn't return their texts or calls right at one point in this whole thing uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard okay. from Blake at all. But but but, um, but was, I, I mean, it wasn't me. But I, yeah. I think that's pretty common for most people. Like, I don't. I, I think he just kind of stepped away. Like I don't think he was talking to many people. But I'm saying, like, I guarantee you, hey, fly racing WPS. Tell uh, that to him. What? I feel like he would be a perfect candidate to talk about that. Should I float to him now? Yes. Have you introduced him, though? I haven't. Yeah, we don't even know if he's... Is he he even here? We're on YouTube now. Everybody knows him. I love that that jersey. (laughs) I know. It shocked me when it came in. It shocked me. (laughs) I really love that jersey. Welcome to the show, uh, Olympic gold medal hero, BMX champion, Connor Fields. What's up, man? What's up, boys? Thanks for... uh, That's a great jersey. You know, I wore it for Chris. Yeah. It was a hard fought. (laughs) As soon as I saw it, I was... Derek Carr jersey, JT. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> For now, this week. If it was anybody man, else, I, I would have said something, but I was like, that's ah, Connor. It's all right. I'll take it down. 3 0. Hey, no hate mm-hmm. comes. 3 0. Yeah, doing good. I always believed in him. 
Yeah. Yeah. You should have right, seen, seen the text going back between mm. me and him when the game was on. I've been a lifelong Las Vegas Raiders fan. You know, we've been through <laughs> a lot of ups and downs over the past two yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and ask Connor your question, though. So you're as big as you are in BMX. There's a lot of kids, fans that love you. You have this crash, right? You even, when you got your shit together, semi, you made a post and said, here's what's going on. I'm going to take a little break. Just want to let everybody know. He made that, right? So why the fuck can't Blake do something like that? Hey, man, I got some stuff going on. I'm going to be out a little bit. I'll let you guys know. We s- crickets. Where do you stand? Before we get into it, have you guys checked Vital? Because they've got the answers on the form. Oh, no, I have not. No, no. But they, they know the answers. They know the right, answers. Right. Oh, well, yeah. actually, we should have called Vosh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just me, right? So yeah. I'm going to handle this the way that right. I would handle it. Uh, but you guys have kind of said everything there is to say. Like, he can do whatever he wants to do. And whether you guys think it's a good thing or a bad thing, he's still got the ability to do what he wants to do. Um, is it going to affect how people remember him and think of him long term? Absolutely. Either way that you handle it. Right. But whether he cares about that or not is, yeah. is a question for him. And, and, you know, I said the same thing about Stu, too. I'm just like, James, just tell the people you're, you're done. Like, it, you know, it, it's totally cool. Like, you don't need to go around and do all the interviews. Just, just a simple, right. hey, man, yeah. I'm done. Thank you but, for everything. But like, you, you know Blake, Steve, right? You talk yeah. to him, so have I. Yeah. Like, we all know him personally. I don't think he cares. Right. <laughs> no, he really yeah, don't. Like, I just think he was like, well, that's done. What's next? Yeah, <laughs> right. like, I don't think he was – he's not a sociable person anyway. When If you saw him make a post, it's probably because he had to. Like, he didn't make posts most of the time. And that, whether it's right or wrong, that's his personality. He's not like Connor. I know, but I dude, guess it's yeah, hard he's for not me. like Connor for sure. No. But yeah. It's hard for me to put myself in that position because I, I, I care a lot about people in general, right? And, yeah, they don't make my career, but in some way they do help it along. Dude, he's selling, co- uh, he's selling merch. And I know. People are buying merch, you know, so giving that's money. So that's where like, I, try to, like, I try to see his side, but right. I just, I, it's hard for me. Dude, and I get you're bitter, and I understand he's bitter. Stu was bitter. I get Blake is bitter. Bro, you've made millions right. off motorcycle racing. Right. Like, you, you, you've won. You won in this great game of professional ath- Correct. A- athlete. You made it. Yes. Yeah. He right. kicked my ass. Yeah, yeah. Connor makes five five figures, but it's... I don't think he was, like, he was the driving force behind any of this, like the merch or the social. Like, I have it on pretty strong authority that all that stuff was like, hey, we're going to, we need to do this, and I'm going to post this, and I'm going to put, like... yeah. I just think he wanted to race his motorcycle. Yep. That's yeah. it. Right. Like that, he, that is it. And I don't know that he really wanted to do that in the end. So Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, JT, before right, we – One oh. last thing I'll, okay. I'll throw in as well. Like, I know he's said he's done or told people in his circle that he's done, but it's a process. Like as an athlete, and I'm sure at some point in my life I'll have to go through it too, it's not something you just wake up in the morning and like, all right, cool, I'm done. Like right. you kind of got to go through you know, closing that chapter before you're ready to admit it, one, to yourself, but also to – your fans and yeah. to, to it's, like, it's like a breakup. And, and like JT yeah. said, phases, that, right? that'll yeah. come yeah. maybe yeah. down the road, yeah. you know. But I just uh, – and again, I'm not saying this like mm-hmm. any sort of selfish. Like I don't care about coming on the Pulp Show. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm just saying I feel like I talk to fans all the time, right? And I feel like like if you're a fan and you're into the sport, man, like that's your guy, 
There's a Blake Baggett guy out there, yeah. and, he, and he is just like, what the fuck has happened to my guy? Yeah, my guy TJ, right? my guy TJ is a huge Blake Baggett fan. Yeah. He's very disappointed that he, we hadn't heard anything. Right, right. There, again, I don't care, but I just yeah. put myself in a fan shoes. That's you what know? I'm saying. Or, you know, like like my favorite hockey player when I was a kid. You know what I mean? He retired, and like he told everybody he retired. Like, okay. you know, I mean, if Chiz went away and didn't talk, I'd be brokenhearted. Right. Uh, JT, before we let you go, I'm sure you're, you're completely time-zoned out, but uh, – <laughs> Uh, Mason has some future headlines, JT, and we know you love these. So, um, <laughs> Seal Saver Zone, Mason, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. How about yourself? Uh, I'm good. Uh, how's Darkside doing tonight, do you think? How do you feel like he's... Uh, oh, man. His shoulders are looking tired from carrying the show. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Team D-side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. What, uh, what's your future headlines? So, uh, I know you guys haven't had much to argue about, but um, anyway, so I know this is your last year, Steve, so uh, my future headline is, uh, podcast plummet as Pulp MX pulls the plug, or Dark Side dominates taking over the distinguished Pulp MX. Well, Mason, I, I, I'm hesitant to admit this, but I just moved into a nicer house, and... I can't quit. I need to make money for this house. Like I got to make money for this house because yeah. So it's not my last year and I can't say that anymore. And as much as I wish I could. So I will take whatever the one. No, you got to answer one. I mean, make JT answer. You got to answer. So it's pulp plummets. Yeah. Or I take over. Well, dark side. This is why why JT hates it, but that's yeah. yeah. Well, but neither one of these scenarios is applicable. That's that's every time. That's 99% of how JT feels. That's right. This is actually, we talked about this down last week. When it's time for you to say, okay, really, say, I'm done. Yeah. All of this goes away. Right. All the shows that you've created. Yep. All these fans that love it, right? Yep. Just like the Blake Baggett thing. Yep. I'll put put a post out. Are you going to do, hey, this is my last (laughs) show? Are you going to do a last show? I don't know. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't think it would. Are you going? 1700, Steve. 1700. What do you say? (laughs) You said you're going to interview Evan Ferry's kid for when he comes Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He could put uh, Evan's jersey next to his dad's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Uh, like, have you decided what. I had a nice plan going on. Thomas Victor or WPS were going to buy the show. Mm-hmm. JT was going to run it. And, mm. you know, I mean, everything was going working out. I had a nice plan. And then we had to move. And now <laughs> I need to make money for this house. I, I was there for some of those negotiations. So, I don't think that was ever close to being I done. I felt like Thomas was close. Mm, okay. JT, don't you feel like it was right no, there? No, I don't. Oh. I don't. <laughs> Shocking that Steve your, and JT disagree. plan was you were going to sell it. Have nothing to do with it and start a new one. <laughs> yeah, for millions. <laughs> no, that was, you that's were a good one. That during the negotiations, <laughs> yeah. that was only when the uh, non-compete ran out. <laughs> yeah, like thirty days. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know if we had to decide that, but um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. But now I got to keep working, so I'll keep you saying, "How's your bike set up today? How's your setup? Got a bike? <laughs> you got a bike?" Mason, <laughs> uh, what else you got? Uh, nothing. Just want to say thanks for having me on. Oh, I thought um, you just had the one feature headline. Okay, all right. Um, that's it. Yeah. Well, thanks for the support of the wrap-up show. Uh, Seal Savers on board with that, and uh, and the the Mister Side here. So. Yeah, appreciate Mr. you. Side is awesome. Like I said, he's carrying it. Oh God. Oh <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay. Hey man, you called in this time. The first time I was here, Damon Bradshaw called in. You know, I mean, it's, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Got to have my supporters. Uh, thanks, Mason. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Connor Fields in uh, in studio here. Pulp Mech Show presented by Decal Works, Fly Racing, and Motorsport.com. And, of course, uh, JT as well. Uh, anything else, JT?
I don't think so. I think I'm ready to go to bed. Okay, well, think about uh, how much you mocked my nets, and now think about how you're mocking my entrances to the track, and you think about that. I don't that. think I'm mocking it. I was just curious why you were so angry. That's just what he does. Yeah. Well, I like it when he's angry because yeah. he's always Passionate. a five, so it's nice to see a little you know, animation with yeah. Steve. It's good. I like when I like when he gets really happy about things though. Like getting really mad, like that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. Right. I'm happy that I yeah. see Derek Carr's jersey here because uh, we we're right now. You're here. not happy every Sunday, like mid game. You're just cursing and <laughs> thank you, throwing hurling yeah. insults. Exactly, they, he Connor, does. They make it. They make it tough. <laughs> make it tough. I, I, the games that they're in are exciting to watch. Yeah. Like. I prefer a blowout, but at least we've Dude, got something to watch. I think I'll, I'll throw – Miami will score, and I'll throw something up to Steve at text. No one cares, Kiefer. No <laughs> one cares. <laughs> all, all three of us have teams that break our hearts pretty often. JT's team's got a blue field, so. Yeah. I just want to hit a motor yeah. cross. No, that's not my team. <laughs> it's kind of your team, I'm sure. No? You're not I mean, I, I like when they win, but it's, it's not my team. Like, if they lose, I just kind of, eh, whatever. I thought you were a Florida guy. So Florida he's a bandwagon, he's yeah. a bandwagon fan. When Boise's no, good, I mean, he jumps yeah. on. When they're bad, he jumps off. Yep. No, no, I, I don't care. Like, there's no emotion involved for me, like, at all. I don't care if they win or lose. I, I watch them because it's, everybody around me is watching them, but uh, there, there is, it doesn't affect me at all. Where Florida loses, it's, I'm going to have a long, a long night of staring at the ceiling and probably punching pillows. But, but no, <laughs> no pro team for you, really, right? Not really, which is so weird because I'm so into it. Like, I love fantasy football, and I and, – I, I just don't have a pro team. I, I think because the teams were so terrible, Jacksonville and Tampa were the two closest ones, and they were just so god-awful in my youth that it was just impossible to cheer for. Yeah. Like, you just couldn't. They gave you nothing. Oh, the Raiders have given um, us nothing. They, for, I was going to tell JT that as a, a lifelong Las Vegas Raiders fan, yeah, yeah. he's welcome to jump join, in with you us? and I and yeah. join us if no. he wants to. Yeah, I don't need that kind of suffering in my life. We're a plucky little <laughs> expansion team. Here in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. So, uh, all right, JT, thank you. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check it out, and uh, and we'll talk soon, man. Thank you. Okay, guys. Later, right, JT. See ya. see ya. Give the MX2 guy the inside game. Um, I, Connor, before we get to you, we, we got guys on the line from, from Australia that want to talk about the wrap-up show. So yep. let's, let's quickly get into that, and then certainly Connor Fields will be there. Uh, Nick, what's going on, man? How are you? What's going on, guys? Dark side. How you going? What's up, Nick? And then also we have Trent as well. You oh, guys, are, you guys are the Moto Unlimited show. Limited. Mogo Moto, moto limited. limited. Yep. Well, why is it unlimited? Well, who wants to limit your Moto? Yeah. Why are you unlimited? Yeah. You have to ask Trent that. Trent, why are you limited in the Moto? Like we just on the limiter. We're limited in just talking about Moto, except for sometimes it blows out into something completely different as well. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so you guys are <laughs> doing the wrap-up show me. this week? We are. We've okay. taken over from Darkside. we got to carry him on the, the wrap-up show. Uh, he, Nick's his genie, Carmichael, and I guess I'm Big Rick. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Nick, well, how, how do you think he's been doing so far? It, it's, an improvement from, uh, it's an improvement from the other, the other show. But, you know, there's always room for improvement, Steve. They can always get better. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate you acknowledging that. I agree with that. Uh, sometimes his, his, his wrap-up show performances is all over the map. He is like Blake Baggett on the wrap-up show. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all over everything else. So, you know what I mean? I, I, I understand it. Um, the one thing, though, I think he came in hot with the Dylan Ferrandis 2022 450 Supercross title. Please bring that up as well. Very hot. Very, very hot. Too so. Hot. Just, you know, never winning a main event to just beating Tomac Smoking and beating everybody, Webb and yeah. beating Roxanne. Yeah. Yep. Just, yep. yeah. 
Standing by it. Okay. All right. Didn't Cooper Webb not win a win a race if he won a title? What's that? Didn't Cooper Webb not win a race before he won a title? See. Uh, yes, yes. Generally, you're right. It, 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 but mostly, it does not happen. I just don't think Cooper's going to repeat. Go, you know, back to back. I don't think Kenny has it right now to right. to win the whole series. And, and I think Eli's going to be adjusting to the new bike, and Dylan's right. going to slip right on in. What there. about maybe? What about the nine? Nine could be good. What about no, the two three? Dude, I hope the nine sorts it. Uh, yeah, I hope. Let I, me just I'd love to let see me the nine. Get let me just tell you about the nine. Okay. Encouraging signs from the latest surgery. Oh, good. That's good. You know, he had the nerve right. issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been seeing him riding at the track. We're good. Yeah. We're good. You know, and I, I'm, I'm making this <clears throat> Dylan statement without knowing for sure that Zacho's coming back. So we're not locked in on that yet. That could change some things. Okay. It's, right. just, it's just where I'm at right now. Okay. All right. Well, the wrap up show boys here, they, I mean, they're going to work with that, I guess. Yeah, they're going to have to wrap it up. Yeah. Please don't make a mention that the 2022 YZ125 uh, drawing, <laughs> everything that happened there, boys. Just move on from that. <laughs> That's in the notes. That is in the notes. Oh, Marks. Poor Marks. If anything, we're entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we keep it light. Yeah. Here. <laughs> loose program. Um, loose program. Yeah. Yeah. No, we are a loose program. And, and shit goes sideways on our show a lot. That's so. what makes it good. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. Of all things that could have happened, that was, that was pretty far down the list. So I, I'll take that as a win. Honestly. <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys are do- taking over the wrap-up show this week. And yep. when's that coming out? When are we looking at that? Tonight. Are you going on? Yeah. You're going to call in. They're going to call me. They're going to call yeah, you. Yeah. We're going to do it yep. Thursday night, U.S. time. It'd be Friday morning for them, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's the plan. Correct, Nick? Darkside, you need to you need to work on getting Kiefer. Because I, I, I feel like we can't do this without Kiefer. Mm, Kiefer's uh, a busy man, man. He's tough. hard. He's, hey, look. I, I deal with this every week. Get a hold of him. Try to lock him in. It's not easy. It's not easy. Hey, man, you beaten off? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about that time. Yeah, where, uh, yeah, yeah. He's very, yeah, very cutting busy. into that time. Yeah. That's that takes a minute. Right. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I think it's I think it's Thursday night this week because typically we would do it yeah. tomorrow night, but that's not really enough time to get everything done. So yeah, Thursday night, uh, U.S. Well, cover and hey, boys, cover the e-bike ride. From this afternoon, please uh, get his feelings and thoughts on getting on the taser. It looked like a success. Yeah, I think I think it was. He he yeah, he was good. He I'm was here. Out, yeah. I'm alive. Connor's Connor's been out with us. Was the battery charged? <laughs> yeah, the battery was charged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I not charge your battery? It, it died on us when I was oh, riding. Oh, that's with right. Yeah, I was yeah, concerned yeah. with that. But you were an Olympic athlete. I wasn't even worried about. Yeah, that. That's exactly <laughs> why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hey, like, you you pedal for a living. Yeah, I was like, take take this. Oh, hero! Oh, the big hero! I got a gold medal. Well, then, you know, take that. Take no battery. <laughs> take no battery. <laughs> Steve just wanted to do that so he could take credit for it. If I did good, I got the extra training. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Boys, well, uh, anything else? Uh, dark side, do you get to sleep in the house tonight, or what, where where are you actually sleeping? He's gonna let me sleep out by the pool. He's uh, he's in the house. He he's got a, he's got a bed. Yeah, he's here. So we're we're letting him do that. I just hope he doesn't steal anything from. Improving the dark side. I hope he doesn't steal anything from the from the studio or anything. <laughs> steal? It. You never know. Don't man. wake up with him standing over your bed. Yeah. You know, I did notice JT and uh, my brothers. They didn't make it up here. Yeah. Oh. Hey, hmm. you know where your jersey and T- JT's jersey is hanging up, though? Oh, where? My studio. Yeah, I'm on Team Dark See, Side. You notice I brought a... Uh, My jersey's with yours and JT's. You were supposed to bring there. me one. Gold medalist even not yeah. up. Yeah, he was supposed wow. to bring me one. Wow. 
Oh, uh, I mean, I use this excuse a lot these days. <laughs> Do it. I forgot. Yeah. 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 Remind me. Well, but, uh, and you actually, that actually works. Yeah. yeah no, oh, I had a massive got, head injury. I, I've got a get out of jail free right. card for a while. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but you notice that my bag was, that I brought for my clothes is a helmet bag, a formula bag. Yeah. This JS7 oh, helmet will fit perfectly. Yeah. No, no, so that, if you see my clothes right, laying in the bed right. after I leave tomorrow. Right. Oh, yeah. We're going to clip the pony tonight, boys. Oh, yeah. Yep. Think, uh, okay. Clipping the pony tonight. We got, a, we got an offer for him, so he might take it. Yep. Mm. Okay. Yep. Very, very big offer. Can't wait to, can't wait to, I can't hear, wait to hear, hear about it. that. So, uh, all right, boys. Uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, down under, the wrap-up show this week. Again, uh, Guts uh, Racing, Michelin, uh, Bicycle Tires, Motorsport.com, Seal Savers. All on board with the wrap-up show. And uh, looking forward to Darkside talking about how his, his night. And, yeah, talking about Darkside. <laughs> Being in studio. <laughs> this is what you want, right? You want the in-studio guest on the wrap-up show. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Nick yeah. did it for you. Uh, all right, boys. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thanks, Steve. Later, Talk guys. Out, all right. See you later. See that's uh, that's Nick and uh, uh, Trent. Trent yeah. from uh, Moto Limited. Um, hey. Um, hey. Jim, is this Jim? Yes. Jim, you won the YZ125. I can't believe it. Yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim Brandolino. Brandolino. Nice job. When, when did too. you buy the raffle ticket? Do you remember? Yeah, today, about oh. uh, an hour before the show. Dude. Oh, dude. That's, what, that's fucking Shit. every time. No, it's not every time. A lot. Well, three or, yeah, out of the so four times, had, I think. Yeah, yeah, we have. That's Marx's machine over there. We, he does it. Thank what you, guys. Uh, congratulations, man. Hey, That's awesome. Do I get any credit for stopping it when I did? I, I mean, yes, I, you do. I love you, Dark Side. I love you too, You're man. Awesome, bro. I love you too, brother. That's, That's cool. Where do you live, I man? I love the pony too. <laughs> uh, cut Jim cut, off. Cut Jim's off. Do not, Jim. do not cut the pony. Do uh, not cut the oh, pony. Oh, we have well, an offer for him. I feel see. like Jim has a pony. I do. Yeah. Jim. I do not have a pony, believe me. Uh, oh my Jim, do you have any buddies with ponies? Awesome, I love you guys. Where do you I live? You guys every week. Where do you live? Keeper, you're awesome as Good. well. Right. Thanks, Jim. He's fired up. Matt, you're awesome. Hey, Thank you. Won. I'm, you guys. Yeah. Where, where, what's your backstory, Jim? Where do you live? How long you been riding? What's up? I, I live... I live in just south of Chicago, about an hour south. Um, there's a couple of tracks by us, Byron and Joliet Motorsports Park. Yep. I've been riding since I was about uh, 18. Yeah, how old are you I'm now? 43 now. Nice. Actually, my birthday was just the other day, September 11th. Hell yeah. Well, happy uh, birthday. You guys are awesome, and I uh, love you guys. Well, are you going to rip this 125 or what? Absolutely, dude. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. What are you riding right now, Jim? I have a, actually I have a 2021 YZ125. I've actually uh, emailed you a lot, Kiefer, with some advice on getting some parts for my 2021. Awesome. This thing is an upgrade over 2021. Yeah, no, this, this I, I haven't even got to ride it yet, but that's it's all new, yeah, pretty much. It's all new, man. New new V uh, V force comes with a V force comes with redesigned redesigned bodywork. New cylinder. New cylinder. Yeah. So I'm excited. I, I what are the odds it. that the like, winner? I was watching and I saw where David Steele won. Oh. And I kind of like. <laughs> Wasn't really paying attention, and then all of a sudden I hear my name. I'm like, "Holy shit! I can't believe it!" This is how a winner should react. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah and good. I also can't believe that the winner of the bike has a 125 YZ5. Right. Yeah. Just a year or yeah. older. So you guys are awesome. Awesome. I love it. Uh, Thanks, love Jim. We'll awesome. be in touch, man. Congrats, we will be in Jim. touch. All yeah, right, man. I really appreciate it. Thank I love you. all you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Night. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Wow. That's Jim how you do it, man. He didn't thank me once. 
For you tried to fuck him out of a bike. Yeah. 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 What the shit? Got to do another draw or oh, what? Yeah, um, Jim's out. Uh, by the way, this uh, this hour of the show brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Uh, whether it's the rig gear bag, the old 9800, a backpack, a helmet bag, whatever it is, the folks at OGO will have you dialed in. And traveling sucks. We know that. But at least if you're going to do that, uh, travel in style with the folks at OGO. Uh, I absolutely love my uh, rig bag that I use my gear in. Uh, it's got a little uh, compartment for the dirty stuff. It's got some stuff for the, for the clean stuff. Uh, my backpack as well, laptop sleeve, and tons of pockets, everything else. It makes traveling uh, a breeze with OGO Power Sports. If you go to the uh, contact form on pulpamex.com, use that form, send it to us. We will pass it on to the folks at OGO, and they'll dial you in. So love the folks at OGO. Uh, what, are you, what are you using right now for OGO? I would love to tell you. Uh, I don't know the name of the bag. Oh, are you the you uh, you have that? I have uh, the smaller the bag smaller with one. the compartments, yes. which I think is bitching. That's too small. It's too no, small. No, yours is too big. Yours is too small. I lifted it up out of the what van yesterday. Are we talking yeah. about yeah. bags? That's what she said. <laughs> oh, I would go somewhere else there. <laughs> yeah. It's it's humongous. You don't need all of that. It's got everything I need. I put everything in it for what? Two days of riding. You don't need all that. I have multiple sets of gear in there. Yeah. Two. I have my helmet. I have my under protector. Did you bring one helmet? Yep. You would love my gear bag. Dude, it, I don't it know. It would fit man. in the. Where do you put the rig? In the back of the ridge, or do you put it in the trunk? Trunk. Barely fits. Fits fine. Barely. I mean, either but it fits it, or it doesn't. Like, yeah, I, yeah there's, I, there's no it's barely like a glass fits. slipper. Yeah. There's so many pieces from that that you could cut up and yeah. that just sound like something completely. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we Nick and Trainer on that. Yeah. We would not do that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some good audio there. I, I forgot the name. It's awesome. So I, I need one like probably what you're talking about because I only, I only have a 9800. Yep. And then I have, like, three of their backpacks. Right. And the best thing about them is their lifetime warranty. Zipper breaks, they replace yep. it. That's awesome. But I didn't want to bring the 9800 on an overnight trip like tonight. Right. But the backpack was almost a little too small because I brought my mountain bike helmet. So bag. I need a smaller, a, mid, a medium-sized bag. So I need to or look into that. Or a carry-on or a little carry-on. Yeah, yeah. Right. I need something like that. Right. Um, but the, I have the trucker. Which one is it? The trucker gear bag. This one. I so have it's this okay. One. So it's just a little bit it's smaller. It's $199. Bucks. It's awesome. It has different compartments. It has... Everything's marked. You can put boots in there. If you're Sweet. a boot. Good thing it's marked. So you're like, oh, where's my helmet? Are oh, your, oh, are I your mean, boots in there? If, yeah. if you're Connor, I guess you need Are you marks, outside the yeah. boot guy or are you inside <laughs> the boot? Huh? Inside boot? Uh, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm just going to your house to go ride, boots go out. See? Trucker. Okay. Yeah. I don't use mine for my gear because I have an enclosed trailer. Can I we talk use, to Connor now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just okay. want to say this, Sorry. this hour is brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Okay. Thank you to those guys. Yeah. Uh, Connor Fields, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Um, we all saw your crash uh, mm. on the Olympics, uh, a gnarly one, a good one. Um, how are we doing? Are, are we 100% yet or are we still feeling it? No, we're still feeling it. Yeah. Um, Jeez. It's definitely improved. Yep. Uh, Pull your mic a little closer if you can. I Thank you. I feel closer to normal okay um you know in the beginning it, it wasn't good at all and yep. we can get into that but uh the biggest thing i struggle with right now is just like energy levels yep so the best way i would describe it is imagine if you start your day with your phone at 50 percent battery and then you just have to be smart and strategic about what you use that battery for because at some point you just go flat yep. and so that's kind of where i'm at now but um other than that i feel pretty much back to normal in terms of like communicating yeah. and being so you weren't and, you weren't even like at the first you, were you troubling having trouble communicating and walking and anything like that like was it a tough go you want to get into it yes yeah okay so what do you want to know do you want to know Let's, from from the do you remember anything i have five days missing wow did they did did they induce in a coma no okay so um i want to start okay from if you remember yep 
Do you remember the crash? No. But okay. I'll, I'll, so I just so where start from where you where remember. Stops. So the morning of the finals day, I remember what I had for breakfast. I remember going out to the track. I remember practice. Warm-up felt good. And then I remember we were on a rain delay. And I remember asking um, the director of Team USA, you know, what's the go with the rain delay? What's going on? And he said, unless there's lightning, we're going. Um, and then like 10 minutes later, I remember him saying, hey, there was a lightning strike within five miles. So we have to wait uh, however long right. before we go again. And then after that, nothing. nothing. Wow. So I don't remember the first couple of races that I did. You won, you won the second one. Yeah, it was going good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, I guess in the first one, I would assume I was just being a little bit safe because I didn't wet. like your, I didn't like your performance first one. it was wet and I yeah. just planned it safe because it's like it. <laughs> that so I was, worried, I was worried a little bit for us yeah, yeah. well uh, it got worse yeah yeah <laughs> no shit. Um, and then the next thing I remember is in waking up in the hospital yeah. and uh, which was a very a day later or like no, later, no, no. a couple hours or August something. five yeah. days oh we lost five days oh so you, fuck you you don't were you were you awake though during that time? So I was unconscious for five six minutes yeah this is all just from yeah. what I've been yeah, told yeah. Um, they loaded me into an ambulance. At that point, I stopped breathing and they had to assist me with breathing. Um, we got to the hospital and Team USA brings, this is actually pretty cool. I learned all about this. They bring, um, a bunch of different specialists when we go to these Olympics oh, who knew? in case people yep. need it. Yeah. Um, you know, Japan luckily would be a, if you're going to get hurt, that's not a bad yeah. country to get hurt. Right. Rio, Brazil, eh, might not <laughs> yeah. be quite yeah. as good. You know? ah, we're going to flip a coin here. Yeah, <laughs> so um, the neurologist that Team USA brought came directly to um, the hospital, and had I needed surgery or anything like that, yep. it would have been him performing it on me. Um, as wow, that's awesome. To, that's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, That's yep. comforting. Yeah, right? yeah for um, sure. So we got there, and uh, immediately they did scans and stuff. So I had brain swelling. So we, I, from my understanding – if it swells, they have to cut the skull yep. and relieve the pressure. So right. he was kind of on standby for a few hours while that happened. If it got any bigger at if a certain got, point. They right, would yeah. have had to go in. I was also bleeding in three different spots on the brain. So they had to kind of wait and like, is the bleeding going to stop? If not, we're going to have to do something. Yep. Um, luckily, the bleeding stopped and the swelling went down. And then at that point, it was just rest. Um, but where it got really scary was for my family or friends at home, right. they had no information. They tried to get over there, but due to COVID restrictions, yeah. they couldn't get over. Um, there was even a conversation where my dad was speaking to someone from the embassy where like, if it was a situation where it was like, do we pull the plug? Do we not pull the plug? Do we what? Like, make, really? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Can he, can I get over to make yeah. those decisions? Yeah. And they were like working on it with yep. the ambassador trying to get it to where someone could come over. Um, Laura wasn't there, right? Like, no, no she, she's no, you couldn't come. Yeah, no yeah. one could. Oh, even nobody, wanted okay, to, yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. come. So when we were watching, that's the first thing Heather said. She's like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so for them, unfortunately, they had to wait. But then, you know, and un unfortunately, anybody who's involved in, in motocross probably has a small understanding of head injuries. Yeah. You don't know right away, like, how bad it is um, when you have a head injury. And so it's a lot of wait and see. So at first, uh, again, I don't remember this. They would wake me up and they would ask me, what's your name? Where are you from? How old are you? Just questions like that. And I would like, I would wake up and I would answer and I would answer correctly. And then I would just fall back asleep because yep. I was so tired. Um, and that lasted for a few days where I slept pretty much yep. the whole couple of days. And then I started to kind of come to and realize, you know, I, I knew I was in Japan. I knew something must have happened at the Olympics. Yeah. I knew what yeah, was okay, going so on. Yeah, yeah. But I guess from people telling me, um, 
for those first few days, I was like 10 second Tom from 50 first dates. Just <laughs> what happened? What happened? I, I kept asking the same questions over <laughs> right, and over right. and over again. Um, That's common for people who have, yeah. Who yeah, have yeah. And uh, I just continued to kind of get better. And then it was just like, okay, so what's going on here? Like, and I would quiz myself just because I was curious. And like, I could remember my third grade teacher. I, yeah. like, I, I wasn't missing anything outside of those five, five days. days. Yeah. Um, so that was that made me feel a little bit better, but I was just so tired and just slept a bunch. Yep. And um, I could walk around. I just rem- I remember. How long were you in the hospital for? Uh, I was there for another handful of days before they released me to go home. Okay, all right. Um, but I wasn't allowed to go home without like a medical accompaniment. Yep. Um, who would take my blood pressure and yep. all that stuff right. throughout the flight? Right. Um, did you get the upgraded the first because of that? <laughs> I did. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> you know, the only, the only thing that was worth it in the whole journey. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know. Thank you, United. That's why I did it. <laughs> Thank you, United. That's oh, why I did right, it. Right. Um, United flies the Olympics. Uh, the United. Yeah, but Olympics. that's not why I did it. That's what uh, I was laughing uh, at. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Delta is taking over that sponsorship next year. Oh. Well, yeah. Welcome to the sh- good thing you're getting out of it at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a shitty airline. Good thing you're getting. So, yeah, that was, you know, from what I can remember, that was yep. it. And then after that, I went to the – again, this is – if you're going to get hurt, getting hurt at the Olympics is the place to get hurt. Sure. You yeah. get taken care of. Yeah. Um, so they they got me out to the University of Utah where they have a relationship with, like, the, the hospital there. Yep. And so we did more testing, and I, I met with more experts, and we kind of figured out – what where I was weak, where I was deficient, what I needed to do, and um, did you have your motor skills? Everything good? So or? physically, I yep. was pretty good. Outside yep. of I broke a rib, yep. my shoulder was sore. I had cuts and scrapes all over me, yep. but I could walk. I had balance, all that. The biggest thing I I struggled with initially was I was just slow, like cognitively. Yep. So you would ask me something and it would take me a second to respond. Yeah. Or like problem solving, like and th- I did this in therapy a lot. They would give me like riddles, or like brain teasers yeah, i yeah, guess yeah. and it was so hard like stuff that would typically be easy it was really hard to kind right. of kind of think and it's something did they, did they make better. you do any raffles for people with motorcycles <laughs> no <laughs> they, okay i was just checking yeah. all right okay yeah. but it, you probably would have got the same result had you asked okay, me all right, to do okay, it then just checking um so that was kind of the next step was figure out exactly what was going on and how bad yep. it was and then um they released me to come home and i still even now once a week i i get on zoom with the uh people that run it yep. up in, in Utah and we kind of go over how things have been, where we're going. And I'm at the point now, which is great. I'm at like high level stuff Yep. Um, where, for example, one of my assignments this week is to read a book and then tell them about the book that I read. So like remember yeah, what I was yeah. visually processing right. and tell them about it. You don't um, seem any different to me right now. I know you pretty well. Yeah. I, I, you seem a hundred percent to me. And y- yeah, that's been about the last two weeks. Okay. I yeah, would yeah. say before yep. that you would have probably, yep. probably yep. noticed it. What about but, uh, Connor's kind of, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. see to me, he looks like he's a little tired. Yeah, I'm. I am tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like you're I'm tired. A little slow. I feel yeah. like um, that jersey is amazing. <laughs> that jersey does look good. I have to tell you. I have to give you, man. I'm a Niners fan, but that's a good looking. Uh, it's fuck, just simple. Fuck all you guys. That's just simple. Dude, that's just a good he, he color, for like man. Three hundred eighty-three against your team. That's a good he's color. Legal, good for you. Guy. Guy. Pass him, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Good yeah. for you, yeah. Miami Dolphins. Awesome. When's the last time you guys won the Super Bowl? Like 1965. Undefeated. Um, Anybody else do that? Okay, hey. I think a, I think a thing that I was debating on my group text, and we were all BMX experts, right? We're all BMX, BMX experts. experts. Yeah, yeah, and and, and every Olympic, every time Olympics come around, you're all we're all experts in everything. Uh, every right? four years, yeah. you guys yeah. are so yeah. into it. Yeah. But <laughs> any, you've, you've obviously watched it back. Is yeah. was that guy at fault? Was that normal? Was that okay? Was that a racing move? 
Where do we stand with that move? So here's what I think happened. Okay. Um, and you went a little long. So, and knowing you have to know the player. So okay. the guy who cut over it and caused the, the, the crash, he is so unaggressive typically that he's, at, he, he's actually like, people are like, dude, if, he, if yeah. you're more aggressive, you could win. Yeah. Like yeah. You're, he's so not aggressive yep. a lot of the time. Um, I think, and you have to also remember that if you're at the Olympics, like everybody's riding a little bit more anxious, a little sure. bit more on edge yeah. than they typically would. But I think that we were three ways wide. Um, the guy's name is Romain. He was on the outside. There was another Frenchman on the middle, and then I was on the inside. That double uh, was way too short for how steep the lip was. Okay. All week, people were having issues yeah, yeah. with it. Um, me and the guy next to me, uh, the other Frenchman, both went long. So... The guy on the outside, I'm assuming out of his peripheral vision, would have seen, okay, I've got two guys next to me on the inside. Yeah. I'm going to have to tuck in and go around the corner in third. And then all of a sudden, in, the, in a blink, he didn't see anybody because he got yeah, backside yeah. and we went long. Right. So then all of a sudden, it looked like he was clear. So then he just was like, oh, i got to get over, yep. and then just jumped straight over. Fuck. And unfortunately, because it happened while we were on a jump, I can't adjust, yeah. slow down, move, anything like that. One of those things where had he been six inches farther ahead, he would have cleared my tire. Yeah. Or had I been six inches farther back, yeah. he would have cleared. I would have tucked in for a second. Wouldn't have been an issue. Um, but it was one of those things where it just freak accident. I don't think it was intentional yeah, on so his you're, part. You're okay with it, like the move. Like I'm you, not okay with well, it, no, but, but oh, it wasn't okay. intentional. Yeah, not intentional. No, no. I, I, be, I, don't, I don't fault him. I don't yeah. think he was being yeah. malicious. I think it was just a racing incident. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I'm saying you don't... Yeah. I'm just not okay with what happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know that. I mean, you're okay with the move. Like, you get it. You understand yeah, yeah. racing incident. I don't right. think he was malicious. I don't think he had right. any intent to put right. me on the ground. Right, right. Or it, okay. It wasn't... It wasn't... It was... Was it aggressive? Absolutely. Yep. Was it a lot of distance to go over on the track in a short amount of time. Absolutely. Okay. Was he aiming at somebody trying to hurt them? No. No, no. Um, so it's, you know, one yep. of those things where... We Have he reached it. out to you? He messaged me in the hospital. Okay. Um, and... Well, uh, another thing, too, I was thinking, and again, all of us experts were debating this, yeah. like it wasn't the final. It, you, you, were, you were in the final. You were getting... The, you already qualified. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so I hadn't... So I, I, I don't remember having this conversation but i'm assuming knowing how i am i would have mathematically i wasn't clinched there was a scenario where i could get seventh or eighth and this other specific guy gets first okay but bro you weren't that wasn't happening right okay so i wasn't going into there thinking oh i just don't yeah. don't try the but, other thing you have to remember is your gate selection is based on that lap time yep so i wanted to be i'm an inside guy i like being on the inside so i wanted to be as far to the inside as i could have been he, the uh, Romain, the guy who I tangled with, mm -hmm. he was basically racing the eventual winner for lane eight because they both like to be on the outside. Okay. So he would have been trying as hard as he could to, to get Okay, his, so get my question was, should, should he have been that aggressive in a <clears throat> semifinal? Yes, he should have because he wanted his gate. Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, hypothetically, right. uh, let's say I won that, I won that semi yep. and then the winner of the other semi and, and I – go in and I have first pick he has second pick because my lap time was a tenth quicker than his and we're dead even down the first straight I have the inside yep. so it's super important for some athletes and I yep. put myself in this to yeah, be as far right. on the inside as you can I, I, was, I was equating it to like a heat race like hey man it's the last lap I'm in right. fifth you're in sixth we're both it's going to the main chill, yeah we're both going to the main, and you yeah. clean me out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, we're in the main. We're I did not know they went by lap time for gate. That third, yeah. that on the third one and only the third one okay. is the lap time for the next next round's gate. Got it. So he would have been trying really hard to get his pick, and I was trying to get my pick.
So can you tell from the video that when he came over, did he clip your tire, your bars? Because I thought he caught your bars. My TJ thinks like your fork's it, twisted. I think his back wheel hit my front wheel. Yeah. And then when that happened, I would have jerked because yeah. I can't do anything. Yep. And then that would have been when my forks moved, I, I think, because I would have pulled really hard. Or it happened when I crashed. And then that was why I went face first into the ground. And I had no time to brace, to roll, anything. anything. Have you seen crashes like yours with other guys in your experience? Like, is that something – is that a race incident, as you called it? It happens more in the amateurs because okay. they don't have the, the understanding of, like, yep. where you are on the track yeah, and yeah. things like that. Okay. Um, it, it, it happens. I've seen it happen before. It's not as frequent um, as, you know, right. a, a, another yep. type of crash. So. Right. Hmm. That was a good one. It, yeah. I honestly, uh, honestly, watching it live – and I was so frustrated by trying to find the damn race mm. on my on my on the it apps, wasn't easy on no. the apps and the, the yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's already angry when I was watching it. Um, NBC Sports had it. No, not not, not live. Not, like, if you go no, if you go live. to their app, they anyways, had all the I had to struggle to find it live. Yeah, me too. So, um, anyways, uh, found it and um, then it was in a rain delay. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. And I was in rain delay. Did you have a head injury? I have had a few. <laughs> That's um, fucked up. Oh, because I do it all the time right now. You were talking about the crash. Did I just fuck you? I completely lost my train of thought. Um, okay, so yeah. third one. Today, Junior. <laughs> Swear about the fucking raffle. Okay? Swear about so, the raffles. Let me ask you this. Okay. If I get to it, I'll, I'll think about Did you want to watch it when you got home and you were chill? Did you watch it several times? You just said, I'm good. I don't need to watch it. Unfortunately, I really didn't have a choice because like, I got tagged in it a thousand times on <laughs> yeah. social media, so I had no choice but to watch it. Mm. Um, so I watched it. It it happened. You know, it's not one of those things that I, I I'm not actively going to ser- oh, search. I know it out. what I was. Pookie just reminded me. Sorry. Okay. That's Pookie reading your mind. What? Pookie reading your mind. She's listening. She okay. Go ahead. Fair. Finish. Um, I, I'm not going to like seek it out to watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy watching that, but I don't have a problem watching it because yeah. it happened and it's just you know part of part of my life now. Okay. Right. So here's my frustration: watching it, see you go down. First of all. I don't know about you two guys, and it's don't don't lie here. I did not think it was that bad. Oh, I, I knew did. it was a bad one. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I, if you had said like, hey, from that crash, he's going to stay in the hospital for for, and for five days. You know what I mean? And, and like, I was kind of thinking like, maybe he's going to make the start. Like he, I, I saw you still made the main, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, okay, he's in the main. Like it looks serious, but that that's another part of my frustration was they showed people around you, but they didn't really like. Can we get some updates here? Yeah. Stretch it off. He was unconscious, like nothing like that. There was no updates like, hey, Connor Fields is unconscious. I could tell. There was no. I think because I stopped breathing, they probably were like, yeah, let's not say Was that anything. on the track? No. You stopped breathing? Or... I don't know. Oh, okay. You said, if I you said, said it was in ambulance. the ambulance. Yeah, that's what you so said. So I've, I've been told yeah. I stopped breathing, and I, yeah. I've, I was sore on my throat because I was intubated. But, yeah. but yeah. I don't know okay. when it happened. I, I was, like, frustrated by the lack of updates. So that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my thought is if it did happen on the track or if yeah, somebody not... realized on the track, oh, this is really bad, yep. then maybe they didn't see. Right. Yeah, they would never – if the case like that in, in Moto2, they don't – They're not going to show it. They don't really it. say yeah. anything. Right. How many yeah. have you had? Concussions? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forget. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I've had maybe five, like, bad, bad ones where I, I know I was concussed mm-hmm. throughout my career. I would – guess there's probably been a handful of others where it wasn't one that was like you're right. definitely concussed but you hit your head um i hadn't had one in three four years and that's for me I, i've always been 
Like if if it was between a torn ACL or a concussion, give me the ACL. Absolutely. Even though most athletes would be like, oh, we'll take the concussion because <laughs> it's quicker. Um, yeah, long term. Long term, I don't want to mess with my head. Like I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but like I consider myself an intelligent person. I don't want to lose that. Oh, look at your jersey. Um, look at your jersey. You're right. a smart guy. Yeah. Smart uh, guy. And I don't want to be. You know, I do know past athletes who have issues because they've had so many concussions. Um, so I oh, look, look at boxing or whatever. Yeah. You know, so, many of those so I've had a, yeah. a few, not obviously not like Have you ever uh, knocked yourself out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I had one, I don't know, th uh, three or four years ago before vet nationals, the practice in the morning, mine was, uh, came off a jump swapped and it swapped the other way. And then I fell backwards and I went back on my Lupino style just went bam That's like that and it knocked me out mm -hmm. and then i've had concussion before but this one lasted like i had lingering effects for six weeks and shorty was really good with me with that like he he talked to me a lot and he's he's like man i've had him do this this and this and but it's so scary i remember being in there with heather like months you know a month yeah. later going you don't know if you're going to get get it back. Yeah, that's oh. what freaks me out. Like we're dealing with that with all sorts of sports, right? Nowadays, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah, like, it's. I told Heather, I go, if I'm like this for the rest of my life, I'm I'm just get the fuck away from me, like get out of here, because there's no way that I could deal with myself, right? It's different than than a, an injury on your body that you can say my arm hurts, my leg hurts, this right. hurts, but the rest of me feels pretty good. Uh, when you just don't feel right, like something just doesn't feel right, it, it takes over everything that you do 24 hours a day. Yes. And that part about it feels really off. And I went through the same thing that you are like, what if I never feel right again? Right. Like this, I don't want to live like this. This isn't enjoyable. Right. So yeah. how, uh, how was your helmet? Uh, so I hit face first, which, oh, okay. is, which yeah. is I think part of why it was so bad because obviously a helmet has to have space for you to see. And, yeah. If you're going to hit a helmet, the back and the sides are probably the areas, this would be a question for JT, that would be better to hit because there is more padding and protection in the, in the, in the sides and the back. I went chin first, essentially, mm. and then hit my forehead. Um, so the chin bar is all messed up. Yep. The Bro sides are- Did it break? Are, the chin bar? Yeah. Did the chin bar break? Um, I don't think so. Okay. It's just all yeah. like yeah. mangled. Mangled. Yeah. Right. That's a good word for it. Bunch of scratches on the sides from when I rolled. Um but I, I have it, and I plan on giving it to JT to have the Fly Guys take a look at yep. it and see what's going on right, and, right. and all that. The thing that I found was interesting, too. Um, so I fell my right side. Like, most of my cuts and bruises and my broken rib was on the right side. The left side of my brain was the side that had the bleeds because it hit the skull. Bounced, yeah. Mm -hmm. which I've, and that was the side that was swollen, which I found to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And which side, of the, which side of the brain? What does that? What does that left side do? Does it do your? Motor I think skills it does the does right the side. I don't know oh, okay, exactly yeah, yeah. what. Because like, there's one side that does like motor skills, and one side that does memory. You know what I mean? Like there's different quadrants of the brain that yeah. affects different things. I, I so. forgot. Okay, it's great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so so good. Uh, Connor Fields on the Pulp Mech <clears throat> Show, presented by the folks at Art of Sport. Uh, you can find Art of Sport nationwide at Target stores and Walgreens and <clears throat> CVS. All products under ten bucks. Charcoal face wash, any dander shampoo, all of it under ten bucks. Artisport.com. Of course, Kenny Roxon's involved with these guys as well. Do you have, have you tried this? I haven't. Oh, we got to get you mm, some. It's good. Uh, Seven thousand five star reviews. Everyone from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, Men's Health, and more are showing them love. Uh, go to artisport.com forward slash pulpmx to uh, uh, make yourself a uh, uh, an artisport purchase, and you get a little bit of discount as well. Artisport.com forward slash pulpmx. Uh, Thanks to Artisport for bringing in Connor Fields as well. Really appreciate that. Again, the hour brought to you by OGO.
This says left brain handles reading, writing, and calculations. Some call it the logical side of the brain. You don't have much going on. No. <laughs> no. Not logic. No, no, no. Thanks, man. Uh, people, I'm, I just fucking kick it. I was uh, reading some of your comments when you, you did a post, and people are like, hey, when are you coming back? You're like, dude, I don't even fucking worry about that. It, yeah. it blows my mind yeah, like, like how, next week. <laughs> and I understand it if it's a kid or if it's someone who doesn't know better, but like grown adults right. were like, yeah, like can't wait to see you racing again. Like, Bro, chill out. <laughs> like, give me yeah. a second. Like, right. I have been, I don't even know what I'm doing. And it, it actually is pretty funny. So, when I met with the neurology team in, in Utah, one of the things that they mentioned was we advise very strongly that during your recovery, you don't make any major decisions. Right. Don't go buy a sports car. Don't make a huge investment. Don't propose to your girlfriend if you have one. Yeah. You don't, don't quit racing if, if that's what you do because you're not. Right. And uh, it is funny because I talked to another friend of mine, not a BMX, or uh, just a friend of mine who at work had an injury. And he was like, bro, I proposed to my, my now <laughs> wife like three weeks after I got this gnarly concussion. And I was way out of whack and I did it. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna follow their advice. Yeah. And I'm not going to make any major decisions until but I go back and meet them again. This was your last <laughs> Olympics though, right? That's what I had said beforehand. Yep. yep. But I also planned on having a successful Olympics that okay. I could right. be all good. Walk so, off in yeah, the sunset. So yeah, I don't yeah. really know if, like, you know, obviously safety is paramount, and I yeah. don't want to do anything to put myself at risk. But if that's the final lap, I don't really want that yeah. to be the yeah. final lap. So yeah. I go back in January. We're going to do some more scans and tests and stuff, and we'll meet with the doctor. Right. And at that point, I'll make right. a deci- I'll start making decisions that matter. I'll buy my sports car then. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, it's funny, though. The guys in Supercross crash, and then I get tweets. How are they? Motherfucker, they just crashed 20 minutes ago right and they got, they got carted off. Right. I'm in the press box. And if I wasn't in the press box, I'm not going to the ambulance. I don't know how they are. Yeah. Right. I'm not yeah, sure. You get answers pretty fast sometimes, so that's why people ask that. You'll post something almost instantly. So-and-so, yeah, I got word from the pit, so that's why they're asking that. Yeah, right. but usually you ask people... Are they okay? You don't say, hey, man. They just want to know. No, all these yeah. guys want to know, if, is their fantasy team okay? That's all they It's care. funny because uh, after mine, my last one that was pretty big, Heather asked me a couple things. Hey, do you want to do this? And I remember going to a, a, a game and a concert, and I'm like, when did I fucking agree to do it? <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, you said you wanted to go. I'm like, I don't remember that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing, too, just to kind of touch on what you were saying is like, <clears throat> I've always I've been an athlete, so I've been on both sides of it, so I get it. And, yep. I, and and a lot of people haven't been on both sides, so they might not fully have an understanding from another person's perspective. Empathy, you know, there's yes. not much empathy in the world these days. But it's like these are these are people. They're humans. If they've if they've got a bone sticking out, if they've had a head injury, that's human first, and then they could be the professional athlete afterwards. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. You know, if they're going to be on your fantasy team right now, like let's yeah. make sure they're okay, and then when you know they're okay, then you can stress about your fantasy team. Right. And I say this as a semi-average fantasy player. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. There's not a lot of humanity left. No. How does your fiance feel about maybe you coming back? Does she have an opinion? Is it just? She's got an opinion. Yeah. Maybe not the same as yours. By that smile, I know. <laughs> yeah. what, I know yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, 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 again, like putting myself in her shoes. I couldn't imagine what it would have been yeah. like to be sitting at home not knowing. They should have updated idea. us more. Is what they should have done. Yeah. They should have told us more. Take it up with bullshit. Weech. He's NBC. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> we just, just fall. It's always we just fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit that you were you were out and, yeah. and, and I we knew nothing. Like, yeah, for days. I, like I said, I, you were in the final. I'm like, okay, he made the final. Like maybe he can get up. Maybe he's okay. You know what I mean? Like nothing. There was three or four days I think before I saw anything legit 
No, I knew from somebody at Fly. I think. That, okay, well, that see, next I didn't, but I'm saying, like, yeah, somebody was like, a, look at Max, or somebody was like, oh uh, yeah, he's he's it's it's bad. He's yeah. he's out. All things aside, yeah. the most important question: everything good. I uh, yeah, I mean, no, I, no, he's 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 talking for after after dark. Here we go. Everything is great. Actually, you'll Perfect. like this. Hey, hey, this <laughs> might <laughs> this might wait. Am I going to do after dark? Because I'll wait in this story until after. No, dark. this yeah, is great. It's a great can, time. You can do after dark. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> it's not really that after dark. I'll, I'm just going to go with it. Okay. It's not that bad. So w- when I got to Utah to do my, my testing to see kind of where I was mm-hmm. at and what was going on, um, one of the questions that they asked me was like, and it was on a, everything was on a scale from 1 to 10. It was like, where's your sexual drive? Mm-hmm. And it, I hadn't even thought <laughs> right. of it at this point. And I said one. And I just remember thinking to myself, this is probably the only time <laughs> in my entire life that it's ever been a one. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. We got a call for you here from Nick. Uh, Nick, what's going on? What's your call? What's your question for uh, Connor Fields? Hey, how you doing? What's um, up? Yeah, I was just wondering, like, are you, I know uh, if you're not physically there and you're not all the way mentally there, are you still, like, I know Olympics is three, you know, three years away. Are you still like that's your goal? Is that going to be one of your goals still? Um, I don't know yet. I, I'm going to wait and, and wait until I fully recover and and then just kind of take some time and and think about things before I make a decision um, on that. Whether it's going to be you know one more race or one more year or going all the way through the next Olympics, I'll probably just wait and see uh, down the road when I'm feeling better what I want to do. Yeah, see, I thought you were I thought you were going to come in tonight, and I know we had talked about this before. This last Olympics, you're going to get on with your career, your post racing career. I thought that's I was like going to say like, hey, so when are you going to you know after you recover, are you going to get on your? But no, we we might be still racing here. We might be doing yeah. what you said. Yeah, 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 I'm going yeah. right. to follow the doctor's right. advice and not make any life decisions until right. January. At which point, I'm buying a sports car. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, there you go. Anything else? Nick, any any advice to the uh, the younger age group? You know that might take spills to get back up or to get back to it. You know because it's kind of you know they want to see their hero get back at it. And you know you got any advice for them for that? Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, when you're in a in an action sport, whether it's motocross, BMX, skateboarding, like risk is a part of the game, and and you have to understand that you're going to take some knocks and get hurt a little bit, and getting back up is is part of the game. Um, taking a knock when you're 18 though is a bit different when when you're 29 yeah. so it's uh yeah. Yeah, it's i i always aimed to be a good role model for the youth but i'm not going to do something that i don't want to do personally just because it'd be a good you know role model for the youth all right man yeah. appreciate all right. it thanks. thanks for the call man appreciate thank you. it thank you I, I like what you had to say about the brain injury right it's not like a broken arm or an acl it's this is something that can affect you for the rest of your life it can affect everybody around you and you're being smart about it so i mean if you're a kid and you're riding and you have a, a head injury and a concussion you need to give it some time you need to think about it you need to seriously think about the long-term <clears> effects <throat> of a head injury yep and, so. li- and listen to the the doctors you know look I've come back early from injuries when it's a ligament or a yeah. bone or something like that. I raced the last Olympics with a broken wrist. Remember the first yeah. time I came in here? Yeah. Pookie's bringing me ice, and two months later I'm racing. Right. Um, but like you're saying, the head is a totally different yeah. ball game. So if you're a kid and you do have a concussion, don't hide it. Don't act like you're fine. Listen yeah. to what cool they to say. Not, not in that instance. If, right. it's, if, if you're you know, bruised or something's on your body. Yeah, you can tough that out, yeah, yeah. you know, if, if you want to, but not when it comes to your brain. Yep. Connor Fields on the uh, Pulp Show brought to you by Art of Sport. Let's uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off, shall we? Let's uh, We got those, right? Let's do this. 
It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. You know where's X-Brand? Freddie Norn. You know who else wears X-Brand? Not me. Chiz. I can't even get any. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say either. It's, sad. Re- it's a sad, sad day. It's, it's, just, it's sad. Hey, I mean, he hasn't had that many in stock because they're selling. They're going. They're flying off the shelves. Flying. And you support another brand. I mean, I, I mean, the brand is good. Pulp Show Twenty One to save at X Brand Goggles. X Brand uh, EKS Brand dot com. Uh, great goggles and uh, again privateer choices. Uh, so many privateers. Ben Lemay, Surratt, Chiz, mm. Freddie, Henry Miller. They're all wearing X Brand. What's Alessi wearing now? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him at all? Negative. Never heard of him. Nope. Uh, rapid fire questions. Let's do this, Mark. <sighs> Smell cookies. Steve. Who hey, I, I, I have questions for Connor. I just got to make them up right now. I'll probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve. Yep. Who's an aspiring moto media mogul, a future Steve Mathis? Mm. Nick and Trent. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know them well enough. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Clearly not me. Darkseid's very upset that you're not saying his name What? Can we say Kellen? We Ke- could say he, Kellen. He made, it, he made it at this point. Yeah, I feel like he's in the media, right? Yeah. Like he's in. So, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like uh, um, my edge, quote unquote, is that I was a mechanic for so long and I know these guys. And obviously less and less now. Like, you know, nobody around still racing that knows me from back then. But I'm still like, you know, around the guy. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. It is. 30 seconds. You're somewhat of a unicorn. All right, my question for Connor. Okay. Ready? All right. Connor, uh, who is going to win the 2022 450 Supercross Championship? Eli. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. A little bit more believable than Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dick. All right. Pew, pew. Yeah. Which bike tickles the balls more, a four-stroke or a two-stroke? Five hundred. Uh, yeah. It's not an option here. It's a two-stroke. Uh, two-stroke. Okay, there you go. Dark side. Yo. Where do you stand on hair pulling in bed? So, do you pull ponies or like the <laughs> pony pulled, or both at the same time? I like pulling hair. Uh, I'm not really. I don't want my hair pulled though. Yeah, that's not, I, I like that's not fair. All right, well, fine then. Fucking, she can pull my hair, but I like <laughs> I like pulling hair for sure. That's right. All right, all right. Be an equal opportunity lover. Yeah, yeah. Fair okay. enough. You're right. Be an easy lover like Philip Bailey and easy Phil Collins. Lover. All right, Steve. Uh, when Darkside finally tells you to fuck off and quits, who will host <laughs> the wrap up show? Uh, my guy Nick. My guy Nick from down under. He loves it. He's right into it. So yep, Darkside. Feel like the Flippy AM radio. Flippy. Uh, station though wrap up show wouldn't be as good right I feel like a little a little AM audio? Radio. what do you mean by AM radio it, uh, is their audio good yeah yeah they do good okay. they, they right. got good equipment yeah they're good alright Connor. you got Connor? one for Connor alright Connor Connor uh, have you ever raced a BMX race against anybody that's a male that has a ponytail yes names um, the guy named Pete Pasquale from Northern California. <laughs> oh, Pete Pasquale. My guy. That's your guy. My yeah. guy. Yeah, Pistol uh, Pete. This is a, yep. a while ago, yeah, but yes, but I have. Con- Connor just moved to second yeah, place. Yeah, but you're, you're young enough where this isn't the 70s. So this <laughs> is like when you, you're in the modern area when men shouldn't have ponies. Yeah. And Pete Pasquale Did you, had one. 
Did you hear the audio? You didn't because you listened to the wrap-up. I have audio of you telling Blake Baggett how much you love the pony. Not Blake Baggett, Blake Wharton. Love the pony. The pony looks good. I mean, but I, I do think... Blake's a, a little younger. And okay. I think, yeah, and I think out of a helmet, yeah, when yeah. you're winning a Supercross, a pony's a good look. Okay. When you're winning a Supercross. That's the only time, though, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's like a rock star. It's a very like, narrow window. Like like <laughs> Hagar, yeah. like his hair looks rad because he's on stage with chicks Rock. and, and rocking out. Yeah. So you could pretty much do anything. Okay. But when you're digging electrical ditches, electrical wire ditches, Water. or whatever the fuck but, you do, yeah. maybe not so much. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yep. Well, we got a hell of a deal coming up for you, though. Yeah, oh, we boy. do. Yep. God, I can't All wait. right. We got a lot to get to still. There's yep. a lot of good stuff coming still. That's what she said. Yeah, we're trying to make this a short show. Yeah, yeah. well, right. Right. It's, I don't I'm think it's down with the short show. Okay. So whenever you right, want to cut it off, okay. let me know. Kiefer, yeah. Describe MXDN 2021 in one word. Wet. Sloppy. <laughs> okay. All right, creepy. <laughs> I was just thinking of uh, sloppy too. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Like <laughs> extra sloppy. Extra sloppy for you. Dark side. Yo. Who's been Great your radio. best interview and who's been your <clears throat> worst interview? Uh, the recent Eli Tomac one was the best one I've done, in my opinion. <sighs> I don't know about the worst. I don't know. Um, probably something early on, but the Eli one was the Speaking best. Speaking of Baggett, my interviews with Baggett weren't great. Yeah, he's pretty he's mellow. Tough. They weren't great. <laughs> Anybody that talks a lot, like Blake's not easy. A guy like Chiz is so easy to interview because they have so much to say. You don't have to have a lot of questions. So, But, yeah, Eli was my best by far. Steve. Whose butthole trimming method sounded more legit, Kiefer or RV? How, how did he even know this? How did he know that question? How did he know that we were talking about I don't that? know. I'm just trying to think about that. Did you say something? He's giving out secrets. No. How the fuck would he know that we talked about that? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't say That's any- in my notes to talk about, butthole hair trimming with RV. <laughs> we're going, this would be a long <laughs> show. Okay. I'm going to add that to the list of things I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> Dude, deep conversation at Paris. Yeah, like, deep. I'm sitting there, and at some point, he's like, hey, like, you buried in your phone, like, because I was on my phone, you know? And I'm just like, I don't want to fucking hear about you and RV and your butthole trimming techniques for 20 minutes. Like, I'm bi- like, like, I don't care. Nick, like, Trent, that's I gotta uh, go. audio. Pull that. Yeah. What's awesome is RV's all about yeah, talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. mentioned, hey, well, how do you shave your ass? And we went over it. Dude, like, yeah, it got deep. He's like, where do you go? Do you shave? Like, you actually shave your butthole? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I shave around. He's like, you got to get in the hole, dude. And I'm like, well, how do you get it? He's like, well, I don't do it. Yeah. My <laughs> wife gets in there. <laughs> like, I can hear him yeah. so. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Does he use a manscape? But. Funny enough, I just put the, the thing on the screen. Yeah, it's that amazing. I don't fitting. know how he knows that. Same fitting. Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Uh, use the code PulpMX20 to save. <clears throat> it's fantastic. Kiefer, how have you been enjoying your, your Manscaped? So I only use it twice. Yep. First time I discussed it. Second time I Did learned you? a little bit better technique. Yeah, you got better. Okay. Uh, so I was going with the grain, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It actually works better. I was scared to go against the grain, but I've been going against the grain a little bit closer, a little bit better, and then you can just brush it up with a, a Bic style. So, yeah, it's been going I'm well. a fan of the light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of the light. So, update on that. Yep. Well, I don't want to get too much about it, but, yeah, update on I tried to light out. I'm 
and with Heather, and it works great. That's okay. Always, I'm All right. Nice. Uh, how do you enjoy your Manscaped? Love it. Just use um, it before I came here, just in and case. You, you took it from... Um, um, <laughs> You took just it. In case. Just in case. I'm in Vegas. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's swiping right from the show. <laughs> uh, uh, you took Tits Legendaries. Uh, yes. So yes, I happy. did. Yeah, he's very happy about Sorry, that. Sorry, Tits. Pulpum X20 is a code to save with the folks at Manscaped. And uh, uh, yeah, again, appreciate those I'll, guys coming I'll help on you board. out here. I used the Pulpum X code. I reached out to you the other day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then I found out after I bought it that you have a bunch of them. You could have given me one. But I No, I'm out of you. them. I'm out of them. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, Besides, yeah. you have too much money. Yeah, you, you can buy one. <laughs> uh, you're an Olympian. You're like, oh, I do? Yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, you're a gold, you, I, gold you medal Olympian. If you get eighth place at the Olympics, you make a whopping zero dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, have you gotten it yet? Yeah, uh, checks in the mail. Okay, all right. Checks in all the right. mail. Can't yeah. wait. Let yeah. me know what you think of that. You um, know, when I when I do get it, I'll take you out to dinner and you can pay. Oh, okay, fantastic. That'll work. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, all right, next question. Do you have another one for Connor? Oh yeah. All right, Connor, ready? <clears throat> yeah, let's go. Two part question. Okay. The best female BMX racer. I assume, don't hate everybody, isn't as good as the male no. best BMX racer, right? And, and So, so at knowing that, how much of a start would the best female BMX racer need to beat mm. the best male? Oh, I really don't want to answer this because oh. I'm going to get in trouble, but I'm going to answer it anyway. Uh, so they don't even ride the same tracks as us at, like, the Olympics. And oh, that's the right. They had a different lane, right? We've got yeah. some sections that are more difficult than them, but I'm – do you, so do you want me to base this answer that they're riding the men's track or that we're riding the women's track? You're riding the women's track. They would need probably like half of the first oh. first straightaway of the four straightaways. They'd oh. need half of that. Oh, that much. As, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's probably four, five seconds different on a okay. 35, 40 second. That's not that much. Think about it. Like four or five seconds. That's Out of 35, 40 seconds? It's pretty significant. It's probably 15 Eighteen percent, almost a quarter of the track. How much would dark side? What need? I will say though <laughs> is the level of the women's riding has sig significantly increased over the past ten years. They've gotten a lot better. All right, way to cover there. Nice, <laughs> nice backdoor cover. Job, yeah. All right. Oh, you know what? Oh boy. I texted well, during that time where you were yelling at me on my phone. Uh -huh. I texted the group about you and our. I'm you. What group? Uh, Moser, Swisscore, Marks. So you're, you're giving information about our butthole secrets. I'm to just other like people. RV and Kiefer are talking about butthole trimming. Help me or something. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't want to be involved in that. No. <laughs> no. no. Steve's not into that kind of. You know no. that by now. Yeah, Come yeah he is. He'll get in. Fucking classy. He'll oh he'll God. talk about it to promote the product, but he's got well, a, he's got a limit on that. I actually. No, everyone's got a limit, but Chris Kiefer. Yeah, well, it caught on like wildfire. We had more or, people gathering. There the was group. there was yeah. another more of a group discussion going. It was yes. amazing. All right. Uh, Kiefer, white gear is impossible to clean. So, what's your secret? Heather, oh, he don't that's, he don't pay for gear. He doesn't care. Right, he throws yeah. it away. Gets new stuff. No, Heather washes my gear, and she came up with a to keep my white gear clean. She uses shout um, on the stains, rubs it in with a little soft brush, lets does. it soak for like ten to fifteen minutes, then throws it in the washer. I don't know. And it comes out really good. And if it doesn't come out fully, redo this the process riveting. again. And then you should be good. All right, 27 seconds. Good job. All right, last one. Dark side. What's the most famous pony, and who was your inspiration to grow a pony? Mm, I'm going to go Willie Nelson, maybe. Most famous, famous pony. Uh, my inspiration was probably just the 80s music I grew up on. I wanted long hair when I was a kid, 
And as soon as I was out of high school, I started growing it, and it's always been long since then. Steven Seagal? Nah, and, uh, don't you think <laughs> as far as my inspiration or the most famous? Just most famous. No. no. Willie really? Nelson. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, go Willie. Yeah. First corner. Before my time. I forgot. Like that's a, Seagal <laughs> was more my time. Like Willie, I wasn't into Willie. So. I'm not really into Willie either, but I just always think of the. Yeah, Willie. Yeah. What's the most famous pony, Talon? Dark side. Oh, Thank wow. you. Okay. Wow. Marks? Yeah, I, I can only think of Willie. I okay. got no, I got nothing. Right. I was a huge, Keith and I were talking about this earlier. Like the first band that I got into and people make fun of me was Poison. Like I was, I, I wanted to be Brett Michaels when I was a kid. And now I, who it's embarrassing right. now because he's kind of a dork, but I guess maybe. Yeah, you're right on. How much ass this guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Shit. And I don't even think his hair is real. I think it's all plugs. But, yeah, that was sort of like as a kid, man, I wanted to be Brett Michaels. I wanted to be on the Fallen Angel Harley with the taxi Hell, cab Harley. Hell, yeah. With the chick on the back. Yeah. So That's that one was, thing I'll agree with him. So I'm, I'm in. still living that so type dream. Do you even play a, an instrument? None. Zero music ability whatsoever. It's a waste. Yeah, it Look is. Look at the, the length and the girth <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to go to commercial break. Uh, oh, Gordon Ward. Good one. Good pull. Good one. Gordon, and he that smells that good, too. The that, guy smells yeah, good. Yeah, Gordon Ward had a pony forever. Yeah. yeah. He still does. Oh, he does? He's at Glen Helen two weeks ago. Still wow. And pony. he's still fast as shit. Still fast as Looks ever. like shit on a bike. Still goes fast. Uh, <laughs> we are going to go to commercial break here. Uh, Connor, are you going to stick around, or do you got to go? Or, uh, or uh, what, what time is it? Uh, it is 9.15. We'll oh, be back I'll in 10 minutes. A longer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll come back. We got an offer for Dark Side. We're going to talk some CR500 stuff. I uh, got to know what this offer is, because you guys have been hyping this thing up. Yeah, this so is, is, is going to be the, the best is. segment, I think, all night. This is going to be the um, And we got much more a little bit coming up here on the show. Uh, so stick around. We'll be right back with uh, Connor Fields, Chris Kiefer, and The Dark Side. Lipstick on your dipstick? Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. 
The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. 
Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code Home Life 2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys on the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. 
Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoredeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas Brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is PulpMX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. PulpMX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for Welcome listening. back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Also, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, ORW, bringing you Dark Side tonight, Skosh, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. Thanks to the folks at Atlas Brace. Uh, use the code Pulp Mech to save. They got the new Vision Brace out as well. Uh, a lot of the. Um, uh, well, Hold on, Kiefer's got to say something. Go ahead, Kiefer. No, it's going to be a test on Pulp about the vision. Uh, when? Um, I just started wearing it, so. Oh, okay. Well, we, I eagerly await that. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Get Data guys, Guts Racing, the number one uh, seat company in the sport. Man, these guys are great. Whether it's uh, uh, stiffer foam, whether it's wide foam for the Yamahas, whether it's a, a gripper seat cover, ribs, you can custom build them to your colors, choices. Uh, GutsRacing.com. Get data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, WUSA, all on board with us. Uh, the last show, a couple weeks ago, um, we did a uh, Works Connection uh, Pro Launch Device contest, and uh, we had a ton of emails since then. And, uh, well, Darkside, since you're ineligible to win this, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> pick a number uh, between 1 and 474. That's how many entries we had for the uh, Pro Launch Start Device. And so go ahead, Darkside. 474. Wow. The last guy. Last guy. Wow. I think that's kind of a dick move, but hey, whatever. WorksConnection.com. PulpMX20 is the code to say with those guys. Uh, Connor Fields, Chris Kiefer, um, and the the Arkside in studio. Um, we still got the Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment coming up as well. Uh, Chris. Yep. Uh, we were on the CR500 last week at uh, Glen Helen. Yep. Uh, we're going to do a video. RacerX is going to come up with a video of it. Uh, what would you think? So I, was, uh, I wasn't too excited. As you, everyone knows, I'm not a huge two-stroke guy. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, I really rode a YZ490 and a KX500, so I'd never really have tried a CRI500, but I've heard nightmare stories about, oh, my God, it's insane. It hits too hard. It's violent. So I was going to Glen Helen going, I'm just going to get through the day. You know, it's your bike. It looks bitchy. You didn't even bring another bike to ride. No. You were just going to ride, like, for photos This was actually videos. a nice day for me, a little bit of video. We we're going right. to talk, ride. I was like, oh, it's going to be mellow. But uh, to my surprise, I went out and rode it, and as soon as I rounded that left-hander to go up the hill, I was like, fuck, this thing's actually pretty fun. It didn't hit too gnarly. It didn't. I mean, it vibrated, it but I was vibrate. expecting it yep. to be a lot more. Uh, 
so you have the <clears throat> 2006 front end? Uh, seven. Seven front end? Forks, yeah. And then he has, you know, the older technology in the back. So it's a little bit firmer feeling up front than the rear. But, man, just the power, it's four-stroke-esque. Like, you can lug it a little bit. You saying you had to shift a lot, but I just used third gear, third and fourth yeah, gear a lot. I, I found myself doing the opposite. Where I think I was just out of two-stroke riding technique. Right. Where I was, like, waiting for that lugging and i'm just shifting looking for lugging and, mm. I, and i wasn't getting to it. me it did pretty good like it's yeah. not like a four stroke but it's better than yeah. others that i've remembered uh so yeah i was riding it and i was just gonna do some video and bring it back to you but i ended up riding it like yeah dude you minutes. were out there longer than i thought you were because i'm like he's not gonna want this 1991 right 500. <laughs> he's not gonna really enjoy this yeah, yeah. so i had dude, a good he's time just doing laughs he's yeah it's like it was fun that's cool um i had it was fun it was cool because i told told steve this on the on the video but kurt nicole was out there and uh, he was, I could see him watching me. And then about the third lap in, he's like, yeah, pumps, you know, fist pump. And he was stoked to see an older. And Mosman was out there riding one too. Yeah. MXA Mosman oh, was yeah. out there riding one. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yours, yeah. yours sounded way better, dude. Yeah. Like yours was good. Like it was jetted good. Uh, fun to ride. Wasn't too soft. Um, so yeah, pleasantly yeah. surprised was a good time. And when I'm riding this, I think about Jeff Stanton. I think about Jeff Ward. Bale, Bradshaw, all these dudes that rode big bikes in these series, yeah. in the series, and I'm just like, it was so gnarly. <laughs> so later on that week, I, I had a hard on for it, you know, all week, uh, and I, over the weekend, I watched some old 500 national oh, and yeah. stuff. It, it was cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Was that before or after the tank left gas everywhere? Uh, after it pissed all <laughs> over my garage floor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Heather and I were in the living room, like, because she usually smells like race gas, and she gets pissed off, so I have to put all the race gas in the shed. And then uh, I smell. I thought that doesn't smell like race gas. It smells like just super unleaded. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I walk out, and it's just Dumping. it's pissing over onto the next bike. <laughs> so uh, awesome. So yeah, yeah we had a, some gas good smell times. for a couple of days. Yeah, good times. Uh, no, that's cool. Um, so yeah, my old 500 stories out on pulpamex.com about. How I found the bike and I rebuilt it, and yeah, nineteen thousand dollars I put into that thing. No, I didn't put into it. That's what it was worth right. retail. It was nineteen thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> the fuck is that? Huh. What? It <laughs> sounds like someone didn't put their seatbelt on. Marks, <laughs> you are that? having a rough fucking night, Marks. Could you do the show if that thing was on like that? Marks, what's going on over there? What do you mean? Was that you? That wasn't me. Talent? I don't know who that was. Uh, well, it wasn't me. Oh, it was yeah, no, I think it was, it was Kiefer. It was Mark. It was Kiefer. Sounds like not having a seatbelt on. What's me. Could you? Can Sounds you, familiar. Can you do the show if that thing was dinging all the time? Uh, my, my truck doesn't ding like that all the time. How's that feel? I think it's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's talk about. It. Let's just keep it going. Let's just talk oh, so, and do the oh, show. You, so you and Mark's planned this up? No. This is well, a big I'm plan? just. I'm just asking you. Could we do the show with my, that thing? My ding? my truck beeps five times every like five minutes. Five minutes is. Bullshit. Okay. Anyways, back to the 500. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was losing uh, control. It was fun. Uh, it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And the next day at Paris, that you rode the 2022 YZ252 stroke. So with two RV stroke tear and, that and the, week. And the butthole trimming. The butthole trimming. Yeah. I rode a two stroke. We had and some tacos with no fixins. No, I didn't eat it because there was no fixins. Yeah. Yamaha. I need sour cream and cheese. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, Yamaha, and then uh, I got my 2022. So that was fun. Yeah. I didn't like the track at first, but it came around. Pretty I good. also so, like so on the way down just just for people like to hear these backstories. Oh boy, uh, he was going to swap his suspension over from his old one to the new one, and me and Steve talked about it. And I go, I think you should at least give it a try, the stock stuff, 
because it, they firmed it up. Mm-hmm. So that way you can tell the pulp listener what it feels like. And then if you want to switch it over, you can. Uh, and also, I wanted to write a four-stroke that day. So I said, hey, can you keep the stock stuff on? So he made a big deal out of it, and he did. But I think once he wrote it a few times, he came to me, and what'd you think? I think I'm going to try the stock forks with a one-rate heavier rear spring for my, leave the for, stock my, for my speed, not my weight, my speed. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. it's, a co- it's a combination. Yeah, thank right? you. Thank you. So. Uh, so, yeah, the stock forks actually felt pretty pretty stiff, pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel like that chatter in my hands that I get from my forks I have now. Yeah, so, so there's less pitching for me on the fork. Like yeah. I think that's something to do with Travis. Right. Travis was really big on how braking how much it dived and on the gas it squatted so he wanted to flatten that out right well mission accomplished for tp yeah nice uh all right and then so uh thanks to the yamaha guys again for doing the bike giveaway and having us out at paris and uh good times riding the cr500 check that out on racer x films yeah and the yz250 because it's embargoed uh that will be on racer x thursday morning at 9 a.m uh, welcome to the show dark side uh this is the moment of truth for you right here uh Chris Kiefer and I have been talking. We've been discussing this. Like, you love your pony. And it's part of me. We are trying to tell you, like, hey, man, like, we don't know if ponies are that cool anymore at our age. Okay. And so, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And, and that's fine. Right. But we're, like, trying to say, like, hey, man. We're trying to help you. Like, maybe so you try ponyless and right. see how it goes, but you won't even do that. Your hair is going to grow back. I feel like you got a full head of hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hair does grow back. Hair right, grows Connor? back. Is that Last cool. time, okay. it stops oh. usually when you get older, but right, right now mine's right. still growing. Right. Okay. okay. So I just feel like you don't fit the bill. Like if I honestly, if I looked at you and I was judging a book by its cover, I, I was like, I don't know, man. Like that guy's sketchy. I've been informed. <laughs> okay. I've been informed that we are hair bullies. No, I'm not. I, and here's spooky? the thing. I, I got to know Darkseid, and he doesn't fit the persona that he has on the back. Connor, you listen to the Pulp Show every now and then. You you know, the man, the myth, the legend of, of Darkseid. Where do you stand on Pony? Uh, of a man of his... I know. have a question before we get into this. You okay. said at our you said at our age ponies aren't cool. So just for my information, what is the cutoff if I do decide to grow a pony? Where do Good I question. Yeah. where do I stop? I didn't know there was a I didn't know there was if one. If you grew up in like the sixties or early to mid seventies, okay. you're good with a pony. For good for forever. Yeah. Because oh. because that was when ponies were cool. When were you born? Seventy five. I'm saying yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah. No, he's Steve. he's Keeper. he's I'm forty six. He's 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 too young. He's too like, too young. Too, too, he's too, too young for a pony. Yeah, like he exactly. Like, jo- his yeah. His that sounds like complete opposite of what older you've been hippies. Saying. His generation older hippies are fine with ponies because right. bro, you rocked that pony at Woodstock, <laughs> and you got laid with that pony. Yeah, you ba- and, you baked out. You smoked yeah, weed. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But but none of that applies to Mister Side here. So no. that's true. Soft-hearted okay. guy. Yeah, uh, he doesn't fit. And we understand why you have it mostly. Yeah. Amber wants it. She likes it. I shouldn't say I like it. it she too, likes though. it. I, she does like it. And but I like it too. When you guys had a break, mm-hmm. you were. He wasn't opposed to cutting. I feel like mm-hmm. we were close. I feel like And we then were you too. got back with Amber. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's shut the door again, right? Have you thought about, like, if you cut the pony, maybe things would just change in your life? I have not considered that. You don't no. know that. What if they got worse? Yeah. 
What if they're not? They're not going to get worse. They're not going to get worse. Oh, <laughs> they're so confident. They're, 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 they're not, not going to get worse. So the guy just sold his had to sell his motorcycle. You know what I mean? Coming out of a breakup, like right. Yeah, the pony's just going to. It's holding him down. Yes, it's weighing him down. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Okay. So also think of the maintenance that you put into that pony. <laughs> it's time and consuming. shampoo. Yes, shampoos and maintenance. Cost is going to be better. Grooming of the pony. Sure. Electrical bill is going to go down. <laughs> All like, okay, right. Like, there's I think some we shit. We can work out a deal here. You'll shave your pony if one of them grow a pony. No, no, no. Yeah. We're not growing a pony. <laughs> yeah. this is, this no one's growing no, ponies. No, one, no one's growing a pony. <laughs> no one's growing a pony. Okay, so I we want to help you. So I've I've come up with this. And okay. This was came to me in the last 48 hours. <laughs> okay. I don't think he even knows. So I have told you that I would like to get you a motorcycle because you don't have one. So you can. I'd like to get you one in Texas to test. You can ride and do some things. Uh, JT didn't get to ride that much <laughs> for me. So I was sure. like, fuck it. Why not try dark side? Right. Yeah, yeah. So as I got to thinking, I already told you I would do that. Yes, you did. What if I could give you a bike? Yours. Free and clear. Mm-hmm. Let's just give pony a bike. What? Fuck my ass. What if I could give you a bike? Mm-hmm. I'll take care of it. I, I'll, Whatever it is, I will take care of it. Now, you don't get to pick the bike. I will oh. I will give you a new motorcycle. Okay. Not a Suzuki. Okay. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> poor Suzuki. Okay, because I know that's where he's thinking, right? Like where we're going with he's Suzuki. He's going to fucking give me Suzuki. Sorry, whatever, but yeah, that's where my head was. Okay. Dude, they're good bikes. They're fine. I know they are, but they man, are, I'm so but, sick of kicking bikes. Uh, but been, this is how important it is forever. to me and you, me and Steve, <laughs> yeah. is... We want the pony gone. Are you kidding me? My phone's blowing up right now. It's funny. So what if I could get you a motorcycle? Mm-hmm. Have your own dirt bike. You, you just got to, whatever you need for it, I can even maybe try to get that for you before it, it gets delivered to you. Or you pick it up, ride, take it home, and it's yours. I'll, okay. give, you the, I'll give you the title for <laughs> cut of the pony. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. Okay. okay. And then listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Do not make the, just like what he says. <laughs> With the brain Wait injury. a little while. Don't fucking make a decision right now. Yeah, yeah. Think about this. I would love to have you on the show because we're late in the show. We don't want to do it now. Yeah, I want to do it. It's not. We want some buildup. Sure. Let's get you to think about it. Okay. On the show, call in. Hey, I made a decision. I don't have to be here. Steve will take care of it. Should we run a Twitter <laughs> poll? On Twitter poll? No, yes. No. Twitter, Twitter. poll. Should Pony take the deal of a bike yep. or keep the Pony? Twitter right. poll, that's fine, but Twitter polls are is inaccurate. No, that's accurate. This is going to be an accurate election. poll because there's a lot of dudes out there thinking, I would love a fucking new motorcycle. Sure. No, no, no. The, 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 the Twitter poll will overwhelmingly be that he needs to come say for a dirt bike. It'll be, yeah, but it'll be it would, 95 to 5. It would yes. be that if I was getting nothing out of the deal. No, no. It would, be, it would still be on our side, but yeah. it would be less. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so that's on the table. This is on the table for Pony. We have a question. I've from got a couple of thoughts here. Yeah. Okay. okay. First off, just off the top of your head, what bike would you choose? It I think matter. I'd, I, yeah, I think I'd go Blue Crew. You go Blue Crew. But okay. I haven't rode enough of the other bikes <laughs> to really say. I've got always it. been a Honda guy. All right. And it just out of curiosity, if you did clip the Pony, how long would it take to grow back? Two, three years. Okay. <laughs> this isn't a no fucking brainer. <laughs> I cut it. I cut it in February to here, so and it's how much? How much is MSRP on a new Blue Crew? <laughs> Ten grand. Okay, so it's 
10 grand for two years of no yeah. pony. So you're getting five grand a year, essentially, for no pony. I'm going to say it's on the table. That's on the table. Yeah. And here's another idea, too. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming next year, now that the world is somewhat getting back to normal, you're bringing live, let's, show, live let's, shows let's, back? God hope so, yeah. Are you bringing live shows well, back? We'd like to, yes. Imagine the markup on the ticket prices if it was the show that you were going to cut Dark Side's pony yeah. at live. Live. We could stage. do a live pony cut. And then when you cut it, you run it around the audience. <laughs> like, yeah. Gonna, like, a, hey, is there an auction for the uh, winner yeah, to win the yeah. pony? And play the pony song. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That song, yeah. Um, if this yeah. happens, it should happen at a Mark live show. I'm all right. It's on the table. So there is a stipulation. Oh boy, more than okay. I would like to, and Steve's permission, of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would like to have a professional barber come in. Okay. I will cut the pony myself. I get to go clack. Right on the so live I, show, though I like the live show idea. Okay, fine, but barber, I want a bring your barber. But yeah, I okay, want a yeah, professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to clack the pony, and then I give you. I tell the barber what I want for your haircut. Oh god! Now, not and it's not going to be a mohawk or something no. lame. Right, right. I will. I will do something for your age bracket. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's on the table. So, can we think about this? Yeah. How long do you need? Ooh. Two, three weeks. I'd Let's say, say yeah. by the end of, so we're almost in October. Can we have a decision by Halloween? Yeah. Okay. Can, you're not going to pay retail for a four. Don't worry how I'm going to do <laughs> it. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't worry how yeah, I'm going to do no, it. I know you have some connections. I I'm just going to, I'm right. just going to get it done. Right. Because here's the reason. It's not, so, it's, it's, it is the pony, right? Yeah. But it's the fact that he has just said fuck off for so many years. Yeah. This is the why I want if it. If you got it done, you would sit on a throne. I would keep it. Pony hunters. <laughs> you know where all my shit like is the, on like my, the in my living room? Bottle? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know where my shit is in yeah, my living room? Yeah. I will put it in a glass jar. I bet you that taxidermist guy that's been calling oh, in, I bet you he can do something with it. Would you put it on? Put it, put it right here next to the I would not put the fucking thing on my table. But, I'm putting it in my house. I'm paying for the shit. You yeah. wouldn't go in, the, in a bottle next to the Bradshaw bottle? No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but but you, yes. if you got it done, you would be the... Because every time yeah. I walk by it, I will have a smile on my face. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. And I know you're somewhere in so, Texas. So great having you're, friends you're, like this. You know somewhere in Texas, a 46-year-old man that looks like a 46-year-old man. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious what haircut you would give him. Oh, I have an idea. At age of everyone, oh would you ask for a receding hairline and some thinning from the barber? Or <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I got it. And he's, it's going to look... Like a fucking makeover. It's going to be awesome. This is going to make me top seven things in my life that I'll. It'll make me wow. Happy. Top okay. seven. Wow. All right. Uh, have you been in a motorcycle or a car accident? <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> yes. Did he somebody has. or some idiot take you out? Do BMX yes. at the Olympic incidents count? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Call Arthur yes. Draper. He's a friend of the show. The fr it's a French guy, right? Yes, I don't know if the USA Romaine. laws. I don't Romaine. know if the USA laws cover that, but <clears throat> if it certainly does, uh, Arthur Draper will take the time to talk to Connor Fields. He'll take the time to know him, <laughs> and consultations are free. You just need to call. Visit ArthurDraper.com. A R T H U R Draper.com. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid, Connor, if you get paid. So I, I he's not getting We need paid. to work into some <laughs> French law. But thanks to Arthur Draper for coming on the show. Um, we've got a couple other things before we wrap it up um, uh, here on the show. Uh, but um, I guess first off, Kiefer, um, we've got a 
I think we're going to do this. We already got this. It's another great thing that we came up with. Uh, is this going to happen? All, these things happen when you come down. Yeah. Like, this is why you should live in Southern California. Butthole trimming and the We got contest. butthole trimming. Right. We got pony cutting. Yeah. We got this thing that we're going to talk about. We mind melt. Right. It's, so, okay. So, coming up next year. Yes. Uh, Look, I'm very busy covering professional supercross and motocross, and I got Fantasy Show, Father Mason Railroad 60 Show, Steve Mathis Review Show, the Pulp MX Show, right? These are yes. all things I do, privateer show. Yes. Very busy. Very busy. Uh, a lot of typing. I write columns. I, I, I work for On Track Off-Road. <laughs> just saying, if we want to just keep it going, don't worry about that. Oh, so this was planned the whole time then. Don't worry, just keep talking. This, okay. It's nothing. Right. Okay. Um, you uh, you operate Kiefer Inc. Testing. Yes. Uh, you ride for some manufacturers. You ride for your website, uh, you know, reviews, Pulp MX, Racer X, all that stuff. We both have a love of motorcycles, but we lead very different lives. Correct. Do we not? Yes. So. Our home lives are different. We have a dyno chart somewhere here. Yes. So uh, what we're doing is uh, next year at some point, I think we're going to do this. Yes. Uh, Monday night. Pulp show, you will come up here, you will host the Pulp show with me, mm-hmm. and we will uh, uh, commence a regular show. Mm-hmm. Then, after Monday night, after the Pulp show, I'm driving to Southern California, Yep. to the high des, Yep. and I will take your job for a week, yep. and you will do my job for a week up here in Vegas. Yes, sir. And we are going to do that. And you're going to fly to the race and cover it. I'm going to go riding and testing. It's basically swapping families. We're going to swap work slash House lives, home how, lives. How deep is this going? Yeah, I said. Wow, okay, so that, he goes to me, we're, we're planning this whole thing out, and he's like, hey, does Pookie like to snuggle? And I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, no, yeah. what? I'm like, no, like, no. What dude. side of the bed do you sleep on, Steve? Yeah. He's like, no, dude, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing, dude. And I'm like, no, 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 we're just, just you know, another bedroom, you know, and he's like, so we're, we're still, we're still, um. We're working through the We're working through the kinks yeah, of that part of it. He told me about this earlier, and yeah. I did not think for a second you'd be in for this. Right. You but know how is, great it would be? Dude, oh, yeah. You know how great fantastic. it would be to just ride a dirt bike all week and do nothing yeah, but, but hang this out? Is, this is what he thinks. I don't think he'd, you would be okay with that, honestly. Two days? He was there two days? Smoked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's Ma- easy. Make sure it's he's easy. here when your new mortgage payment's due. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. point. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Let me just tell you. His two days at where? It's not. He wasn't writing. He was talking on right, his phone, right. on his fucking group messages. Like, does he have to test? He dude? doesn't know that? what I do, so he's going to get a little taste. Is he going to have to answer all the emails that um, you would typically answer? Yes, I everything. Gonna, I am going to give them good quality. No, he's not going to. I am, well. am going to shape up that Aiden kid. Every, <laughs> he's got <laughs> emails. He's got daytime program. Yeah. He's got testing. He's got to take Aiden riding. He's got to take Aiden to the race on Sunday. He's got no it. Way, no problem. No problem. He's got to do the fantasy show. That's going to be fucked. <laughs> coming to the, is he coming to the Raiders game? He's going to the Raiders game. He's going to Marks. He's going to he's going to have to deal with I'm Marks. I'm going to e-bike every day. E-bike. <laughs> that might be I'm going to yell, okay, every day. <laughs> I'm going to e-bike, and then I'm going to do this wrap-up show. Uh, not wrap-up show. show uh, review show. Review show. I don't know what the fuck. He has so many shows on. Moto 60. You better hope you don't have any technical issues or nothing. Moto 60. Mar- Marks, is, Marks is going to be doing all that. Okay. I'm unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> Marks is doing all that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, I'm looking forward to him talking about the fantasy. I mean, he has no idea how it works, but that's going to be great. So I would just, I was thinking, you know how great of a show. So we would go to Monday to Monday. We would reconvene back on the show the following Monday and talk about our weeks. Because I know my week is going to be awesome. I want to hear about okay, his week with my family. My week family. is going to be easy. Riding a dirt bike. 
oh boy. Like, I can't go his speed. I can't ride as long as he can, <clears throat> but I can ride a dirt bike around the track. And can you last a week? Yeah, absolutely. On, you can. Absolutely. <laughs> and, I will straight, and, I, and I will straighten out that family of yours, too. <laughs> Okay. No, gonna nobody's going to get out of line in that house. Bikes are going to be so dirty. No one's going to get out of line in that house. Nothing's going to get clean. So, I'm yeah. just saying, I, I think this is a great for the show. It's fun for me. I don't know it's going to be fun for him, but <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have a relaxing time with Pookie. I don't think you're going to have fun either. I don't no, think, I think you know what he does during uh, the day. I know what he does. I know what he what does. What do you think, Marks? Uh, I, think, I think you're in for uh, a wake-up call there, buddy. What about him? Uh, he'll be all right. Oh. I mean, Physically, I think you're going to have a hard time. Nah. Okay. Nah. Oh, man. Nah. I mean, again, I'm not riding. I, I'm, I can't ride 30-minute motos every single day It doesn't day like matter, you do. but you have but to. I can ride, yes. You have to yes. test the appropriate times. No and, problem. And they have to send you out on certain things. So it's not 8 to 12. You think it's just 8 to noon. So you have to ride all day. And then guess what? you got to come home okay. and answer 64 emails that you got that day. No problem. And then you got to do a show. I got a show too. You got to do You're, a show. You are. Uh, you can have the spare bedroom. It's not not a problem. That's fine. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll go in the spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is, is yeah, Pookie'd be like, cool, right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not gonna want to sleep. That's alone. the bullshit. That's the bullshit part of everything. Augie's not gonna know your name when you come home. <laughs> and listen, Oreo's, yeah. Oreo's cool. I don't Oreo's cool. Oreo and I'll be cool. Yeah, Oreo's cool. I, I don't believe for a second either one of you accomplishes this goal. You don't think or, so? A week, right? A week. Oh, yeah, no yeah, problem. No way. Oh, it's a week. It's Dark no problem. And, and, what day do you predict that they wave at each other as they drive by the 15th? Yeah. Like, as they drive by each other? <laughs> two days, maybe two days. Hey, man, well, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Are, you coming, are you coming back? <laughs> uh, you got to go the race. You That's going to be you gotta go the, the travel. Race. Yep. Yeah. East Rutherford? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah, exactly. you. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to Anaheim. Right. <laughs> no, you got to get on a plane somewhere. Well, yeah, you got to get on a plane. It's got to be a trip on a plane. That's fine. Phoenix uh, or something but, like that. But, uh, yeah, should be, should be good times. <laughs> the last time I sent you to a race, you interviewed everybody who didn't make the main event. Yeah. yeah. I'll be getting everybody I, from... I sent him to a triple crown race. I remember, cover that, I remember this. Yeah, and yeah. he interviewed nobody who made the main. <laughs> hey, Lane Shaw, what's up, man? How was your Yeah, night? it was great. Yeah. It, None well, of these guys get play. It right. was daytime program, yeah, literally. He was, interviewed them during the day and then left. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. So So anyway, yep. people out there, you think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think even if it fails, it's gonna be good radio. So yeah, it's a it's an awesome idea. Yep. And then I, I think you should have Heather and Aiden come up to the show with you sure. on Monday. Yeah. And and you'll oh. come in and yeah, you won't even talk to me because we, it, it's, there's nothing to talk about. We're just, oh, there's nothing to talk about? No, we'll just hang out. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, so we're going to do that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think that'd be fun. To do that. What's the poll at right now, uh, Talon, for Dark Side? It's at 100% take the bike <laughs> <laughs> and 0% keep yeah. the pony. <laughs> jo Jordan Burns, Motor Triple X, strung out, sent me. He said, uh, hang on. This is a fucking ripping deal to cut your hair. I remember long ago, Fat Mike from No Effects offered our bass player two grand to cut his hair, and he didn't do it, and he regretted it later. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, Jordan absolutely. Burns is on. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a win-win. Like, I like to see Dark Side ride. Right. Uh, I get a pony. <laughs> For and, the mantle? Yeah. Hang and, on a second. In Dark Side, earlier, you, when you were talking about Brett Michaels, you said he had plugs. I'm I think so that's now, like, yeah. That's like yeah, yeah. fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if you hate it, you just get... Plugs for yourself. Well, I'm not going that route. You could just yeah. run a fake pony. No, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go that route. But um, if yeah, if, you might have to change your name because Dark Side doesn't fit a clean cut dude. You know, Light Side. <laughs> Light Side. Uh, Bright Side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's. Well, let's. Let's be clear here. You don't get the full deal. What do you mean? Like 
full deal with Pookie. Oh, oh we're going that. I'm like, what? What are we doing? The full deal. No, no, no full deal. Okay. Yeah, we're not wife swapping. Right. Right. Okay. That's not gnomes out. Okay. I want right. to ask. No, yeah, no, no, he was ramming all right seriousness. If that was on the table, would Pookie go for it? What? Yeah. What's on the table? If wife swapping. No. no. Heather wouldn't be either. No way. No. Okay. No. Big uh, boobs. Uh, yeah. Hey, Austin, you want to talk about Eli Tomac? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first off, super pumped you guys have a show tonight. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be here uh, all off season. We'll get there when it's time. I know. I'm, for some reason, I thought it was last night. I'm road tripping back from Glacier oh. uh, National Park to Indiana, so the show is awesome when it when it aligns with the night drive. Yeah, for sure. What's um, up, Tomac? Are, are we expecting a, a big debut here on the first? Yeah, like I think October, he's already or... done photos, right? Has he done photos? Yeah. Yeah, he's done photos. Uh, so it should be October one. So do we think that he has been on the bike since after Hangtown? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, he probably took a few weeks yeah. off anyways, like, you know what I mean, just as a normal rest and recuperation. But, yeah, for sure he's been on it a few times. Yeah, good deal. And, yeah, uh, yeah awesome show so far. Sorry, okay. I just tuned in later. No problem. And, uh, good to hear this, uh, the whole life swap thing you guys are talking about. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be That's what it's going to turn to. Everyone's going to call it life swap. <laughs> right. like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to turn yeah. into some shit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, life swap. Life uh, swap. Yeah, no, it'll be Life swap. Good. There you go. Life, life swap. Life swap. Much better. Yep. Now, Austin, would we'll you, would you, Austin, if you had a pony, would you cut it for a motorcycle? Oh, yeah. I'd cut my wife here for a motorcycle. <laughs> 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 Sounds good, man. Well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah. Good job. Right, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. His his call made me think of something. There's a lot of people on YouTube over the last couple of weeks that don't realize you're going to keep doing shows during the off season. They think like you're done until January. Yeah, because they live on an island. With yeah, carrots, yeah. So with carrots. Yeah, yeah, there's there's those people that maybe haven't listened to the show long enough or just don't realize that yeah you're going to keep doing shows. Yeah. So but chat, we might not be every week. Right. I mean, Mark still. sets the schedule. I try to do them every week, but right. Mark's is the one that shoots sure. them down. So yeah. I mean, so, well, if you had Courtney at home, when you want to stay home, so yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not sorry. Uh, uh, one vote for keep the pony. That, it, oh, shit. I wonder who that was. He probably has a pony. It changed back. Oh, it changed back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He took it back. He took back his hit the wrong button. Oh, no. It's, uh, it's still there. One rideengineering.com. Ride-engineering.com. PulpFan20 is the code to save. Customize the handling of your YZ, YZF, FX, or WR with a set of Ride Engineering split triple clamps. Full sets run you 649 bucks, less the discounter code. They're available for 2005 to 22 models. Uh, recommend the offset. Either 20 or 22 will work best for your weight, height, riding ability, and uh, intended use. Uh, the new design improves comfort to rival the OEM triple clamps on our 5 ounces lighter. Run a set of the one-piece anti-twist bar mounts as well. And you can save on all this stuff at Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save. So guided ride engineering are making the uh, split clamps for the for the Yamaha, too. We saw them come out for the Cowie. We saw them come out for the Honda. Yeah, so Adrian's yeah. working on some of these for other bikes. So we actually went out, I don't know, maybe a couple, two, three weeks ago, and I tried it. And uh, he's making some tweaks to it. But, yeah, it helps a little bit with uh, vibration. It helps a little bit with dampening. Um, his one-piece bar mount is actually really good so you don't have to twist those the stock yamaha mounts aren't uh the strongest so those things do twist so yeah the mount is um it looks cool actually a lot of people came up to it that day and thought it looked really good so he's going to make different colors and uh yeah so he should be having those in stock here fairly soon pulp fan 20 is the code to save at the ride-engineering.com all right the motorsport.com tweet at talon segment <laughs> oh, that's my mom it's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. <laughs>
Thanks to the Motorsport guys. Big part of the Phil Nicoletti's program. Myself as all. Ryan Villapoto, of course. Go through the banner on pulpmx.com or pulpmxshow.com. OEM and aftermarket parts. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. Great prices. I built a lot of the Project 500 with Motorsport. and uh, Phil's not on today? He didn't have to? No, Phil was only on for the Nationals. Okay. So, uh, thank God. I was running out of things to talk to Phil about. <laughs> Uh, so thanks to the guys at Motorsport uh, for making it happen. And they got a whole Pulp Show se- section on there as well. And again, OEM and aftermarket parts, great prices. Great uh, dedicated team of gearheads there and UTVs and street bikes and dirt bikes. And if you have an issue with them or you want to have a question for them, please send me an email using the contact form. I will pass it on to Scott and the boys at Motorsport, and they uh, can help you out. So great company, great guys. Uh, these questions are submitted at Pulp and Mix Show. Talon goes through and picks the best ones. Let's do this, Lone Wolf. Uh, first one from Tim Slayton. Who will have a better 2022, Mookie, AP, or Tomac? Oh, Tomac, right? We know my pick. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that, I mean. He, he, he yeah. would have to take a massive step back mm-hmm. as well as them to take a massive step forward yeah. to be better than him. I agree. Like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah same. Uh, but <clears throat> Mookie versus AP is interesting, right? You can make yeah. an argument either way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or I think AP is going to be better. You do? Yeah. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about the Baker's Factory. I'm worried about going from a Yamaha to the... Is he going to Baker's Factory? Yeah. yeah. Okay, he rigid is. Rigid program of a KTM, too. Like, they're a little bit different team than Star Team, you know? So, a question yeah. for you on that one. So, why does that worry you with the last person who did the exact same thing and the results you saw from that? Because AP's a different personality, right? Uh, he likes to keep it loose. He's not a great test rider. He does his program. He works hard at it. Don't get me wrong. But uh, he also, like, doesn't really, like... I don't think there's a lot of pressure on him. You know, Dylan gets a lot of pressure, you know, and everybody else over there. And AP, AP just does his thing. And with KTM, there'll be more eyes on him, more of a sort of a, uh, a feeling that you have to perform. And I don't know if I AP's think there was pressure at, at Star for him when he was on 250. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was on 250, but the 450 stuff. You, you know, know? How, how those guys are yeah. over there. So yeah. there's pressure. I think him being a free spirit and being loose, I think that. He, he knows he maybe wants to rein it in a little bit. Maybe he thinks maybe he needs that. that, that yeah, to take him. Right. We all know, like, to be a true great champion, you have no life. And let's face you it, you know these riders. It, right? You know these riders have seen the track record that Eldon has, right? Yep. So they're like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to yep. do this two years, suffer my balls off, see where it gets me." So I think he's bought in, and he's going to see where it takes him. Okay. All right. Dark side. Yeah, AP. All right. From Slow Ride 858, <clears throat> Twisted T Mania really set in after Billy Grotto's appearance on the show. Yeah. Any news from their camp heading into next year? And on that subject, any r- rider rumors for HGP? I don't think that's funny. I, I don't. Okay. You right. never do. Uh, Heart Raft staying. Bogle rode the bike. Did he? Did I don't we, think. Did that happen yet? I don't think he's he's going though. He's not. Okay. No. Uh, so they need a guy though. Who do they got? What's their options? So Anstey. No, and I'm Rock sorry. Heartraft uh, Heart Heart is there. Uh, they got um, seven deuce deuce. Seven deuce deuce. And maybe, well, I guess I shouldn't say Bogle's not out. I just heard maybe not Bogle okay. just recently. Right. But he did try well, it. What's Hall. another options, though? What yeah, about a guy like where, Starling? Where, where, where would he go? Bogle? Yeah. Uh, Ted, Tedder. Yeah. Starling? Yeah, what about, about a guy like that? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Yeah, I think Boga would go to maybe Tedder. That's yeah. actually pretty good. Right. Because he but, gets factory equipment, right? But what about the spotted hat? I mean, those guys really turned their bikes around at the end of the year. Yeah. Anstey and Hartraff look pretty good.
pretty good. I'm just trying to think about somebody that could fill that spot. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be somebody we're missing. Someone that, yeah, I forgot at this time. I mean, you got okay. the guys like Savachi, Bogle, those are the guys that were in question. Yeah. So uh, Billy Grotto, though, yeah, I, I talked to Billy a couple weeks ago. So Billy Grotto, man. I don't, I've never met Chiz? the guy. Oh. Chiz back to hip? No, I don't, no, think, I don't think, think he would do Chiz, it. Chiz makes good money with yeah. his deals that he's got going, yeah. so. But he doesn't – he's not really able to run as many outdoors as he wants. So if Hep would put a program together for that because yeah. he really – he wanted to race more outdoors than he could. And he, right. It just wasn't – didn't make sense. Did uh, Shock do his deal with Honda yet? Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix Honda. Yeah. So outdoors and indoors and out. So. All right. From John Rides ADV for Darkside. We all know Steve said he's retiring from MX very soon to do a Basset Hound pod. If he turned the Pulpamex Empire over to you, minus the mansion, what changes would you make to the show to make it your own? I wouldn't change a thing. Stick with what works. It's not a mansion. It's almost basically the same square footage as the last house. Is your house this big, Connor? Can I ask you the square footage? It's like 4,000. Uh, it's a little smaller. Yeah, see? Did you just say he was a millionaire? He has money? Yeah, he's a millionaire. Okay, and his house is smaller. He's, a, he's an Olympic millionaire. Okay. Yeah. Gold medalist. That was in People magazine. <laughs> weren't you? Which one? Millionaire People magazine? No, yeah, People magazine. Weren't you in People magazine? I've been in all of them at some point. Yeah, I mean, see? when, it, when it's the Olympics, you get all the mainstream coverage. Yeah. yeah. Just like you guys get into it every four years, so does the rest of the world. Right. And then the other four years, <laughs> no one cares. They forget about you, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it's so kind of like the perfect scenario. You're not too famous, but you're it famous. It is, yeah. yeah. It, it, I would never want to be like real right. famous. That wouldn't. That would be so hard. Yeah. Wait, millionaire. Yeah. Where the fuck are those phone? That's sound? Talon's mic is on, and oh. he's not answering the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to answer it either. We're Sorry, doing man. tweets. All right, I dropped it. From uh, Cody Rubens. For, it says for dark side, but we're going to do it to all like you guys. We're, we're all out of. Hey, Mark's just FYI. Don't fucking use the. I feel like and he he's just on, keeps calling back. If you do the, the, the ding, 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 he's going to fucking lose his shit. So <laughs> don't I, do it anymore. I don't understand the ding, ding, ding. Like, I don't get it. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> because they've I'm going to explain to you real quick and then we're out of it. Yeah. Does he drive without a seatbelt? Dark side said today you were ding, 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 and all well, the way. You the brought it up, and I was like, yeah, I heard it today. So. It's just something that I notice when I go right, with you. Right. You've and talked it, about it. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 and me yeah. and Mark, he's like, I have a ding, ding, ding. I'm like, just play it randomly through the right, show right. and see if we can go on with the show. Okay. That's it. It's totally different, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Do you hit the one, ding, one's ding more? One's risking your life, one's not. <laughs> no more. I don't want to have a Randy Richardson okay. instance. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Out, I'm out on that. I was going to ask if you hated that more than the videos. But <laughs> fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> right. You got talent. Why, why does he have such... So know, that guy really wants to talk to somebody. Answer that phone. Dude, stop calling. He's just tell him, tell him to stop calling. <laughs> hey, he's just nice dumb. guy, Steve. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just, he's just stupid. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what the fuck is playing? What is that? It was a drop. It says, tits is just dumb, just stupid. And I wanted to hear what it said. And he's this guy's calling <laughs> back again. Just hit just hit. Can hold. we just get this just guy on? Hold. If you just hold. I feel like he deserves to come on now. Say, pull the max, please hold. Okay, go ahead. Tweet it. Tweet right. it. It says it's just for Dark Side, but you guys are all in music, so I'll give it to all of you. From Cody Rubens, what are your most played bands or songs recently? Uh, I'm, I'm, you, I'm. Yeah, you're all over. No, but I mean Van Halen and you two. Like, hip. Didn't, we're in there some hip playing today. Yeah, on the yeah, way out, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't venture. I don't listen to new stuff really. And Don Henley Radio has been on. Don Henley Radio strong on Pandora. Uh, what about you? 
Uh, my fiance is big in a country, and so she's kind of been shifting me into country music lately. Wow, you have hit your head, man. Yep, I. Mm, it's yep. not bad. It's not horrible. Oh, no, not all the time. It you sounds like, like it sounds, it sounds like rock. Yes, like it's, it's yeah, bad yeah. pop music. Now. Yeah, it's it's cliche driven pop music. I didn't say it was my like favorite. Old okay, I just said I've been listening to it recently. Getting attacked. <laughs> no, I feel like get out of here. I feel like Dark Side with the pony right <laughs> exactly. now. Jesus. I'll give you a bike if you stop listening to country. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Keeper? Uh, I'm I'm the same. I like my same shit. I'm Angels and Airwaves. He likes uh, Chick Rock. Goo Goo Dolls. Um, but I I love old school rock. I love ACDC. Um, I love Tom Petty. So I'm a big old school rock guy too. I've gotten into more into the Eagles. Like I, like Eagles I don't know why. are good. I got into Eagles good a little band. bit. Yeah, good live. Def Leppard, I'm into. Like right. I like butt rock. Butt rock's good. Um, Nickelback. I like Nickelback. No I've Nickel. been on a big Creed? strung out. Creed's, Creed's good too. Good. Yeah. Been on a big strung out kick lately. Um, a band out of Dallas called Mothership. I've been listening to a lot lately. Gore. No, Iron Maiden a lot. Tools my. Tool and Great White are my two favorite bands, depending on mood. So those are the bands that are probably in the rotation the most. Cinderella? Little Cinderella lately. I, I always just put my iPod on shuffle, and there's thousands of songs on there. So, I, yeah, I get You don't know what you got. Yep. yep. Let's go, pony. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, but, but those are the bands that generally are on the circulation. All right. From Dog 21 was there any particular reason as to why Redbud was chosen again for MXON? Don't get me wrong, I'm stoked it's going to be in America, but why not go to a different U.S. national track this time? Ah, good parking, good crowd, good track. Uh, yeah, they worked with them before. They probably know it. So it's yeah, um, Glen Helen would be good. God, Glen Helen needs to have something. I just, I just and I understand the, the. I just think working with the owner of Glen I, Helen is impossible. I get that, right? but like. Even the GPs? I mean, is they have a problem with them, too? They never got anybody to go. Hmm. 50 people showed up. Yeah, I think it's grown a little bit, though. Like, yeah. back then, I don't think the MXGP was as accessible as it is now for us to watch. Okay. So I think it has grown some. All right. Well, and knowing that we're getting our ass kicked a lot over there on MXON, I think has shown interest in Americans to watch it now. Okay, I disagree, but okay. Okay, JT. Wait, did you? Are you saying that because we're getting our ass kicked, people would want to watch it? I think so because it's it's allowing the the viewer to say, Bro, "Oh do shit!" You know America? Thank no, you. Hold on. I'm with Connor on this. The, literally at the Olympics, they decide what they are going to put on the TV based on events that Americans do well in. Really? They're they're not. Have you? When's the last time you saw badminton at the Olympics on TV? Right, but I think that's apples and oranges. I feel like America loves a winner. I understand that, but America always, I think, okay, I shouldn't say America. Our sport, our industry mm -hmm. loves dirt bikes so much. So we're all enthusiasts. We do the same shit those guys do. So when those guys over there beat our asses year after year lately, huh, those guys seem to be legit. I want to watch that kind of racing, see what they're doing. We're enthusiasts. We want to watch as much racing as possible. So we're going to watch American racing. I'm going to watch GPs. I'll watch Canadian Moto. I'll watch it all. So I think that has brought attention to them more for us to watch it and the GP package and the things that have come about in the last few years. I just think it's easier for us to watch and get more involved in. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, the most exciting thing for me uh, with the GPs was when 
Villa went over there because now we had a dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. I was way more excited to watch him then when I had someone to root for. And be, because he's American, I was going to root for him. If any American was over there, I'm rooting for them. That, in my opinion, would be what would get people even more enthusiastic about it is if, if a master pool or, or somebody went over and really took it on. So let me ask you this. This is actually something I was interested in. So I don't, forgive me. I don't know a lot about BMX, but we have our championship here. France has a championship, right? There's a European one. Okay, it's, do it's you watch generally. that? Uh, yes, but it, it's different because we also have... So I race the World Cup Series, which is where we all come together. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I'm doing it to see who's going good and kind of scout in a sense mm-hmm. versus just watching it out of the pure enjoyment. Okay. But it is a different style of racing the same way it is in MXGP versus... Do European AMA. styles different than American styles in yep. BMX? Yep. How? How? Their tracks over there are a little bit more technical and less pedal-based. So typically they're more technical riders and less powerful and, and like pedally, if that makes sense. So more finesse? Yeah, they're a bit more finesse-based over there, um, and as well as the format of how their races work is different, so it changes the strategy a little bit. Um, That's weird that you say that because even – you know, you think about French MX riders. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Smooth, yeah, finesseful. Same thing. Like, yeah. same thing. Yeah. 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 All right, next question. From 671 Mac. Last show, the lovely Mrs. Mark stepped in and answered the phones. Yep. What yeah, would what has to happen to get the lovely Pookie Mathis on the phone? Uh, I asked Pookie to do that. She didn't feel like she could handle the phones and talking. I don't know. She just didn't want to do it. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't feel like she could do it. Which I, I think she totally can. She's done it before, but she got rattled yeah. when she did it before. Because I was, I think I was making fun of her too and getting people to call in right away. Yeah, you know? I mean, a chick doesn't want to get made fun of, and fucking listeners are assholes. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want that You pressure. just said listeners are cool. Listeners are cool, but they, I mean, the pulp listeners are cool when it comes to fucking taking care of uh, something like Waverly or whatever, but they're also, they talk a lot of shit, and Look Courtney, at the host. Courtney and Pookie don't need that, you know? I mean, why would you want to subject yourself to that? Yeah. Why? No one talked shit, Courtney, though, did did they? Did she get any hate comms? No, I don't. Not, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Pookie's Must. been around doing this for years. She's been on a camera a lot of times, and I, I bet if you go back and look at comments, there's probably shit she. I wouldn't want to have to. Did you get a pulp picture that night with her? With Courtney? In studio guests? I don't know. Did we? Nope. Didn't post Fail. it. Nope. Fail. You blew My it. bad. You blew it. Listen to me. All right. From the free tomahawk. We know Kiefer's rider wife podium, but how about his Polpamex regular co-host wife podium? Oh wow, good question. So who are the regular oh, co-hosts? Laura. So we Laura would make it. Daniel Blair. Yep. Uh, who else? Help me, help me out. Paul. His Parabanos. Cassidy. Regular. Caslu. Okay. Uh, who else do we have? Um, Randy. Randy Richardson. Not married, single. So. S- solo. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah. right now Caslu's wife's winning because she's super hot. And she rides pretty pretty yep. good. Yep. Um, that's yeah. all I can really. Well, we got Millsaps, Daniel's, you know, Daniel's wife. Hot. I don't really. I've never really seen her. Maggie's yeah. hot. Uh, yeah, Millsaps. He's not really regular though, is he? Nah. No. Troll. They're not really. Don't regular. never see her either. See, like, yeah, the the, the regular co hosts <clears> have changed. Like, you know, Eddie Ray doesn't come anymore really, or whatever. So it's like it's it's been. There haven't been that many regular guys coming in right. all the time. You know, yeah. other than like Parabinos, Caslu. Yourself. I'll just give it to Charles. Charles has a nice piece of ace. Paul's wife's hot, too. Mm -hmm. Another one from the Voice the Drunk People. It's been said A-Ray will win a Honda. Weimer's wife's the best, though. Just FYI. Sorry. 
It's been said A-Ray will be on a Honda next year. Is SGB switching bikes, or is he not on that team? Yeah, I think SGB will be switching bikes, right? Yes. Tom, red, 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 red. Red, red. No wing, no prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Brady E199, what are your expectations for Troll Train on a 450 next year? I don't know if he's doing 450. Now, now I hear he's going to ride for club. Really? I assume that'll be a 250 ride. Right? When did uh-huh. you hear that? I don't know. Uh, l- lately. Because he was pretty adamant that he yeah, wanted to I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, now I hear he's at club riding a 250, I assume. Huh. Well, I mean, that's just what he has to ride right Maybe. Now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, if he goes 450, where do you think he is? First. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dylan Ferrand, champion. Yep. Troll train. <laughs> Does he make the main? He'll sweep the West Coast and then drop to the 250 <laughs> for the East Coast. Okay. Does he make the main in Anaheim? Stop it. That's a legit question. He's troll train. Stacked, stacked Veteran. field, man. Veteran. Knows how to get it in there. Who makes the main first, Troll or A-Ray? Troll. Okay. Troll's podium to be the Supercross. I, I, I know. A-Ray has not done that. I understand that. Okay. But Troll on a 450? I need – We and we don't have enough time okay. in this short show. Mm-hmm. But A-Ray's got to get back to the roots, man. <sighs> I love the guy. I, I love him like a brother. He's a great dude. Great-hearted dude. He has got to get back to the roots. Like Rocky in Rocky 3. Do you remember you saw Rocky 3? Got an ass beat by, by Clubber Lang. Went back to the old gym. Trained with Apollo. Got hungry. Got back. Got rid of the fur coats. Got rid of the leather jackets. <laughs> That's actually good. A-Ray needs to get rid of the fucking fur coats and I, the leather jackets. This is a thing me and him do. Like, I tell him, I miss Tennessee A-Ray. Yeah. I miss Tennessee A-Ray. Tennessee area was a little bit different than now SoCal area. Right. SoCal fucks shit up. Well, he's got to get back to the roots. I thought he hinted that he was going to get back in the Davy Millsaps program. Oh, well, he, what he said, hinted. I mean, he's, yeah, I know he said those words. But and, he fake, d- and the kid does work. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. The kid puts in time. Like, he works. He's back, right, from his vacation. So maybe this week we'll see some mm-hmm. training start. A lot of Twitter people didn't like him taking a vacation. Nope. Well, fuck. All nope. those guys took a vacation. Nope. A Everybody of, was in the water like, somewhere. He didn't like me posting a photo of my shirt off in my pool. <laughs> he made that. me delete it. I, I saw that our crew message. And he just gave me the middle fingers like, fuck you. Like, yeah. just <laughs> He wouldn't even let me see it privately. I was like, yeah. yeah. I asked. He said, no way. All right. Uh, from our boy Checkers at Race Tech, SX Futures qualifiers start in less than a month, and there's no info out whether these qualifiers will take place on SX tracks or outdoor tracks. Do any of you have any idea? No, I don't. I've heard outdoor because I think they're doing one at um, they're building. Three Palms, and they're not building a super cross track there from what I understand for that. I know nothing about it, but that makes no sense to me. It doesn't. The, I, I think that's pretty generally consi- um, agreed upon. The general consensus. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, Sean Brennan may come out with something different that we don't know about, but I know there's one at Three Palms, and I've heard they're doing it on the day track. And only A-riders can do it. Right. So... That now, three, I mean, Three Palms does have a supercross track, but it's not. So there's no, though, I heard the tracks that don't have it, at least on my side of the coast here, that they're going to build one. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see, but I don't, uh, I don't think. I don't know anything about it. He's out. Amateur racing, he's out. Yeah, I'm out. From Canadian Pulp, are there any guys switching gear companies for 22? That's a good question. I do not know that. I don't know. I, I thought. Didn't that, um, JT have somebody that you guys were talking about that couldn't talk about yet? I don't think that's happening. Oh, okay. So, um, Either of them? I just know one. We'll talk after the show. Um, you know, is Plessinger staying with Thor? 
I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. doubt it. I don't know if his deal's up or what. Um, I haven't really. Yeah, I haven't really heard much about that. I know the Fox. Every, all the Fox guys are on Fox next year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Eli stays A stars. Yeah. FXR has put in a couple bids. Have they? Yeah. Yep. So. All right. Yeah, From know. the Pulp Mex Fantasy Support Group, was there any truth to the rumor that Timmy was going to race Canadian Nationals when he was finishing up his career in the U.S.? No, he got approached by a couple of teams, but no, it was never going to happen. It was never close to happening. But yeah, a couple of teams reached out to him. Hey, I do remember that. Hal just texted and said they are building a track at Three Palms as we speak. Soupy or yeah, I guess okay. so. All right, um, all right. That's uh, that's that segment. We're done. Uh, Motorsport.com uh, tweet a talent segment. Yeah, we got some stuff to do here. Okay. Um, so thanks everybody for listening to that. Thanks to Motorsport.com as well. Um, a couple emails before we go on the show. Um, uh, first up uh, from JB. He says, hey, Steve, could you do me a big favor? A good friend of mine named Phil is going through a bit of a rough patch. His dad passed away recently. They were both huge fans of the show. And always listen together on a Monday night. Could you let Phil, if you could let Phil know that his friends are here for him and have fond memories of his dad. Thanks a lot, JB. All right, hang in there, buddy. Uh, hang in there, Phil. And also a really neat email, nice email from uh, Tyler. Uh, he said, hey, Pulp family, I just wanted to send you a thank you on behalf of my dad. Steve, for all the years of laughs and insight, he passed away on the 14th from complications bought, brought on by a fight with COVID. He absolutely loved Mathis and Kiefer and tuned into every show live and brought only the best and bought only the best as reviewed on Kiefer Inc. testing. For the longest time, he had a job where he commuted 90 miles each way to work and he used that time to catch up on a decade of pulp. He was a good man, always going out of his way to help out of the track or helping people troubleshoot bike issues. A natural mechanic and problem solver, he and I are both aviation nuts, and we cried laughing at Kiefer's Vietnam Vic story. I always looked forward to bonding with him over the latest Pulp Amex show. The last few weeks were hard, but he listened to Pulp all the way up until he was placed in the ICU. You've lost a great fan on his behalf. I just wanted to thank you for bringing him so much happiness and fantasy motocross frustrations. Good job, Marks. Over the years, uh, stay great. So, Tyler... Man, that's an awesome email. I'm I'm super <clears throat> stoked that you and your dad could could share the love of the show, and uh, we agreed the Vietnam Vic story is fantastic. And uh, what an email! Yeah, it's really that's, cool. Yeah, Sorry to cool. hear about that, Tyler. Yep. Um, I lost my mom, so I know what it's like. And uh, I'm glad we brought him some happiness and uh, made him smile and made him laugh. That's, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's something I don't think we uh, really uh, can grasp. You know that what what we can do sometimes. So. No, no, absolutely not. So we thought maybe before we went uh, in, in honor of Tyler's dad, uh, we would play the Vietnam Vic segment again. <laughs> this is one of the more popular videos we have on YouTube. It is uh, one of the ones that people uh, request more often, and uh, here it is uh, in honor of Tyler's dad, uh, the Vietnam Vic story. You okay back there? That's a good story. And you didn't know about that story until I told you like a few weeks ago. That's right. It. We were driving up for the Yamaha e-bike intro. Yeah. And you used to work with a guy that was a Vietnam vet. No. I worked at Al Baker's XRs only. Yeah. And that, that was on the airport, Hesperia Airport strip. So Vietnam Vic lived at the oh, airport. Okay. That's why. So wh he worked at the airport. He just had a hangar, had a plane. That's where he liked to live. And okay. And he'd so fly from there. He'd come up by and... Yeah. Do you want me to tell a story? Yeah. Okay. So... That's where you I worked there as a shipper, Albuquerque's Al extra only. He'd come in every day. Yeah. He wants to bullshit with everybody. He's an old Vietnam vet, and his name was Vietnam Vic. That's what we called him. And uh, we'd sit there and bullshit, and he would ask me all the time, do you want to go fly with me? And I would say no, no, no. And he was just a – you could picture Vietnam Vic, gray hair, skinny guy, just had some old tattoos on his arm. and uh, Saw some shit. He saw some shit, right? Yeah. And finally, I was just tired of saying no to him because he would bust my balls and – 
I said, you know what, Vic, I'll go up with you. So I decided to go with him. He had like, and I'm not a plane guy, I don't know, so excuse me, but like a little stunt plane. Yeah. And he was in the front, I was in the back, and had a headset on, and we went up, and everything was fine for about, you know, three, four minutes, and and all I remember is this, this voice is embedded in my brain and just burned into it, and he would be like, okay, we're going to come down. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, what, Vic? He's, okay, you hear me? Okay, we're and I'm like, fuck, I don't know what this guy's saying. And he would go, all right, are you ready back there? And I'm like, and I'm like, excuse me? And as soon as I would say excuse me, he'd go, meh. And he'd go, head up. he'd go straight up. Right. But he was asking if you're okay. Yeah, and he would ask me. I feel like he was asking me questions, and then he would go straight up and then did a stall and came back. And we'd go, we'd buzz the fucking meow by the, by the strip, airstrip. And he'd be like, you okay back there? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, man, that was gnarly. He's like, okay. I wouldn't even get my sentence out, and he's already talking to me. And I don't know how the mics work. I thought only one person could talk, but for some reason, he would talk right over me. And oh, we're going to try something else. Right here. And I'm like, hey, Vic, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting, okay, we're going to try it. Right? And he fucking, wow, yeah, double loop. Uh, how's that? Was okay, my dear? And I'm like, hey, Vic. Okay, we're going to try one more. Dear. And then he did his other one. We flew upside down. And that's all I remember in my fucking head. Every fucking time. But you threw up. I threw up. And there's shit all over me. And I get back to the guy. Yeah, that was fun. I'm okay, my dear? And I'm like, Vic, I threw up. I'm like, Jesus, dude. I get out of the plane, and for the rest of the fucking day, Vietnam Vic gave zero fucks, dude. That's all I fucking heard all day. And then I get off the plane. There's fucking throw up all over me. And he's like, was that fine, Mike? And I go, no, Vic, I didn't have a good time. I was fuck, I was sick. And he's like, well, you didn't tell me. I go, yes, I did. I did tell you, Vic. And every time after that, he would come in and you, and he still asked me, do you want to go up? And I go, fuck no, I'm not going up anymore. And so to this day, that voice is in my head. 25 years later. <laughs> as soon as he said that, he'd put into a dive or go straight up. I didn't he even get halfway to my sentence. Right. Here's, 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 uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, fuck you, Vic. And I couldn't say shit. I was sick. Just throw up everywhere. The rest of the day, I had to finish the job, my, you know, shipping duties, and I was sick for the rest of the day. <laughs> I had no change of clothes. I had to put a jersey on to ship shit. I was like, I was a mess. Vic, Vic fucked me up. You okay, man? No, Vic, I'm not. Uh, no, Vic. Things are not well. Not back good, here. Vic. Right. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. All right. From Vietnam, Vic. Let's go right into our next guy. Uh, oh, that's good stuff. That's good. Vic was a. Uh, and you just couldn't figure out how the mic worked. I'm sure you were. You had to push a button, and you just couldn't. I just never been in a plane like that. Right. And I didn't think he would ever. I mean, I knew. I saw what he did because I worked there, and I I would see him buzz, and I would see him go up, but I never paid enough attention to stay out there and see what he did. <laughs> and when he would do these loops, and he would, and and the thing is fast, man. Like it was, it moved and. 
I don't do good when I'm in the passenger seat of a car when we drive up a mountain and Heather's no, you driving. Made, you made you drove my truck when we went up. Yeah, there. I'm like yeah. I just don't good, and this what spawned this That's conversation. Right. That's right. Uh, um, so you, so you're all out of Vietnam Vic shirts. Yeah, so yeah. we we did a run of those. I had <laughs> my guy, and it was sold out in like a week. Right. So. Oh, good times. Yeah. Good story. Well, Tyler, uh, hang in there, man. Um, thank you for the email. Yeah, we appreciate it. Sorry for your that. loss. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm glad we could play that again. That's one of our best stories we have by far. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. One of the funniest segments ever. Uh, all right. Um, Connor, thank you for coming by, man. Really yeah. appreciate it. Wait, uh, come by where I forgot. Where are we it's at great. again? It's great. <laughs> where am I? It's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, good luck with everything. Uh, stop in again. You yeah. know, and let us know how it's going. And hey, and like, road and- I think a lot of people, I mean, you know, but all of us were really worried, you know, and you oh, had yeah. a lot of people actually, we, we paid attention because you racing, but like when that shit happens, it's like it hits home because everyone thinks, you know, we're close to you from the show. So, yeah. well, thanks for that. I appreciate the support yeah. and um, thanks for having me. It was fun. And maybe I'll come back during life swap. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Come by during the week yeah, when we'll, I'm here. Let's hang out. Let's hang. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. drink yeah. some beers. And man. you know what? Unlike Steve, I'm going to invite people over. Yeah. You want to meet me at the trailhead? Barbecue. Oh, Fuck it. Hey, hey. Let's go mountain hey. biking. And if I'm at the house and Vaj comes in, out, Vaj. Everything is locked. <laughs> out, Vaj. <laughs> Fucking oh, gates locked. No one's coming no, in. Janky, no, Janky, beat it. None of Keeper's Vaj, bikes it. James is going to come by going, what the fuck's going on? Oh, James is coming by. James. Jesus. Uh, dark side, man. I uh, yep. hope you enjoyed it. I did. Thank uh, you for coming I did get in. a message just now from A-Ray. Fire's back. Davy program, full effect. He's on a mountain bike ride. That's not now. That's daylight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it was earlier today, I assume. We need so. to get, like, Connor could probably help A-Ray. Yes. We tried the DV riding school. Here's the thing. It didn't, you know. Connor is great at mental coaching, right? Yeah, right. So A-Ray trains, he rides fast, but I think he needs some mental help. Oh, he needs mental help. Right. Yeah. All athletes do. Yeah. yeah I do, yeah. but, you know, I'll admit it. Like, yeah. We all need some yeah. help. Yeah, well, A-Ray, dive in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Darkside, thanks for coming in, man. I appreciate yeah, man. it. All the way from Texas. Uh, motocross pod show. Moto X pod. Uh, Wrap-up show as well. Um, all of that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, please check that out. And uh, thanks for the help with the wrap-up show. And yep. thanks for e-biking with me today. Yeah, thanks for taking me. And, thanks thanks and, for having me and, in. And uh, how would you think you did tonight? How would you think you performed? I, f- I feel like I did Did you good. feel like you talked enough? Do you I want so. more attention? Nope. I think would you I... have done better if I wasn't here? No, I think I, I like having you here. So, okay. no, I mean, and Connor coming in, I, I like that. We I had mean, plans for you to host a wrap-up show tonight. We had plans to do yeah. that. Yeah, Steve and I were talking yeah, to it. Yeah. It'd be cool. Like, all right, let's lead in the wrap uh, Yeah, you guys had a lot of plans be go- going in. We would have been here until midnight. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and we only shit. had three guests tonight. Right. This, this is what I'm saying. These type of shows, off-season shows, are, for me, the most fun. Because we right. get off on other shit. Right. Right. What's the poll at? Uh, give me one second. Uh, the one vote f- for me to keep it was the voice of the drunken people. Who, well, drunk. who created the intro. Oh, did he? He did create he did the intro. Good, he did so, a good job yeah. on that, yeah. The, the second vote was him. Yeah, no, I, I didn't vote, There's actually. two votes? There's no point. <laughs> he, he voted for the <laughs> No, I didn't, actually. <laughs> the voice of the drunken people is drunk, so <laughs> that's why he's voting that. Have um, we seen him? Do we know what he looks like? No, I don't think so. No. I, I do, but that's okay. not for on air. I know who he is. What, oh. what do you mean? Oh, he's. do we know him? Um, You might not recognize the name. I'll tell you off air. Okay. All right, uh... Uh, 96.9% take the bike. Huh. 96.9 KKLFM. <laughs> that's right. Talon, thanks for coming in tonight. Yeah, appreciate thanks for it. Me. Uh, it was thanks good for coming to be back. back. Yeah, thanks for coming back in. Maybe yeah. do it again, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Because we don't know when Tits Legendary is coming yeah. back. He was, 
And no matter how bad I messed up, it wasn't as bad as what Mark's did. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Was it Under David Steele? Uh, David Steele? Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, the disrespect. Marks? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, though. I mean, you gave it a college try. I gave it the old college try. You did. I mean, yeah, you know. We'll try again next we'll, time. We'll get it again. We'll get there when it's we'll time. We'll get there when it's time. Look, not everyone is perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you to Pookie as well. Uh, thanks to SwissCore. Thanks to Moser for doing this. And uh, that's a wrap on the, tonight's show. Don't forget, everybody, we'll be back in uh, a couple weeks again. Um, we'll take another week off here, and we'll come back in with some silly season stuff and, and stuff I wanted to get to tonight that I'll roll over to next week. And, and, uh, and hey. This show is dedicated to Tyler's dad. Let's, That's let's, right. let's do that. Absolutely. So thanks for listening, everybody. See you in a couple weeks. I said that I admire him and his fucking balls. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.